So, I decided to start this podcast right now because it always takes Stevie forever and a fucking day to get anything fucking started. So, fuck that guy. We're going to start right We're now. Me talking. And Abby, he's in there just talking shit. Let's do shout outs. I'm going to shout out to Russia. We got some Russian listeners. Shout out to Russia. Ooh, got a shout out to Japan. Yeah, I, I doubt this. that anybody in Japan that we, listens to us is actually Japanese, though. I bet you they're just English or Americanized or whatever. And. We happen to get lucky, and it's a friend of a friend. You're saying one of our friends just, like, took a plane out to Japan? Well, I'm <laughs> one of our friends might know someone who knows someone, you know? I doubt it's somebody who's actually just. So know someone who hooked up with someone who knows someone who fucking dropped a bomb on someone <laughs> in fucking Japan. Oh, that's, that's, I did not say that. Now nah, we just lost I all those Japanese first, listeners. I, first and foremost, I want to address that our podcast was late this weekend, and I want to tell the listeners what happened. So we only have, we have regular jobs just like you guys. So we have one night to record. And if we don't record it right on that one night and something technical happens or I get crabby or Adney wants to go to sleep or something, then that's it. And that's all we got. So because of our other jobs and shit and we only have one night of recording, uh, we fucked up. I might have fucked up. I'm not entirely sure. It might have been like the program, but it stopped recording. So we recorded two fucking hours and then... The rest of it just wasn't fucking there. We we might have been able to do another hour, but it was so late. And I was we started so we started so mad. late, and yeah, we were we were all angry, dude. We it was it was so disconcerted, so like, oh man, yeah, it was an hour of work <laughs> gone, dude. Like I don't want to do it now. Yeah. I fuck this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's how I felt for sure. Yeah, I was super so mad, fucking yeah. mad, dude. Tell so. the fans we're done. We're done with the podcast. Yeah, That's episode it. twelve is the last one. Yeah, we lasted a whole two limited months. series. <laughs> So sometimes, sometimes you guys are gonna have to bear with us. You know, I'm I'm hoping that we're gonna get better. But I mean, all these other podcasts that you guys listen to, they have an audio engineer. They have somebody who's constantly listening, who's behind the scenes, and the hosts and the guests are allowed to just be co- cohesive and just work with each other. Whereas with us, we're all kind of doing the technical aspect of shit. So like, while we're all cohesive and creative and getting our flows and being funny for you guys there's also the whole technical side of things that sometimes it just doesn't fucking work out the way that it's supposed to and, and it's stressful as fuck for all of us because we're all angry you guys except Stevie um <laughs> <laughs> and uh but it's it's whatever I agree with that <laughs> what's it called I'm definitely but, uh, <laughs> definitely agree with but uh no we're trying to make it better it's it's because of the mics and everything we are a we are a piece of shit podcast. We just started out. Hey, you know, we only have, have mics. Like, we're not doing it on our phones anymore. All right, we we're explained enough. They don't need any more explanation. Right. Fuck yeah. them. They we're got slowly, it. We're slowly getting better. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the point where this, it won't even be a concern. But for right now, every now get and then, shit might happen. Yeah. People. Well, listen up, Scoop. Close <laughs> with the most Chris Smith. Does he both? Ah, fire up. <laughs> you just started. God damn, hey. you suck dick today. Hey. Dude. <laughs> Well, listen up, Scoop. Do your shout out. Little problem, man. We'll fix it. Do your shout out. Playing devil's advocate as he hit you with jokes. Who can it be sitting next to me? Adney, your baby's daddy, spitting comedy magically. Scoring on your comic book. I wanna be, you're gonna be hit with a hook. I'll turn your face into a tragedy. Stevie B with the chemistry, dropping recipes and melodies. Restlessly, especially using dark humor as his weaponry. Mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an antitino empathy. Just credibility, discussing history, legacy. Ethnicity, destiny, felonies, industry, jealousy, memories, pregnancies, tendencies, therapy, heavily alcohol, a cast is the remedy. I fucked up again. Oh my god, no, not again. Alcohol, a cast is the remedy. Now from the beginning, from the beginning. Remedy, guys. (laughs)
Everyone's gonna think you're that one guy at the party that's called. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Wait a minute. Wait. I know I can play this. <laughs> do you do your shout out? <sighs> shout out to whoever taught me how to play guitar. Yeah. No one. <laughs> no. Himself. I, I taught myself. I taught myself. <laughs> of course. Boy, he's Pete talking. <laughs> um. No, I don't. Oh, did you guys do your shout outs? Yeah, I shout. I should. Get Japan. Japan. Any the song? Just hey, I'm just asking. I just asked. Ask a question, Adney. Hey, Adney, how was your day? Huh? <laughs> you a good day? I got something serious to say. Okay. So I want you to hurry up. Uh, I want to give a shout out to actually two people. Veronica, um, she keeps sharing the podcast. Just started yep, listening. Yep, So fucking awesome, dude. And she is so she, fucking fine. She's mad, <laughs> she's mad props wherever you are. She's a hell of a good friend of mine. I love the girl to death. And I'm, I told her about it because she said she was listening to JRE. And I was like, no fucking way. We just started a podcast. No way, I got a better one. <laughs> Not, hey, our podcast JRE is under is relation. It says related, and it shows JRE's. Yeah, so because I'm on nerdist. JRE's nuts so well, no, hard. Also, only because we <laughs> hashtag no. his name and everything. <laughs> and because of our tags. Our tags are probably similar to all theirs. Uh, Chris farted on the podcast. No, I didn't. But um, really yeah, definitely shout out to Veronica for listening. She was like, dude, I listened. You guys are fucking hilarious, killing it. And she, she shared right. this morning. So shout out to her. <laughs> and I got to give a shout out to a friend of mine I haven't seen since junior high. Who I grew up with him. He was uh, in elementary school. He was my best friend. He was the tall, like, it was this is like early elementary school. He was the tallest guy in school. His name is Jovan Curtis. Black kid, like six foot something in sixth grade. And I was like three foot eight. <laughs> Seriously, the smallest and biggest guy in school. And we hung out all the time. I haven't seen him since like junior high. But he wrote me and he was like, hey, I listen in. You make me want to pick up a book again. He also said the, the, God, uh, the Goodfellas talk was great. And uh, he loved the podcast. He says, it's good to see that someone, you know, family doing something basically is what he said. So definitely shout out to you, Jovan. Appreciate the fucking, uh, the listen, man. Okay, um, uh, I'm sorry to do this, but this is kind of sad. I gotta do it, though. Um, I'm just, I'm not, it's not so much a shout-out as I'm just calling, gathering awareness towards something that happened, uh, recently. Um, a fighter by the name of, uh, Nick Blackwell is in the hospital right now because we can't go a single fucking year without one guy coming close to death in the boxing ring. Damn. And just recently, uh, also a guy who suffered injuries in October had to be put under another surgery because he's still in critical condition. But now another guy in a recent fight against uh, Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, they went. It was just a it was just a brutal fight, and um, uh, Nick Blackwell had uh, suffered a brain bleed brain bleed in the front of his skull. It was a really brutal fight, and uh, I wanted to call attention to uh, something that the referee just wasn't. That's actually what I was gonna ask. It was like I was gonna ask, do you think it was due more to like um, dehydration from weight cutting or something, or do you think no. it was due to referee error? I de- it was definitely uh, everyone agrees. It's not like I just have this only opinion. It's everyone's saying that the referee should have stopped the fight really a lot sooner. Even uh, Chris Eubank, who's winning the fight, he's really hurting this guy, Nick Blackwell. He's trained by his father, Chris Eubank Senior, who's a Hall of Famer. He was saying this fight needs to be stopped. This fight, like the fighter was saying, that? yeah, the fighter's trainer was all, the referee needs to stop because you're hurting this guy. You're hurting this guy, Nick. He's in danger of getting seriously hurt. No way. Yeah, so I need, I need to read you this quote. So, the Channel Five picked up Eubank saying, the, "This is this the trainer, right? He's telling his fighter, his son, who's winning the fight. He says, if the referee doesn't stop it, then I don't, I don't know what to tell you. But I will tell you this: if he doesn't stop it." And you keep on beating him like this, one, he is getting hurt. 
Two, if he go if it goes to a decision, why hasn't the referee stopped the fight? I don't I don't get why. So maybe you shouldn't leave it to the referee. But you are not going to take him out to the face. You are going to take him out to the body, okay? Damn, that is a cool f- did, did you say that's, that's a fighter. That's he's a Hall of Famer. And this that is someone who it, no, absolutely. I know what it's like to be in there. I know what it's like to take punishment. I've seen this happen before, and it have happened in his career. And so he's seen it, and he's like telling his son, like, "This is really bad. What's happening?" He's seeing it coming. He's talking about it while the fight's going on. The referee just lets it go on, and then uh, it ends up in a uh, disqualification. Uh, I think it was disqualification, but anyways, not to do a different fight. But anyways. After the fight, he ends up – he's okay, and he embraces Chris Eubank Jr. He's, he's, like, standing up. He's on his feet, and then all of a sudden he starts to get dizzy and woozy, and it's starting to really affect his head. And then this, they, he has to take him – fight Yeah, this is after this the fight. It's called everything. off Chris Eubank Jr. won, but he's put taken out in a stretcher, brought to the fucking Sorry, hospital. and right, in the ring that he started getting uh, – Yeah. Okay, okay. I was saying that post-fight, well, like – they're in the ring. He just he hugged him. He just anything? fucking hugged him. Oh, I just want to know, yeah, if they're like interviewing him and he's like getting. Dead. It wasn't during the interview. Oh, yeah. It was right That's after the fight. Right. All right, they announced that you know, right, fight over, and he goes and he hugs Chris Eubank Jr. and then he's like feeling dizzy and he could barely like they had, he like they had to put take him out on a stretcher, and uh, right now he's in the hospital. He has a brain bleed. They're saying there's really good chance that he's going to make it. So there is a really good chance that he's going to survive this, but he's never going to fight again. And I just um. I haven't found like everyone's saying send your thoughts and prayers and that's of course bullshit. I'm waiting for them to have a fund. Guys like uh, Frankie Leal and uh, Magomed Abdurdamov, they had funds that you could donate to to help with their medical bills and help with their families. That's and uh, cool, so. sooner, uh, pretty soon, I'm pretty sure Nick Blackwell is gonna have a fund for his stuff, and I just want to call attention to it now so that when it does, when they do announce the fund, I'm gonna say so on this podcast. I'm gonna donate just like I donate to those other fighters. We'll donate. And anyone, yeah, anyone who just we'll anyone who just gives a shit, or if you just love fighters, please, like when that happens, when I give you the link, please just. See whatever you can. If it's two dollars, a dollar, whatever it is. It really speaks to the volumes that this guy John McCarthy and what he's trying to do. So John McCarthy is an MMA ref, and he kept seeing this thing in boxing. He's an old school guy. He's like he's got to be in his like fifties or sixties. So he's been around. He's always been fighting or with the fight. So he's always been a referee. But what he's doing <clears throat> is he's starting like a like a school, essentially, because he thinks that the referees, they're not trained enough in boxing. Oh, he's like a referee, like, And he's making it rigorous, man. Like, it, it's it's super um, intrusive. Intrusive. And uh, it's super detailed. It makes you look at the history of the fights. It makes you look at good decisions, bad decisions. And it takes you, like, two years. And then after two years, just to get, like, your certification, you don't even get... Like, you, you get something after two years, which is allows you to be an amateur fighter. So you don't even get to fuck with the pro fights yet, but you'll be able to go... Oh, no, first it's you shadow. So first you shadow an amateur ref. And then... Ten fights goes by, and then you get your first try, and then someone's, like, watching you... As you're refing your first try, and like it's they decide when you get process, to, they decide when you get a crack at so ju- yeah, at, uh, 
I think it's really pro, good. Right. That's my whole point. So why I'm um, bringing this up is John McCarthy is starting this like ref school, and there are like three refs in the MMA world right now that are considered like the best of the best, and they all went to the John McCarthy school. That's the people super, who didn't go awesome. to the John McCarthy school and everything are actually the ones that kind of con- are considered that they suck because they've gone through all these other sanctions. It's like oh, the California State Board or the Oregon the State Board. The fucking normal, just exactly. get through the motions. We need state. referees. Let's get you going. Yeah, state exactly. to state, they change. It changes. Every Everything oh yeah, it. and yeah. so what John's doing is like, no, this is universal. This is for every fucking state. So he went and he saw how it. they do it in Oregon or whatever, and he's like, okay, well, in order to do it my way in Oregon, here's how you're gonna have to do it. So now oh, even the refs shit. have to know, like, so oh, okay, he, if he's I'm adding Oregon, on. Yeah. That's great, yeah. dude. It's, it's That's, so that could have been so, so useful great. for because I talked about before Edwin Valero, the guy who took punishment in the ring, actually is part of a. He was uh, he ended up killing his wife and then himself. Um, he actually suffered. Right, he yeah, suffered. He suffered a motorcycle accident in Las Vegas, and that was that. That was like the main part that fucked up his head. Was that he was fucked up in a motorcycle accident, and like uh, Nevada, uh, New York, and California all had the standards of, oh well, you're looking like this, you can't fight here. But Texas, being Texas, is all, oh yeah, come oh, fight wow. with us, come fight oh. here, you can fight here all you want, and that's how he was able to like continue his career a little bit, which just added to the fucked upness in him, and so. That helps illustrate the fact that that's like the worst case scenario of, you know, certain states aren't going to have the standards of everyone else. So you have a guy like this who shouldn't be fighting, fighting, and then his head injuries get even worse and he spirals down further and bad shit happens. And we've talked about brain trauma on this. Like, Adney brought up Dooku Kim, right? That's yeah. uh, Dooku Kim fight and him getting killed in the boxing, uh, in, in the ring. And it's very fucking upsetting. And we, we talked about this as well that it's. How is it now getting attention? Like, why is it like, why is it attention now in, in the 21st century when it should have been brought to, you know, it should have been brought up a long time ago? It, it's just upsetting. And even now, it's only in, it's only in it's, football they're really paying yeah, attention it's barely, to. Barely, yeah, the trauma thing. I and mean, the brain, the brain trauma thing is people it's, like Joe Rogan, and then you got like Brendan Schaub, and then you got like Chael Sonnen. So it, it's it is being brought up a lot more than it was, but that's because By before fans. it didn't make any fucking money. There was boxing, and that was the only really like fighting you have now you have these kickboxing fucking muay thai well, like you, you have, have you had this that but you didn't have now. it it wasn't so, there's so popular, much more yeah. now it, it wasn't like filmed it wasn't it wasn't popularized you could find it in different countries you could find like which is why the regulations matches. and whatnot are were so uh, not very loose. strict yeah exactly. super loose yeah, yeah. no whole did not give a kind shit of yeah thing, it yeah. was we don't know. I don't know. Fight, dude. Just do, do just the do fight. The thing, but fight. that was the pressing fight talk. Let's kind of turn it around. Let's do yeah, like let's, five minutes. Don't... Wait, wait. I want to talk. They're planning on doing McGregor and Diaz too. Woo! I know. <laughs> Chris, I'm going to give you another Chris. three hours of that. <laughs> Chris has a lot of thoughts. Not Chris even, has a lot of thoughts on Chris this. And, uh, Chris and I just want to know what you, you think. You hours. saw the first fight, and you're um, Stevie. I'm looking at you. You're a casual fight fan. What do you think about a rematch? Does that? Uh... Oh, I just can. I, I mean, I'm just so excited to hear the shit talking that McGregor do. <laughs> That's what I'm excited about. I don't care about the fighting. I just like the post and pre-op for the fu- for the funny things. When he's funny, it's like he won in my heart. You know what I mean? You're hilarious. You win. I'll give you all the money. You know, it's fine. Stevie's, money. Stevie's joking right now, but that's really how casual fans are. That's, yeah. They really do get excited over the shit talking, and then when the guy loses, they talk shit about the fact that he talks shit. Like, yeah. Shut well, up, he dude. wasn't talking shit. Right. He really would have won the fight. But see me, I don't, I, I'm never that. Even if I'm like going for somebody, I don't really talk shit. I try to look at it as at an Adney standpoint. I always think, what would Adney think? Like, I have a wristband on my wrist that says, WWAD, what would Adney do? 
and, or WWDD, what would Dadney do? Um, WDDD, what would Dr. Dadney do? <laughs> but, stop adding letters. Shut <laughs> up, Addy, I'll keep doing more. Um, <laughs> I'll waste this entire fucking podcast. I, I always think, like, when Adney tells me, or when he used to tell me back in the day, hey, you should check out this fight or check out this trilogy. I would try to look at it through Adney's standpoint. I would look at every punch thrown. I would look at, okay, what did that person do? What did this person do? And I'd try to break it down uh, through every match. And I would write Adney, and I would say, hey, man, I got this out of this match. How, how does that sound? And I'm just, I'm a nobody. I'm, I don't know right. anything about it. And Adney's like, dude, that's exactly, at least you're looking. At least I'm seeing what's supposed to be seen. And he gave me complete compliments about it. So that's cool. That makes me feel good. Okay, I can see it through Adney's eyes in a sense. He appreciates it more, of course. But I'm not looking at like, man, that guy like he fucking whooped his ass and blah blah blah. I'm looking at it as a hit him so hard, you hit him, see, you yeah. hit him hard. You see that? I'm looking for. <laughs> oh like, man, that's how you do. You gotta I'm, hit him hard. I'm, I'm looking for proper <laughs> technique. I'm not looking for haymakers. I'm looking for connection, uh, percentage of connection. Because the reason why McGregor even fucking lost in the first place is because McGregor came out throwing haymakers. He thought that he was gonna knock out Diaz the same way that he's been knocking out everybody at one fucking forty-five, and it's just not the fucking case, man. It's twenty-five pounds that you went up. All right, let's break this for real quick. We got to say that uh, during that first fight, they both had disadvantages. They both did. We talked a lot about McGregor's jumping up a guy who has 25 pounds on him. He's never fought a guy that heavy before, and that's a huge disadvantage for yeah, him. He's got the reach. Diaz he's also a, he's a much bigger guy. Eleven days. He's he na- 11 yeah. Days. That's what I'm saying. Is he <laughs> Diaz was naturally bigger. Plus, he was a lot fucking bigger on fight night. But he also wasn't at top shape. He had uh-huh. 11 days to get ready. He was not in He is the kind form. of guy who's not going to, like, get fucking wasted and gain 100 pounds in between fights. But still, he only had a few days to get ready for McGregor specifically. And he went in there and handled fucking biz. I love the rematch. At first, I was like, man, why the fuck does he get a rematch? And then I keep watching the fight, and I keep watching the fight. That first round, McGregor won, and one-handedly. Like, he looked he like caught, he was controlling it. Yeah, and, and then even in the second round, he was doing well. But the thing is, is I think the difference with this fight is Diaz is going to have a full camp. So McGregor's not even going to get that first round under his belt and get that confidence. But I also see McGregor coming in way different. He's not going to come in there. He's not going to try to knock him out with one shot like he no, did Josie yeah, Aldo. Exactly. He he's he, going to come that in confidence there. Is lower. He, yeah, he was he's going to hit his legs yeah. now. I mean, I think Arrogance he's really, I think he's really going to work him over. And I actually do see McGregor winning. But I must say. If Diaz wins again, I will not be surprised, and I can see him doing it in two rounds again. I can see him jumping on McGregor early to be like, remember how I knocked you, or remember how I took you out last time? Just to get in his head a little bit, jump on him early, get him kind of unsteady, and, you know, make that pounce. Because he's going to have, they're both going to have, they're both going to be better this time, but, you know, I Diaz did. They take his shots like they were nothing. Like yeah, not the, the arrogance. The arrogance could be switched around. Now Diaz is like, damn, you talk so much shit. I know I fucked you up, or I, I fucking KO'd you back, or whatever. But what did he get him in a triangle? Submission. So he, oh, submission. he got him in a rear naked. But Diaz, he knows that he got worked that first round. Okay, because he's come out and said the first round ain't going down like that this next time. Yeah. Around. Okay, so that's what I mean. It's like maybe he's gonna come out a little bit more arrogant on his side and a little bit more cocky. I don't think it's yeah. arrogance. He's thirty. The way like fights we, like, in the UFC. Okay, like we said, the way thing is it's a big difference when you're gaining weight even joe talked about this a lot he goes dude you shouldn't you can't do this to people you can't fucking have them jumping weight classes gaining so much but weight losing Connor's so much a weight, natural 165 175 okay. that's where he naturally so they're gonna sits. go to 160 on this one right no they're gonna stay at 170 i'm pretty sure i think that go, mcgregor wants to, to have the rematch at 170 he wants to but have diaz it wants it at 155 exactly and mcgregor oh, wants it at 170 shit. again because he wants to prove himself oh Look, yeah if yeah. mcgregor wins this fight 
His next fight will be the biggest fucking fight ever in UFC history. This next one with Diaz is going to be like, and if but if he loses, that's where I don't agree with the 170. I think he should do it at 155 yeah. because if he loses, he tarnished everything that he worked for, and now he has to stay at 145. And I hate him at 145. But if he loses at 155, it's even worse. That's true. That's, that's, that's true. Maybe true. Should do that weight cut. It's just so crazy so that he can be better at 145 and have less water and hydration in his fucking brain and yet he can get hit more at 145 because they're littler dudes than he can at 170. That's the thing and also it's Nate Diaz specifically of someone who trains with Andre Ward. Yeah, even if he was at 150, even if the first fight was at 155, Diaz is already the naturally bigger, stronger guy plus he's got hands. He can box. Like you said, he spars with Andre Ward so he's he knows how to box really well. He has power and like he was turning with those shots. He could take the shot so... I mean, it's not just the uh, like the 170 difference. Yeah, even, no, at one, even at 155, weight, yeah. it's going to be different because he's a bigger guy. Bigger guys take your shots better. That's just how it works. Yeah, yeah. and even Diaz doesn't seem like oh, I'm just a. It's not. It's I'm just a better martial artist. It's not that uh, the weight changed. I will. I mean, I have to agree. I, like he's the better all around saw, martial mixed martial maybe, artist. Maybe yes, so. from but what I, I saw, do though, think Connor has he has leg kicks over him. He has a really distinct style that I think can. Uh, can kind of overwhelm Diaz because Diaz puts all of his weight on that front fucking leg. Yeah. So all McGregor has to do is tee off on that front leg for the first two fucking rounds. Get him off balance. And then Diaz isn't going to be able to throw hard punches anymore. So McGregor's going to be able to just eat his combinations and really start to lay because yeah. he won't be as tired because he's not going for those shots. That's just it. Um, the, the fight hasn't even been announced yet. It's just a rumor. And actually, um, the reporter who did report on it used to work for Fox. They fired him for it. No way. They fucking fired Ariel. <laughs> weren't they taking, like, wait, weren't they taking bets? You, you mentioned this. Weren't they taking bets on a fight? The that books not have even already yet? opened. It has. It still hasn't been announced. I think it's going to get announced tonight or whatever. But uh, we'll have, we, we do fight talk. So that's going to happen. And once the fight gets announced, I'm going to go over the whole card and all that good oh, yeah. stuff. We're so. going to talk fights. Yeah. Even though I, I mean, I, I love fucking Conor McGregor. There's a bunch so of fights I want to talk about in boxing. Also, but... the combat sports is something I think that is just really coming out and uh, just starting to dominate all sort of sports. Like, uh, the UFC is starting to contend with NFL. Oh, dude, yeah. ESPN yeah, exactly. is chomping at the bit to get the UFC contract. They're like, as soon as Fox is done... It's a war because we are coming at the UFC fucking hard. And it's because combat sports is, I think, the most entertaining sport Yeah, it, out it's there. Com- like it's the most... It just, it just gives you that primal instinct. Well, it's just two... Dude, yeah, like, exactly. It's two people in a fucking ring versus each other. It's not like... Football is way different. Completely yeah. different. Basketball, people get all these so excited. I've heard way, way more people talk about fucking... Uh, what's it called? Fighting... Yeah, they may pay uh, attention to other. They may pay attention to football more often, more consistently, but nothing creates excitement like yeah, a good fight. Exactly. Oh, nothing, and, dude. And I'm not even like I don't even watch fights really. But man, the atmosphere of going to a fucking fight is the most exciting thing ever. Yeah, I got to take my nothing cousin, anything else like it. There's yeah, nothing. Biggest boxer awesome. in the fucking world. It's funny world, because you might not even get the best view. Sometimes you're looking at the back and you can't see the other dude landing shit, but it's fucking amazing. It's fucking visceral. Dude, I got us tickets to Vegas to see Bradley versus uh, Pacquiao, Pacquiao too. And like Adney and I, like we said before, we didn't grow up with too much money and it, it's exciting to be able to have that connection through my company for them to give me tickets. I was like, listen, my cousin's birthday's coming up. If you could please do any, I will do anything. I will give you the money if you could just hook me up and get me to this fight. 
and I got to take my cousin. I actually called him and said, hey, what would you be more excited for, a Mayweather fight or a Pacquiao fight? He's like, what would be more exciting to watch, a Mayweather fight or a Pacquiao fight? I was like, well, Pacquiao's a more exciting fighter. And I was like, I thought we were going to like have a big pay-per-view party or something mm-hmm. up here in Reno. No, 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 Vegas. I was, like, I was like, all right, well, keep this date open. He's like, all right, because I'm taking you to Vegas. I got us four <laughs> tickets. And so I took him to Vegas. We got to see Evander Holyfield walk by us. Adney got to meet ja- Zab Super Judah. Is that his name? Yeah, I got to meet Zab Super Judah. Uh, Vander Holyfield bumped, me, bumped my back. Yeah. <laughs> like he like bumped into me while I was like taking a picture. Yeah, or something. taking a picture of the – no, of the uh, – uh, Floyd Mayweather's robes yeah, and his belts Floyd and all that Mayweather, shit. And I was just like – and then he bumped into me and and then I was like I just didn't even notice I didn't really care I know and then he's all dude is that is that, is that your Holyfield and I look over and I see the fucking big chunk of his ear missing (laughs) and I'm like <laughs> no, he said his nickname. Funny. What was his nickname? Real Deal Holy. Real Deal. He's a real deal. Hey, and like he does the first thing he said. And Adney's in a, a kid in a candy store, man. He is super excited. I'm excited, but it's like he's going nuts. He got right. to meet two of his favorite reporters. It, dude, it was so. Yeah, it, it, two of my gr- favorite uh, boxing journalists, uh, Kieran Mulvaney, uh, Dan Rayfield. Dude, it was the greatest feeling to me to see my cousin because I'm like, dude, I got to fucking, I got to take you to your first fucking fight, man. Eleven years, eleven years fighting, no, eleven years boxing, studying the sport. Ten. Over and, ten, not eleven. Over, yet. over ten, and to be like, fuck yeah, dude, I took you to your first match. We're going hey, to well, Vegas. you can get that with me because I have yet to go to a UFC event. Oh, why don't we go as a podcast live? Uh, as a live, that would work. actually be really great because yeah, you wouldn't. It wouldn't go work. It wouldn't work. Shit. Oh you no, no, I know that. I'm joking, but I can actually get three tickets. I it'd be easy to. Yeah, three cool. tickets to UFC. We went four people last time. UFC tickets four. are way cheaper than fucking depending a on boxing the card. match. Depending well, on yeah, the depending card. on the card. And also, like, that was maybe Pacquiao. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it was... Like, it we was... could go, like, if fucking... If uh, Canelo Golovkin ends up in L.A., which both of them have huge followings <sighs> oh, from the Mexican man, crowd in, in uh, California, like, that would still be That's a cheap... That's fight to go to, That's bro. probably the big... Those are the two, like, probably the two biggest, uh, like, names that could fight. That's like, the most... Like, probably get the most pay-per-view buys of any fight right now. But the most important fight is Andre War versus uh, Sergei Kovalev, which might happen soon, and we'll we'll get into that later. We need to go to the dating Yeah, well, I want to know what the well, – wait, I want to also – some fights coming up because I can We will try, after the podcast. I can let's try go, to, to the dating corner. Oh, right, for sure. Dating corner? Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. You got something? Ooh. Ah. Mm. Uh, 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 the dating corner. <laughs> I was actually super short this week because I haven't. Super short. Yeah, so, like you want to know why? Life. You want to know why? Because I told Chris. Super short, homeboy. I Sorry. told Chris to borrow these sex reps to go use them, and he forgot them here at the place, and so he didn't have any exciting tire up sex. Yeah, I haven't even seen her since we recorded. The last oh, <laughs> I was just about to say, and Rachel listened to the podcast. You shut up. She had her arms crossed, hella pissed. She's like, "What's up, baby? Are you no, okay?" She's she mad. Goes, Where are the fuck? <laughs> She's upset because where's, where's the hog ties at, huh? Mm-hmm. Adney, I heard him on the podcast. So you're gonna let you borrow <laughs> because the we haven't been able to see each other in like it's been like a week and a half now. Like this is the longest we've been feeling. seeing each other. So she's super irritated at me because she's like, "When are you coming over?" And I was like, "Well, I don't want to come over at the moment because I have this truck, and this truck I'm afraid uh, if I, I don't even know if I'm gonna make it to fucking work tomorrow. You know, like so the the Damn. least driving I can do is is what I want to do. Like it's like I do want to see you." But I also don't want to be stuck on the middle of the fucking road. Have you come get me, and then I have to worry about how I'm going to get to work yeah, tomorrow. Chris Plus, on... it's the work truck, you know? And I just don't want to deal with it. So, during while my car has been getting fixed, it's go, been really, say. really hard to see her because of this fucking vehicle and because she's so busy. Last weekend, 
So we recorded the podcast or whatever. I was going to go use the, the ties, which I did fucking forget, but I was planning on doing it that weekend. <laughs> well, I didn't even fucking see her. She was in sack the whole freaking weekend. Oh, yeah. you were, Well, she wanted you to go with her. She actually wanted me to go. She's going back this this next okay, weekend, yeah. and she wanted me to go with her, and I was like, you're fucking crazy, yeah, because well, she's going up there to watch kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I was like, the we, Chris, doesn't, one thing, Chris doesn't need the fucking twins from The Shining going, we yeah. want apple juice. Every one thing. <laughs> we want apple juice. We want apple juice. <laughs> we want apple juice. <laughs> apple juice. <laughs> Chris, oh we God. want apple juice. We listen to the podcast. We're friends. Get yeah. apple juice with us. And it has to be like 3.30 in the morning. I can't believe she wants you to dick her down <laughs> with some kids around. <laughs> some kids around. God, I think that's her kink. She's like, well, you want to get her off or not, homeboy? <laughs> <laughs> no toys involved. She sacrificed for you. It's time for you to do some stuff. There's youth involved, but not toys involved, okay? Something she does want to do, though, I don't remember if I mentioned it, but I'll mention it because I need thinks that he wants to dabble, but he won't because he's a little bitch, is get an escort. Entering escorts part two and a half. And uh, she wants to tag team an escort pretty much. Like, she wants... She said that she's going to get off by me fucking another girl as the girl is eating out her pussy. Damn, and I was someone like, needs yeah, to learn something. Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, woo, sign that sounds me amazing. Up. So I'm literally doing That's research. Beautiful. Like, I go onto the website, and I'm looking at these girls, and I'm like, fake, fake. Mm, I wonder if this one's real. Hit her up. No response. Yeah, I figured that one was fake. And then I keep looking. Boom. And I got about five prospects lined up right now. Let's break this down, Okay. Chris Smith, who, if you guys have been following his story arc from the beginning of the podcast to now, a guy who was pissed off about his dating situation, is now, this was episode one, two, three, four, and then from there. The first 24 episodes of this podcast (laughs) have been a nightmare for our boy. Episode 13. Chris is over here saying, me and my girl about to get an escort oh, together. Yeah. No, no, what? he's all, I got a real problem, you guys. Oh, yeah, another problem? Yeah, we're trying to decide on a prostitute to have a threesome <laughs> with. Oh, horrible problem, Christopher. <laughs> man, Chris, how do you ever <laughs> date your life, As soon man? as Adney broke up with uh, Daz or whatever, he's like, so how do you do this, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I was all, I'm seriously thinking about this because I want the massage. <laughs> and I'm going to get a little... I didn't even want to dig down. He just wants to cuddle on the side. That's it. <laughs> I need an emotional connection. He wants a cuddle fuck. <laughs> cuddle fuck. Like you said, he needs an emotional connection. Actually, you got to hit him up. You got to hit him up. You can't just look. You got to hit him up. He's like, oh, I actually, I actually did go to a girl's house and I got a foot massage. and It was pretty fucking awesome. She's you like, have a... you, did you never get foot massages in your life? I was like, dude, what? Really. You got a foot massage? <laughs> hey, so you can get mad at her for anything. The fuck up. <laughs> foot massage? I work. You literally suck your dick for as long as you like. I don't think you. You get twenty fivers. You don't get to complain about it. That's yeah, right. seriously. So we're gonna go ahead and cut your mic. <laughs> <laughs> cut the cord. But I want to talk about. That's the dating corner. I want to talk about the silliness that is Tinder a little bit. Okay. Because this is so fucking stupid. I can go off on. Let's make a Tinder song right now. <laughs> this is Tinder. I want to be in her. I want her to lick on my member. Because this is Tinder. Okay, that's it. I just. I, think I don't know. I don't know. That, that was it. That's it. That's I all I got. Sorry, it. guys. <laughs> I just made that up on the spot. I hate how I'm the Eminem. I hate I hate how my um and our I want to say ours Adney our Tinder experience can be so different from someone like Adam because I go on his phone and almost ninety percent of the fucking girls are real. Like I can tell a fucking fake fucking profile or like a a cam wow or a or kike me profile or whatever. Like fucking kick me, but kike me. (laughs) Whoa, Chris, all our Jewish (laughs) listeners, guys. all of our Israeli listeners are gone. Jewish <laughs> listeners are gone because of you. Thanks a lot. Dude, I, it, it's K-I-K. Like, oh, I guess it's my fault. Kick? I, it's kick? 
It might be kick. It's not pretty kike, sure it's well, kick. K I C K. And Tumblr is spelled correctly. Is that okay. what you're trying to say? Anyways, my friend is a comedian. He was like, he's like, dude, I'm doing pretty well on this Tumblr or on this uh, this Tinder thing. And it was a picture of a girl saying it was a fake girl. And it says, what kind of position do you like? And he goes, well, usually, you know, I go for lower management because I don't really like it. And this whole thing. And I was like, I don't really want to put the pressure on me about getting a management position. And he goes, what about you? And it, he, you know, obviously fake profile, but it's just so fucking funny. He posted that. And he's it's all, I think good. I'm doing pretty well with this Tinder thing. <laughs> just became single. But t- um, Adam's experience, like there are barely any fake girls on his. And I feel like I get flooded with fake girls. And it's probably because I don't get matches. And that's fine. If I don't get matches, then I don't get matches. But don't put, put up fake fucking profiles. That it's shit sucks. That's manipulative That's worse than me not getting. I'd rather not get matches and just know that I suck at Tinder Rather than to get 70 fucking matches, but they're all fucking cam girls. It makes you feel bad about yourself. Exactly, because they had to flood my stream with fake fucking bots, so then I would continue to use their Yeah, it gets your hopes up and then dashes them away. Yeah. (laughs) It's fucked up. Oh my god, I gotta match. This bitch is hot. You see the tits? (laughs) Uh, Oh, hey boy, you're so hot. She has five pictures and they're all different girls. What the fuck is this? You're not fooling anyone. (laughs) But uh, I want to, like, I do get a lot of, like, I've I've had sex with girls from Tinder before. I've had sex. I've had sex before. But, like, now that I I started a new Tinder course, it's now I'm single, and I've been getting a lot of matches, but, like, at first I was like, I don't really feel like doing this. Oh, so you're back where Chris was. No, 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 it was like, it was like, I don't, I just gonna just feel like not putting in the effort. Like, kind of like, I don't know. Kind of like, fuck the game, kind of. Yeah, it was just like that. It was like, I don't feel like trying to go after a girl right now. It just seems like I'm just exhausted from the game. And then I remember I was like, I uh, saw this one girl, and then like I like I actually kind of already knew her, and I messaged her, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to like? Can I take you out so then we can get drinks and I can like try and be charming or whatever or something?" Uh-huh. And she's like, "Okay, here's my number." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that oh, works! Wow. That really works! <laughs> that fucking worked!" It's because you knew her from beforehand. Yeah, I only met her once. Like acquaintances or whatever. So like, yeah, I haven't found any. Every girl that I have seen on there that I've known has always been a friend. It's never been a girl that I've even had like. Really, a... <laughs> you never like matched with a random? No. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what do you? Wait, wait. I'm confused now. No, I've I've matched with randoms. I'm saying with people that I do know, I never fucking match. Ever. Oh, I got it. And Backwards. I think it's because they do know me. I think because I got fuck Chris. They're like, ooh, I would fuck Chris, but I don't want him to know that I would fuck him, so I'm gonna swipe left. <laughs> that's the other thing I want to talk about. Something I want to talk about is like how that makes me mad about Tinder is that you don't get to know when they when they say no right away. Like you never get to know, so all you can assume is, oh, I didn't get a, I didn't get a like right away. That must mean it's a nope, right? And then you you swipe right on a girl, and then two days later it's a match. You're like, wait a second, that's training my brain to think maybe a lot of these girls it just takes a while for her to match you. So okay, I'm gonna like uh, this girl that I know that I want to have sex with. So boom, swipe right. And then two days later goes by. I'm like, wait. So is it a taken forever or is it a no? <laughs> I just need to know. Just let me know, and I'll fucking stop forgetting about it. Also depends on the area. Like if there's more, if they haven't swiped as much as you, they're like backup swipes. Like you have backup swipes. You're waiting. You're swiping more because you're trying to play catch up to when you swiped. I think that's how it goes. It's it's kind of fucking. Yeah. I'm sure weird. there's a little algorithm because yeah, I've done that. I've done the same thing. I've swiped right on someone that I know, and I'm like. Is she gonna swipe or am I like yeah. am I an asshole for swiping? And what sucks is she'll swipe if she swiped no, because I have had that friend swipe no, 
And it's like, I wonder if they know that I swipe right. I know. Because I always get that too. Sometimes on Friends, you just want to swipe because you're like, what if? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it is. It's such a like. And what sucks like the first. What have you been thinking this whole time we've known each other? The first month of my like my Tinder when I had it was like, I'm like, dude, why am I like getting all these. Dude friends, like I recognize all my guy friends on there, and I didn't realize that I was. Wait, you're looking for dudes on I Tinder? I didn't realize too? that, but I was looking for dudes on there. Oh wow! No, it's a joke. I'm oh. not looking for dudes on there. But wouldn't it surprise me? Hey man, you never know. They might have that default like men and women. New yeah. Tumblr update: trannies. You want to? You want to fuck around with trannies? Oh, Tumblr now or switching? I mean, not Tumblr. Sorry, <laughs> Tinder. Tinder. Whatever. Uh. I haven't had a Tinder in like a month, and it's it feels good because it's like you don't. It's fucking takes up so much time. Seriously. Oh, it's you end up paying for it, and dude. Shit. Adam was. Oh yeah, so I, we didn't even tell the listeners. Adam came up this weekend, which is another reason why we had technical difficulties. We yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's all his fault because <laughs> he distracted us. But we had a lot of fucking fun. He was on Tinder, like okay. I want to say for like a five solid seconds? Like hour, a fast, solid no, five, five seconds, like a solid <laughs> hour while I was making. Uh, I can't remember if breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I was making something. Making out with something. Rachel from? No. Okay. Anyways, asking. He was on there for an hour, and I was like, "What are you doing? There's no way you can swipe this long." He's like, "Oh." I can't figure out what I want to put on my bio. And I was like, it's taking you this hour. fucking long. And he's like, dude, it's all about the bio. That's if what you it don't takes, have the though. bio right, then you're not getting swiped. And I mean, he I is can't the Tinder argue king. with this stat. So you can't really argue but with can't him. argue but, that. But I'm all... also not taking an hour to type up yeah. a sentence. Yes, yes. Like, he revised that fucking sentence 30 fucking times. That's why you're not getting any any fucking matches. Well, I know. No, I, don't you I ain't even swiping no, no more. I got my swipe. He's talking about before, dummy. This is before. Oh. Yeah, because come on. With Rachel, she's obviously getting an escrow with you. Fuck Tinder. Delete that shit immediately. Seriously. But I'm just saying, because you're an honest man, you're saying it how it is on there. Adam, he's just a whole of a person. He's he fake. tells you what you want to hear. Yeah, That's he, the trick is... Let them know exactly what they want to hear. That's hit a certain, his hook. You got to hit certain beats and say certain things like funny, sexy, um, like naughty, kind of like, yeah. eh, what's up? And then funny again. I and it's like this say, fucking, he doesn't do quirky either. It's a formula that he does. We bash on him a lot and we make him seem like a misogynistic asshole. And I have to just give him a little credit. Once he actually does meet the girl, he is not that profile anymore and no, he becomes Adam who is a genuine fucking good dude we and bash him a there's lot, a reason so why we're friends with him <laughs> yeah, and I've seen that a lot I've seen Adam like put his heart and soul into women and he's talked to me about it like man dude I like I love this girl to death and it's just it's not working out or or fucking you know she's a fucking turning into a cunt shit like that Adam when he's dating man he's a he's a great boyfriend to his girlfriends no matter what, he, yeah. he's just and great. Adam's a great a lot, guy. So we know we that. give him it's shit. So much fun. It is we fun and it shit, is easy. Dude, <laughs> seeing, seeing him this weekend, he did come up, and man, I love Adam. Oh death. man, dude, we had so much fun. I missed him so much, dude. I'm so happy he's moving back. Once he said he's like, I'm moving back. We've been waiting because like he's been lying to us about f- f- like friends. Um, I'm moving back, guys. Never mind. They're putting me over For here. Eight I'm moving months. back, guys. Never putting me over here. But the fact that he said, no, I am moving fucking back. Well, For he finally sure. put his foot down. You know, he's been out there grinding and he's just been working, 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 which working. Which I'm very proud of him for doing and, that because right. I knew Adam when he wasn't working and he had a self-realization, which we were going to talk about when he got here, of him doing acid and waking me up in the middle of the night. He, he watched Across the Universe, the Beatles movie, and he wakes me up and he's crying. I'm like, what's, what's, what's going on? Are you okay? <laughs> and I know he's on acid and he's crying. He goes... I'm a loser, man. <laughs> hey, don't laugh, you guys. It's not cool. <laughs> but uh, no, but he like had a self-realization. He goes, dude, I want to turn my life around. Like he gave me this whole spiel about, dude, it opened his mind. Like we talked about last time, last episode, fucking hallucinogenics, open, opening your mind, hallucinogens. 
and basically he turned his life around. He's doing fucking fantastic. Dude, psychedelics he's are medicine. Yeah. Psilocybin, this dimethyltryptamine that I always talk about. These are medicines in tribes in either South America or even, Asia or whatever. Look at these tribes the Aztecs, that are modernized. These tribes that Aztecs don't have modern for thousands medicine. of years they've been used a certain way. And the reason the government do good. wanted to make them schedule one drugs because they do not want their population to have open minds. They do not want their populations thinking like Adams, thinking like all these very, very fucking, um, who, who, like, uh, who's like a fear and loathing? Uh, oh, Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, I fucking the, love Hunter S. Thompson. You know, so Dude. through these drugs or whatever comes shining stars. And yeah, sometimes it kills them. And you know, I'm not sitting here advocating for heroin and all that, but it has created some beautiful gems. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, Alice you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't yeah, do that's that. That's a fucking classic. Look at Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. Aldous Huxley was one of the first to experience with fucking LSD. It is, it has been responsible for creating some of the best things because it is a, it's, it's sort of like a poison. It does open your fucking brain. I'll tell you what, whenever I've done shrooms or acid, I have gotten to this certain point, so I'll be talking to people, and I feel like I can understand the world. I can understand everything. One time I did, people I mean, just chalk it up I did, to. I was like, oh, it's because you're tripping. It's because you're tripping. No, it's you it, know, and it's like ah, oh, it's so much more than that. Like, yeah, I guess you could chalk it up to that. If you've never done it, and you take your experiences from movies and what everybody else has told you, then yeah, that's probably what you think. But if you have actually done any of these things, then you know that it's not like that. And I'm not saying do you should go and do fucking acid all the time. No, but. But one time trying to loosen it's like, man, it'll really change your life. I'm not even joking. It it opens up something. It's I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. It makes you think. It's a process of like, like it's such a self-evaluation moment. You kind of like beat up yourself a little bit, but appreciate yourself. You laugh. You're enjoying yourself. But it's, it's crazy because I was like, man, I can understand everything. I basically explained we were at a, 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 a bachelor party. And we all, I brought acid for everybody. This is years back. And I sat us all down and we were all doing it. And I explained why there's no, I was like, this is why there's no God. I had like eight friends sitting around me. I'm like, this of course. Why there's no, no, listen, this is why there's no God. I'm explaining the universe, but I'm doing it in a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> the entire time. I'm like, you guys got to fucking understand, though. You guys got to understand, okay? There's a fucking reason that these mo- this motherfuckers want you to fucking follow in line, okay? Like, dude, the Joe whole time. So I was making them laugh. And no one wants to listen to a guy that like has that fucking accent. You know, it's like if, if fucking Einstein was like, yeah, bro, equals MC squared. <laughs> if Einstein pulled that, you'd be like, this guy's a fucking moron. Fuck it, this it's guy. being, you know, you have to speak a certain way for people to want to listen to you. When you talk about hallucinogens, people automatically think of hippies, and they're the most pretentious, full of shit people on yeah. the planet. So, like, so you automatically get associated with that. It's like, you ruined it for everyone else who's getting something out of the Thank drug. Thank you, exactly. Like, you're being a piece of shit. It's just like the fucking douchebag stoner makes everyone who yep. smokes weed look like a loser yep. you know like and not everyone who drinks is a raging alcoholic who fucks up your life you know like, they always look at the bad dude that's a problem they always look at the problem. bad scenarios the worst case uh, scenario yeah, worst case i think scenarios. it's everyone every single time yeah, like, like, like there's about, no opposite spectrum yeah, we talked about the 27 uh the 27 club last uh which is an amazing you know, fucking club, club or whatever the like club, the if club. there's one club that you like you're like oh i'm gonna commit suicide or whatever at least aim for that club like uh-huh. you gotta aim to do something great and then just, okay, <laughs> fuck it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to kill yourself, go for when you're 27. Go big when or go you're, home. Wait for you in the prime of your life. Yeah, Then exactly. you kill yourself. You know? <laughs> but you got to make sure that you've done something creative. That yeah, really, right. Come on, don't kill yourself. your you stamp, you know? Creative. Like That's Amy stupid. Winehouse, all those people in that 27 club, they've all left their stamp within this culture. Yeah, but everyone thinks they've done something creative. Have you ever read a person's poetry? They think it's amazing. 
It's not. Adney, wait, hold on. Let me say, I know my poetry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like poetry. Thing oh, let's get back to the whole fucking weekend. We went off on a wait, weird wait, no, thing I'm, about I'm hallucinogens. Say, well, let's, let's yeah, because there. they're awesome. Listen, listen, <laughs> I will say that people that don't experience life for what it is, people that are fucking just living the day-to-day thing, the norm, that they're just going day in, day out, repetitive they're, they die young. There's a there's a quote, I believe, by Benjamin Franklin that says, some people die at 26, but not, they're not buried until they're 74. And that Ooh. quote is, it, it's I'm paraphrasing, but that quote is so beautiful to me. It's like, live your life, enjoy yourself, get as much, as, as much experience out of this life as possible. Don't, you know, don't die unhappy. If you're not, or if you're not happy, change it. You have the ability to do that. And I will bring it back to Adam on that, that he changed his life, man. And I'm very proud of that kid for being as old as he is, an old friend of mine, 14 or 15 years. For him to, to me to see him at the bottom sleeping in a closet, getting laid more than any of us right now. Yeah, he didn't even have in a, a room. closet. Okay, wait, living hold on. Closet, it, that closet was huge. All three of us combined. <laughs> the closet was really fucking big. It was so big <laughs> that he was able to put his fucking, yeah, but he was able to put a queen or a full-size mattress in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he was still getting laid. I mean, it, it wasn't works, too shabby. But to see him do that to, and to see him like traveling for his job and succeeding. That fucking and skill. For him to, like, Dude, he's got skill and that was when he had a fucked up grill. Yeah. The boy has got game. He's killing it. He's got the most game, dude. He's got the most game. And I will say, I just want to take the time out to podcast listeners. We Alkies, all you out there, we know we give Adam shit. You will have, we will have him on. We promise. But we just want to say, send out our, send out our love more to Adam. We're sending out our love to Adam because he did come up this week, and we love him today. And it was like, okay, so we all meet up. We go, like, Stevie's at work. This is like the first night he was here. Stevie's at work, so we go to like the bar connected to his restaurant, and we all start drinking. We're being loud and crazy. It's like what of it? Like eight of this us is guys. The first night, right? When yeah, I we, go to, we go to we go to Chin Chin, and we're all drinking. We're all are like, yeah, give me the fucking all the drinks. We're having a great time, and then. For someone, I don't remember who the fuck brought it up, but one asshole had to bring up the fucking who would win between Goku and Superman. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking assholes are going up. And I see at the end of the bar, there's a cute little redhead at the end of the bar, right? And she's by herself. And I'm like, there's something going on over there. I didn't even notice that. And then you guys are just going, that's all. Do you guys have to do this right now? Can you do it another time? I don't want to get into this. No, Adam, what do you think? No, I'm not going to get into this whole conversation. This conversation is way too fucking long, and you guys aren't going to believe me when I give you the answer. And you're going to be like, no, no, nah, dude. You don't even know, dude. Super Saiyan God, dude. Like, shut the fuck up no, about that it. Was, yeah, I was on your side. I was on your side. Yeah, Chris was. Chris was the only one who was like, but I was like, stop, 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 stop. And then they kept going. They wouldn't stop. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use this as an excuse to go sit over next to that girl and talk to her. That was pretty suave. I didn't even yeah, notice that. That was, that was the strategy. That wasn't on accident, homeboy. <laughs> that wasn't a coincidence. That the only clear seat open that I went to. But I just see this girl by herself, and I walk over, and I sit next to her, and I act like I'm just talking to Vanessa, and I was like, these fucking guys, they won't shut the fuck up. They just, this is podcast shit. We're trying to out here have fun, and they won't shove out some stupid, and I look over at the girl, you believe these fucking guys? Believe these assholes? All my friends over here? And then I start talking to her, and then we're just bullshitting, and like, I made her laugh, and I was like, so uh, are you waiting for somebody? Are you got friends, a guy coming, anything like that? She's like, oh, no, I'm just, no, I'm not waiting for anyone. And I was like, oh, really? What are you drinking? You <laughs> then, like, we fucking like hit it off hell bad. I things like, oh, things are working. I, I look like, over. I know, the, I know the bartender. Don't even worry about it. And then like, like I look, Mike, so Mike hot. get over here. No, it was, it was yeah. Ashley. It was Ashley was bartending, uh, and like, she, of course, she was fucking being all hella cool and everything. And then, um, 
I look over at Vanessa. Vanessa gives me a look like, I see what the fuck you're doing, dude. Uh-huh. I, I get it. I was like, yeah. I just mentioned she's, she's a redhead. And he loves. And so do I. Redheads. And I was like sitting there. I was like talking to her. Out of nowhere, Steve comes out of nowhere. I was like, what's up? And he says hi to her. And I was like, you know her? And he's all, yeah, this is my old friend. Dude. I told her like Adam was going to be here. She wanted to come hang out, see Adam and all this stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? That's why that fucking meme popped up. The one that you posted when you're, bo- when you're out with a girl and your boy starts becoming no. funny or whatever. Oh, no, no, he just he posted that because usually that when whenever we go out with anybody, it's, you know, it's like th- this podcast. Nah, he got, he got upset because I was hilarious. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Adam got all mad. Adam was just making that as a reference, but usually, you know, when we all go out, I'm I'm not good at just hitting on girls. I'm good at being in the group and making people laugh. Yeah. Right. Just like Joel. I just can make, being the guy yeah, and then attracting the a certain just making one. people laugh and like I think I'm th- that meme is confusing cuz I thought about it cuz it's like, yeah, are you being funny like with the group around you and the girl notices or are you talking shit on your boy? In front of the girl that he's crushing on because I am the funny one and I will talk shit on my boy (laughs) in front of his crush. (laughs) And we're all joking everything and like... Joel's the funny one. She was being like super flirty and shit. Like, like, things are about to happen, I think. (laughs) Like, it seems we were at a different place all together outside joking around having a great time. We were in a different world together. We were in the forest. We were at a bar, but we were... And then like, no, she goes over to like... She tells... She tells like... To uh, I think it was like Dave and Vanessa. He's like, I want them both to fuck me. We're like, nope, nope, leave her, leave her here. Let's get out. Let's go, go. Oh, I know. Wasn't that a different? Like that's when we went to the other bar, right? Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, we're okay. at a different place, so we and then you're all, what the woods? No, you dumb fuck. <laughs> but we. But yeah, anyway, that's dating nowadays. <laughs> yeah, because we. So we all were like, okay, let's leave my bar. Let's go to this bar. Let's go to picnic hangout. So I go there and we meet up with my uh, my friend that works there, Annalisa. She is the shit. She's my favorite bartender ever. She hooks it up every time. You're mine, Ashley. Um, Always and forever. Ashley doesn't listen. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast. Ashley, I, I told her too. I was like, listen to this one because Steven doesn't talk that much what? on it. <laughs> she had the Princess Leia bun going. I will have her boyfriend on. She does. Or I will have. I, I will have. We will have. Yeah, we get better be mics. Super awkward. Her, no, no. Because <laughs> Chris won't <laughs> shut up about her. He's like, I'm gonna fuck your fucking fiance. Definitely bro. not gonna happen. What if he's like, alright with like me how, and my girl tag team? And I like how Stevie. We're gonna have her boyfriend on <laughs> Christmas. Uh, now it's now it's her. Uh, what's it called? Fiance. Fiance. Yeah. Oh yeah. hey, okay. It's all right. I can respect that, but I can still say that she's fucking hot because she is hot. And it's I not can like, still yeah. jerk off to her, dude. Exactly. <laughs> I would take that as a compliment. If you're like, dude, I jack off to your girl, but like, thank you. <laughs> take that as a fucking compliment, dude. Fuck yeah, fuck around. But uh, yeah, we get back to the other bar. We're all drinking, having a good time. And uh, I'm outside talking to all you guys, Danny, you, fucking Dave, switching it all up. We're talking about the podcast. It's funny because you don't realize how much you talk about the podcast until you get drunk and you're like, hey, listen, I love what I, I love this. Like, <laughs> like I was talking. Until one of the guys, all, all you guys ever fucking talk about is the podcast. podcast. Like, don't be mad because you don't have a podcast, Dave. <laughs> how, are supposed, how are we supposed to get this out there if we don't talk about the podcast? <laughs> it's exciting, dude. I know this is something stupid and du- it's like it's easy to do if you know it, it, it is money. Is it doesn't involve money. Do. Okay, it doesn't yeah, involve. I money. just want to go to every chick. Like if you don't know what the fuck you're doing with audio software or anything like that, there's no fucking way okay, you're gonna there be you go. You have to I mean, be knowledgeable. You, 
You, I think, I feel like you were able to pick it up super fast because you had me, and I, I fucking went to I fucking told you school that. for I it. I told you that. You I feel were like a teacher. normal fucking person is gonna, it's gonna take them a minute. But I mean, I recommend anybody to fucking do it if you can be yeah. funny and you got something to fucking say. Then by all means, which is beautiful. I Until you start that. competing with us, and then it's all. <laughs> I, I love that. How, oh, don't freedom, forget to rate and dude. review us on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> rate and review us, but no, the beauty. But of, only if you're gonna give us five stars. <laughs> the beauty of saying whatever you want. This is so beautiful. That's the best part about and it. I told Chris because we had an. It, Chris and I stayed up pretty late last week when we had the issue, the technical issue. Because you know, Chris, it gets upset, and he was a little mad that you know we lost the recording, of course. And I'm over here like, yeah, guys, it's fucking, you know, I I love this. It's fine. We'll record tomorrow. And like, no, fuck you. We just lost solid material. Yeah, it's easy for you to say because you go to bed at like one, two in the morning, and <laughs> exactly. that's when we're about to wake that, up. We have that, to fucking go to work. work. I, I understand they have to work. And you early. have the next day off, so you probably <laughs> get to stay <laughs> up five. We literally set this up so Stevie has like the easiest time ever. <laughs> yeah, and like that's especially because I've been like waking up Addie's at five a.m. and I can hear him awake still watching TV. Porn. <laughs> Watching porn. Well, but, no, with, I, but he's I, really good at switching it over I, to a cracked video. <laughs> I, I had. Well, sometimes I'll be sleeping. I'll be sitting and I'll be playing because YouTube doesn't shut the fuck up. Um, but I told I had to tell Chris. I'm like, hey, listen. There's a reason that like the reason I'm like, oh no, it's fine, man. We're doing good. Like super namaste, Adney. <laughs> um, oh, like look at me. not giving a fuck. <laughs> I love that you were saying, how dare you? <laughs> Funniest joke from last week. But no, I had to explain to Chris. I'm like, this is the. I am very talkative at work and just everywhere. People that know me are like, man, Steve's kind of annoying. Because Which is, is why Ashley will not listen to the he podcast. He always makes jokes. It's annoying. He's, he, it's I, I have to deal You're with him so many hours a day. Because I, I work a lot. I work fucking 12 hours a day most days, and people have to deal with me all the time. So then I get to come here, and Chris is like, man, why do you want to take on more work, like editing, or I even offer to do the whole computer thing here, um, like fucking plugging in the mic and all that. And I told him, shut up. I said, it's because of the fact that I get to be myself. I get to be me. I don't have to hear people say, you're fucking annoying. I don't want to listen to you. I don't care. And I don't have to try to hide myself. I don't, have, I don't have to be quiet like I do at work. I don't have to be like, okay, what, what can I say? What, you know, I, here, I just say what's on my mind. I just instantly do it. It's just so and crazy. that's why my I love it so at much, work man. is the complete fucking opposite. Like, I have so much freedom at work. I completely be myself. Like, so I... I don't have that, like, pressure when I'm at work that's constantly above me. You know, I'm able to do this, essentially, at work. So, yeah. I mean, I got to commend you for it. We all got jobs. We all do the fucking bullshit. Yeah. But and what's we're up? here, and we're coming at yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of being yourself, I got to tell this one quick last thing for the dating corner. And it's uh, we were out, it was like the last night we were out drinking and it was it was all just us guys just fucking drinking just having a good time hanging out with each other. Was and, this uh, with Christian's birthday? Or? Yeah. yeah. And so, remember, no names. So, um, because I don't want you guys fucking yelling something out. I feel like you would. I'll yell out. So, what anyways, I, I yell out. <laughs> Incriminating yourself. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, uh, so I we're all... Superman eyes just now. Like, if I had beams in these things, <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be dead. You'd be, you'd be dead. dead. <laughs> you'd be lobotomized. Poor but anyways, <laughs> that was. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're, we're all like, we're at the bar. Like, we're like, it was uh, me, Adam, and then our friend Kenny. We we're like, we were like fucking just wasted it's hella fucking late we want to leave he's like come on Adam's like come on Adney. I know we can get some killer burritos <laughs> <laughs> and I was like what the fuck where where is open right now he's like 
ah, they're probably closed. But I'm hungry, dude. <laughs> I was like, all right, we can leave. Well, the and Will Ferrell and fucking uh, the campaign. <laughs> it was, dude. Smoking some burritos. <laughs> but he wasn't like trying to call them. He's like, he just like he was genuinely thinking about these burritos. I was like, Adney, <laughs> am I maintaining? I think I'm maintaining. <laughs> but. Here's the thing is, uh, there was a girl that, that we're friends with, and she's very attractive. And so I was like, eh, fuck it. She's an upfront person. I'm going to be just upfront with her. And one of her was like, hey, do you want to go out with me sometime? And she goes, uh, no. I was like, all right, see you later. <laughs> and that was it. And I think that's commendable right, right there. Because there's been so many times where you have to play the game. It takes you so long talking to a girl, flirting with a girl, all this bullshit. You finally get to a place where you can ask them out. And either they'll give you a bullshit answer or it takes them five minutes to explain why they don't want to do it. It's like, just tell me no. Stop wasting my time. Or, even worse, they'll say yes. You'll go on that date. Meet, and in their head, all they're thinking is, oh, free meal, dude. Free drinks. Yeah, they know damn I'm just well gonna, nothing's And that's happening. so much worse of a waste of my motherfucking time. <laughs> and that's why I... Oh, nice Al Pacino there, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, yeah, that's, my, that's one of my favorite movie lines ever. That's Top 10. Every time me. I invite a girl out, I'm like, okay, I did the work of inviting you out. Now you do the work of paying for everything. That's <laughs> the goes. Whenever, whenever I'm like, I get drinks, I'm like, you got this, right? <laughs> I know Dutch. I know you're supposed to go Dutch, but whatever. No, um, that's cool though. I think I know what you're talking about, and I, yeah, I don't know. Really, I was like, I don't then, know why I know what you're talking about, but I think I know who. And that's awesome that that happened. And I'm glad that you weren't like maddening about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna, like I'm gonna hate a girl. I don't want you to fight her. Not wanting to have sex with How me. Dare you <laughs> not? I want you to say no, because like you said, that whole yeah, other experience that expedited the process so fast. So much that lasted worse. 30 seconds. Yeah. That whole ordeal. That's great. That's awesome. And let me say that night we did all go to Christian's birthday. We went out and everything. Except and I, me. Chris did not I had pull, to pull out because I have work. No, if Chris I'm is smart, yeah. And I pulled an Irish goodbye, which I'm very happy about. Dick move. Because uh-huh. Adam had his stuff in Stevie's car. And so Stevie just disappears. And I was like, where the fuck is Stevie? <laughs> Two hours later. He, those, he's getting a 25er. Is what he's like. <laughs> For those who don't know what an oh, Irish goodbye is. Oh, laughing. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Don't laugh. Those who don't know here. Those who don't know our podcast. This isn't about funny. <laughs> it's, I think it's called like also besides an Irish goodbye, it's like a French. Uh, it's a French exit or something like that. But it's just ah, that's stupid. It, it's when you leave. It's just when you leave and you don't say anything, which is funny because a friend of mine at work, Mike Vertuch, he told me about this old friend that he grew up with. They used to party hard together, and he was that guy that would just disappear, not say anything, and they wake him in the morning. He's like, ah, I went to bed, and he was Irish, which is so <laughs> fucking funny to me. And, uh, yeah, I, I had worked the next day, I and I – listen, I went to work – Thursday night or Saturday or sorry I went to work either Friday or Saturday morning I can't remember which one I think it was Saturday morning which is when we went out with Adam the first time and I came to work fucked up hungover my boss can tell I got there a little bit late and I'm like Adney was like five hours late that wasn't that late (laughs) I was a couple hours late and like not one and none of the fucking cooks that I work with called me or anything tried to even contact me the expo who i'm friends with luckily has my phone number and she texted me and was like hey where the fuck are you was was anybody mad like at you no 
No, no you get erased no, too while you're at it? No, nah, because I was like, hey, look, I know I was late, but if you fucking say anything, I'll be waiting for you in the parking structure. <laughs> so, Me and Devin. So then I got erased. So then I got erased. So now, you know, nice. now I'm over here making 21 an hour, Stevie. Anything to me. Dude, if you want to say anything to me at all, me and Dez will be waiting for you in the parking structure. Because... Dude, Aaron asked me, all, does she wait for you anymore? It's like, I kept thinking about that scene from Misery, dude, where she hammers his ankles with a hammer. <laughs> oh, we pulled the Stephen King reference? Yeah, he did. Oh, my God, he pulled the Stephen King reference. Dude, Aaron's the shit, dude. I love He's all, dude, she could have tased you. I was like, that's the scariest thing I've ever heard. I'm so glad he listens, man. That makes me... Okay, we should have him on, because he's a beer maker. He's an amazing beer maker. Oh. And he's a huge fan of Bill Burr. He's a, he's a podcast fanatic. We should have him on, man. As a, he's a brew maker. He does. He has a great career. But um, what's it called? Uh, fuck, I wanted to say. So I pulled the Irish goodbye because of the fact that you can't be hungover and fucked up two days out of the week of work, especially when you're a boss. So you gotta lead by example. I don't want to show up like, "What's up, guys?" And like, you you're still one. drunk, aren't you? And I'm like, I'm still drinking. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the get, unlock the bar. <laughs> like I don't want to be that guy. But yes, um, like Chris mentioned last week with the our dating corner, um, the end of the podcast, he was like, "Oh, Stevie has some great news, or not great news. <laughs> uh, Stevie just has some news, uh, that he didn't mention. At first, I was confused, but then I re-listened, and it was uh, Dakota. We assumed was moving to now Texas. Now we assumed. She told you that she was. She told Bye-bye. me there was no assumption. There was. You told me a thing. Yeah, yeah. I believed that thing. There was an update. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dakota. Do you have a mic right now? Yeah. No, you don't. Shut the fuck up. There's an update. Dakota, Dakota, the men are discussing. (laughs) There's an update on uh, Stevie's Stevie's dating situation. You can't do it, Stevie. Why can't you do it? You suck. Go back to your guitar. Mine's better than you, dude. No, no, your guitar's better. (laughs) My noise is better than who you are. (laughs) (laughs) My noise is better than you, Chris. But, of course, the girl that's been giving me 25 hours, she stole my heart through my penis. Uh, And she said she's moving to Texas. I pick her up from the airport. Remember, I was like, I gotta go. I gotta gotta drive somewhere somewhere to the airport. No, we're done. We're fucking done. I picked her up from the airport, and... In the middle of the drive, she says, I- I'm moving to Texas. She missed her parents. They live, they live. Think I'm moving to Texas, but I Yeah, you better raise your hand. Best friend about it. No, she, she no, made it. I said, I think I'm moving to Texas, <laughs> but I have to talk to Carly about it. And all Stevie heard was, I'm moving to Texas. <laughs> yeah, duh. He's a man. It's exactly her what he heard. Carly. He heard another but dick in your vagina. She sounds hot. <laughs> but yeah, so she's she's gone. My twenty five are just out the window. I'm upset. But it was anyone this, would be upset. This was this, this was Easter Sunday, so she drops it on me on the day of Jesus. And Steve I'm, doesn't even care about this girl. What's the twenty five? She drops it on me while I'm I'm in love with Jesus on Sunday. And <laughs> well, I'm at I'm like, <laughs> in love with Jesus. You're, you're, gonna, you're gonna drop this on me on my Jesus day, like. Like I know I'm this an atheist. This is the day of the Lord. Yeah, this now you got Lord. beef with Jesus. But she did. She did afterwards. I brought her bags into the house. She did throw me down. She blew me, and it was like a minute and a half. And I came, and then her roommate was like that quick, and she goes, "I know what he likes." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's a bomb. Are you just, just start flexing right now? Like super like, yeah, cool about it. it. Not like oh my god, I know exactly what he likes though, but like. I know what he likes. <laughs> Rolling <laughs> your shoulders and shit. Jimmy the no Jack. doubt about it. Forget about Forget it. Forget about it. <laughs> Dakota Conway. Or Conroy. <laughs> Dakota the Gent. Like Dakota the Diamond. I know what he likes. I know what he likes. 
But uh, fuck you. So I, I went back to work and I was I was upset, of course. Twenty five. Like, this girl bitch. is the coolest chick I've ever hung out with. Which obviously I talk about it a lot. We shouldn't. Yeah, I should not right. bring that up because girls on the podcast should know that I'm single. Ladies, what's up? Look around. <laughs> I can't, I, how can I have podcast movies if I continue to say I'm hanging out with this bitch over here? Whatever. Edit out this past 20 <laughs> minutes so no one knows. But, um, well, at least but, I can. I mean, all the girls can come over to Chris and you can come and fuck if you're me ready and my girl. Three way, three way. I let him borrow the robes. Daddy, Doctor Daddy, PhDs is Michael Jackson up. He's ready for three way. <laughs> he even Say got up, started moonwalking. <laughs> that didn't happen. He for those who are, well, he wanted to. For He's those who can't see what we're doing on the podcast, <laughs> Daddy moonwalk. Piece of shit. <laughs> Daddy moonwalk. Um, Stupid fucking hair. But yeah, uh, that's why Chris. Chris mentioned it. He said. Uh, oh man, CB has something to say, but guess what? She's not moving anymore, guys. Yeah. Her roommate was smart enough to put it into her head like, You're an idiot. Okay, think about it. You got to uproot your life. You're going to school to become a teacher. You'll you never see Adney again. And, uh, <laughs> that, that was one of her points, yes. Uh, Dr. Diane, PhD, you're going to leave that? You're going to leave that? No more appointments. Chris's beard. This is the first girl Chris actually likes. Okay. <laughs> As okay. a person? <laughs> That's what I told her. I'm like, Chris even said it's weird not having Dakota around. And it's like Chris hated every girl he's ever seen me with. Such a and I'm like, Dakota, whatever. I'm like, Stop pumping I'm like, her up. Like, I don't listen. like her. We're yeah. done talking about her, man. Let's, let's get on to something serious. Let's, <laughs> what's the next fucking topic? All right, here. Let's, let's go. Great segue, Adney. I know. <laughs> Thank you. What did you just do your own audience thing like I did last week? <laughs> yeah. Great segue, Adney. Thank whatever, you very much, man. Adney. Oh, I can hey, do. Yeah, Adney. Oh, you can do more than just two, guy. Do like full. No, it's, it's a house of a thousand Adneys. It's just, it's just him high fiving himself, telling himself, "You did good, dude." But yeah, <laughs> fucking Adney. Oh, I'm so good at segways. Let's go to the next <laughs> What the fuck ever. Anyways, I want to talk about our because we were just talking about dating this new modern age. Um, Feminism slash like uh, no men's uh, rights is kind of what I want to say. I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, that was the wrong thing to say. So here, let me just get it off my chest. I have a really big problem. It's come. It's become popular. It's become popular. It's not with women. No. Yes. Let me look. Oh, sorry. It's it's, it's, it's popular and socially acceptable to shit on men, but not women. Yeah, somewhat. And it's also acceptable to appreciate a woman's body, whereas if a guy is naked or anything, he kind of gets shamed. And it's like a, it's shameful more for a dude to post. So the whole reason I'm bringing this up is Kim Kardashian, like we talked about, I hate bringing her up, but it's in, in relation to this whole fucking thing. Yeah, she, she posted gives that your children naked selfie or whatever. Right. And then Adney talked about what Pink said about it and Pink nailed it. But then, like three days after Kim, maybe it was a week, my timeline's a little messed up. Chelsea Handler posts one, and she's naked, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm beautiful, and I'm brave, and all this stuff, and it's like, oh, okay, so what happened, what would, what would happen if, let's say, let's just say Joe Rogan, since I talk about him so much, Joe Rogan tomorrow posts a fucking naked selfie. I'm, him, I'm retweeting it. him eating an avocado. Yeah, I'm retweeting You're going to get feminist, you're going to get so much, he's going to get so much more shit talking about why he shouldn't be doing this and why this is chauvinistic and he's just trying to he's gonna show everybody his dick and he just wants to show off his body whereas if it's a woman, she's being empowering and she is um, making it for women's rights. Well, they, and, oh, they, assume, such- they assume the naked photos is as, is as um, strong and as 
uh, mentally con- uh, they're thinking I mean, like you're they showing think it, they think it's the burning bra aspect the aspect of the burning bra after uh, women or is it pr- before women got the right to vote or they didn't after? actually burn bras I don't know what you're saying but it was the burning <laughs> bra thing you know what I mean it was the, it was the idea of basically yeah we're saying, fucking we're gonna do what we want cause we're deciding to do this and they oh look I'm, I'm it's like they they're trying to say is I'm doing this because I'm proud of my body you can't make me feel ashamed of my body which that idea has a point let me finish that idea has a point because women are shit on on a daily basis. Every magazine they read, every TV ad they see is yeah. you're not good enough. You need to buy all these products you so you can be good way. enough. Yeah. That's true. But a lot of these girls aren't doing it for that. They're doing it because they want the attention. And this is fucking true because I've heard from girls that they post pictures for attention. They go on Tinder not to talk to guys, not to meet guys, but to see how many likes and matches they can get so they can feel good about themselves. And Tumblr. And these girls, and Tumblr. Yeah, Tumblr is full of girls posting nudes. Dakota showed an example earlier today. She showed me uh, someone she knows posting nudes on Twitter and on Snapchat on because Twitter? she thinks it makes her feel good about herself, right? Yeah. For free, yeah. I sell, I sell my nudes. I make money off them. Really? For free on Twitter? You know, there's no advertisements. And that's no, you're that's so empowering. That's, that's how the, is that empowering? That, and how is that like, oh, yeah, we're women and we're doing it. Like, oh, so you show your naked body, you get paid for it. That's feminism. That's I understand, like, if you're if you're like a, a bigger girl and you're not afraid of the shaming you're going to get, you're like, yeah. Like, there was a, a whole feed about this girl. She was a little plus-sized. and But she, was wearing, she wasn't naked, though. She wasn't even naked. She was just wearing, like, uh... Clothes and people are like, "Oh, you shouldn't wear that if you weigh fucking two hundred pounds or something like that." I can see why that's oh, empowering because it's like, "Well, look, I don't care what you guys have to say. I like this fucking uh, these clothes, and I'm wearing these clothes, and they didn't look bad on her at all." I can see why that's empowering her saying, "I don't care if you're gonna shit on me." Agreed. But if you're just a girl who has a body you've paid money for, or like you have that's a nice body or anything like me. that, and you're just posting a nude for the sake of posting a nude, no, you're doing that for attention. And that's what's fucked up is it's really sometimes it's really hard to tell if a girl's doing it for attention or not. But it seems like that's the majority. Especially that, celebrities. Why else would yeah. a celebrity do it? You don't know. It's not like you're gonna be making more money off that. You're not gonna be getting. Sure, you're going to be getting pressed, but it's going to be equally as bad as it is good, you know? Who was shitting on Kim Kardashian's body? Who was saying that you have an ugly body, you should be ashamed of your body? Nobody. No, everyone's saying the reason why she's famous is because of her body. It's like that's not being empowering. Now you're, you're showing it off. Right. You're showing off your $100,000 that you spent on your body. But Chelsea Handler doesn't, didn't pay a bunch of money for it. She those. didn't. No. I no, think she, she has might nice have tits. fake breasts. I'm not, no, they're, no, they're real. Real. I'm not even sure. No, they're real. I'm pretty yeah, sure they're I, real. I think she, as a comedian, she, she's like, this is me. This is straight up me. Sorry, it's like that, a, she's like, like she's thing. like, I'm still but proud she, of my. The tits. only reason, okay, it'd be different if she did it like how Amy Schumer did it. But no one's whatever. talking shit she about did Chelsea Handler strictly Hammer. because Kim did it. She's like, oh, Kim did it. This is this little wave going on right now. So if I do it right now, I'm gonna be in the headlines. I feel like no, I, I'm gonna be. I in feel like she did it because it's funny. Because it's like it wasn't Kim funny. Isn't it? No, but I feel like that was her at that was her. Like point. she was trying to. She was trying to be funny. Parody like, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, almost like that. Yeah, mocking parody, mocking like you know, this is me. I don't know. I don't know what she said. I don't know what she said in like her capture anything. So I can't. But I feel like. I, I, I assume that I'm gonna assume that because she is a comedian she does things to make to get the laugh she wants to get the laugh the laugh and I mean even if she is like this is me she, I'm all natural Kim Kardashian saying like oh I, I'll be nude all day all, you know I'm not like, yeah, I'm not ashamed of my body and it's like yes you are ashamed of your body or else you wouldn't have changed it you would not have changed <laughs> exactly. your face your tits your ass you would not have changed any of that if you weren't ashamed. And you that, obviously were ashamed because you're not who you were born. Look with. at Kylie Jenner. So, I mean, or I mean, I don't know why we were talking whatever. about. Let's back to the whole just the right. debate between men I mean, and that women. That was just the first if part. I, like, I have another part for it. Yeah, give me your other part. So the second part is 
this new age man that I feel that women are now seeking. Women our age in our dating range aren't looking for the man that we kind of all are. You know, we go to work, we get our shit done, our hands get dirty, we get sweaty. And yeah, my balls might be sweaty when I get home. That doesn't mean that I don't want a blowjob. I will still eat your fucking pussy if you've been sweating all day, depending on if there's shit in your ass or not. You know, like there's a certain <laughs> limit yeah. to what I will do. Chris doesn't like but ass at the play. same we time, <laughs> I feel like being a man... And, and coming home dirty and doing all the shit that, like, kind of makes you a man is kind of frowned upon. And women today want someone who is a little bit more feminine. He, his hands need to be softer. I, his nails need to be nice and trimmed. You know, no well, finger you, you get, nail you get dirt. Both, you get both backlashes, okay? Because you get I want the him whole, to have long hair. You, you get the whole, and it like, needs to be voluptuous. I understand you what you're saying of, like, uh, it does, that's not all... It's like there is a big group that is like that. It's a, they want they want the they want the, they want the 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 sensitive guy who's a social justice warrior who's gonna agree with everything they say of and go overboard. Like I believe in women's rights. I believe it should be equal. But then they'll say stuff that's over the top, and the guy will go and overly match that. Like yeah, microaggressions are a thing. <laughs> Fucking, you should never look at a girl's ass ever in public and all that kind of shit. It's like no, that's a little too far. But these guys, since they can't get a, like Joe Rogan's talked about this. Like this yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. he isn't like the kind of guy who you would normally be attracted to. But because he says what you want to hear about how you're always right, you're perfect, you're amazing, all this stuff. It's like. There's a difference between complimenting a girl and blowing smoke up her ass. Yeah, I can I can appreciate a strong woman. Wonder Woman, for example, that like like I know I know that sounds weird, yeah. but when I looked at Wonder Woman, I was like, there's something sexy about a girl that can kick my ass, and that's the kind of thing of like, yeah, I do want a, a one who can be kind, who can be strong. That's attractive, but I'm not gonna fucking tell her that. Oh, you're so much better than me. You're stronger than me. You're always right. I'm not. I'm gonna argue with you. We're gonna fight because we're not the same. I'm not gonna fucking pretend to agree with everything that you want. And like so many girls, are like that's the kind of guy. That's a real man. That's how it should be. And that that's fucking ridiculous. And it's due to the fact that uh, it, there's a huge pendulum swing of how you know. Yeah, that's, that's what my it is. fucking yeah. dude. The, my exact point. And this sorry, the same thing. Like you said, pendulum swing is swinging so far to the opposite side because men have had their way for so long. Yeah. Men have been in charge, even with religion. And that's one Especially of... Especially religion. That's, that's one of the main reasons that I even brought this up to uh, to Ali and Fatino, a friend of ours. I, uh, I love she, Ali. She posted something about like, pray prayer for, for Brussels. How about you take action? How about you donate money? <laughs> awesome. Things like that. And they had some lady saying like, no, Jesus is right. And all this shit. <sighs> and I said, listen. I was like, listen. Any, I was like, I don't believe. I was like, in my tw- my young twenty six years, and and you know, in my twenty six years <laughs> do of being a young male, I have learned one. I have learned two things. Number, or I said something like, number one, women are much more kind hearted, uh, and they're like way more emotional, empathetic. Like, yeah, empathetic than males. And I said, number two is, uh, oh damn it, what the fuck? I, I I think I said I can't remember what else I said. But then, <laughs> two things I learned. It was a long time ago, so it's very, very hard to remember. But I, I said, I was like, women are more empathetic <laughs> and don't check off with bacon grease. <laughs> don't check off bacon grease, yeah. But basically what You're I told her was the, board, the book supports uh, – the, the book oh. looks at women like they're fucking house cats, like they're dogs. They're put way down here on the bar, and then men are up here. I was like, I can't yeah, stand. Property. I can't stand behind a book that makes women feel like they're lesser than men. I am sorry. I don't believe in feminism. I don't believe in menism. I believe <laughs> in equality. Right. Equality. Both sexes are equal in the ways that I mean. We're obviously men are stronger than women. Yes, 
this is true naturally. It's just physically strong. Physically stronger. Clear. Physically <laughs> through evolution. Yes, it's it's just evolutionary I mean, based. Out there that Darwinism. Yeah, of course. Talk about the average Chris. The average woman will because that my woman that whoop your ass. This guy they whoop her ass. <laughs> the average woman will whoop my ass, Chris, because I'm five four and I weigh a buck oh five. Okay? You better get some jujitsu on your belt. <laughs> but what, I'm about to get some women under my belt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you're not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Called you out hard. Yeah, definitely. I'm not. No, you not. But um, another thing, no, like, but, uh, wait, 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 sorry, what I wanted to say was, and then I said at the end, I'm like, okay, if hell's the place where women are going to end up, all the single ladies are going to be, sign me up. I'll be there <laughs> all day long. You send me to hell. I'll be fucking around. I'll be having a good time. I'm not going to worry but about I, I, anymore because you're already dead. <laughs> but it's, it's, burn it off. it's I, I fucking despise the idea of something looking at women like they're less of a species. You're less because you're... Something you can't help. You're born a certain way. You can't help this. We've talked. We talked. Uh, Your ovaries fucking, are driving you crazy. We talked ethnicity. <laughs> we talked ethnicity so much on this podcast. Racism, everything like that, um, and then sexes. We can't help the way we were born. You can't help that. You have nothing to do with that. To to look at someone a different way. To look at someone like fuck you because you're born this this way. You can't help. That's so fucked up, dude. That's, I mean, that's brutal. That's definitely part of it. But then you also have the media. So you have to like this. Where it just comes into play of. The intelligence of the girl, and I have to say it like that. There's no other way to say it because if this girl is somebody who's in the tabloids, who's in the media, who's constantly looking, constantly searching, then yeah, she is going to be that girl who is seeking attention. She is going to be that girl who has body issues. But if you don't focus on that stuff, you can listen to it. Just don't, eh, whatever, like, whatever, that's bullshit. I see fucking six-packs all day. I'm not fucking sitting here starving myself, doing a thousand fucking crunches to get that six-pack because I don't need that six-pack. But when you have shows like... Uh, stupid Kardashians or the Duggars or let's say The Bachelor for instance I thought this was a really good quote The Bachelor a show about a guy dating multiple women at once watched by women who hate guys who date multiple women at once uh, <laughs> oh my god that is fucking genius dude it's so holy shit but there you go that's why I said that's where the two spectrums come in it's women Women get to see more of these magazines. They're more in depth of pop cult with pop culture. They see all these magazines. They see Maxim. They see Playboy. They're like, this is the ideal woman. This is what guys want. And with guys, we true. care. It's not true at all. Fuck the model no, that they true. make up is like this overly skinny, just fucking weird looking person. Like they Photoshop every model, no matter how hot she is, they'll try to make her look skinny. Unless it's Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham refuses because that was a big. That was she had to yeah. do a big argument in order to get that way. And it's and sorry, I love that but, girl, man. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's both the spectrums right there. Because guys, most guys don't give a fuck. We, like that's that's. I'll say at least the average guy because me I don't care it's like this is who I am fuck you I don't have a six pack sorry I do other things what do you want you want a guy that just is always going to the gym or do you you want a guy who's just always going to the gym always working on his own body because I feel like women when they see that the average woman that Feels like fuck you. I don't need that. I can be. I can be myself. I can eat pizza. I can. I can drink beer. Danny, I can yeah, enjoy, which I love. Which which I love when women do that. Like no, order pizza. Fuck yeah. Let's get some cheese in this bitch. And <laughs> then, some cheese on and that And then bitch. when you have a guy that's like all about going to the gym, it's like six it's pack, boring. getting buff. They, no, well they compare themselves. They're like, well, you know, they feel bad about themselves. They can't date that because they're like. Oh well, it's this a constant guy reminder, is, and that guy usually make them feel like yeah. shit for not being in the gym exactly. as much as them. It's a constant reminder of what you're not doing. You're not going to the gym like I am. You're not, you know. And 
women like guys that that's why the whole dad bod situation is taken off that's why that's taken off lately is because women like guys they can relate to guys that want to eat pizza not just guys that, that want to like, go out to drink that quote beer. that I've, i told you guys before that was in the article is like the with the dad bod because it's not just a belly it's always it's also a mentality you look, right? no no you like your body is like you are strong just you don't have like an apac you have a kind of a belly it's like what the bat what the dad bod shows me is that you go to the gym you are physically strong you could probably protect me and help me out with things but it's not hard to convince you to get a pizza yeah yeah and that's, that's fun, good. and like, and like, like a lot of girls I've been with are like, I like that you don't have a fucking six pack and stuff like that. Which, I like that you're fucking hairy. And all we that might kind of be thing. biased because we all have dad bods. Like, <laughs> we might be <laughs> biased, but I, I'll, you, I will take a girl who eats pizza every fucking day, all day, over a girl who's just like, I'm on a diet, I'm salad and this. No fuck. I that, need bitch. to go to the gym and fucking do eight thousand crunches to maintain this eight pack. When oh, I when please. I ask you, you know, super when I ask you, what kind of pizza do you want? What kind of pizza do you want? She goes, give me the all meat. Give me like the four meat. I don't want any veggies on there. It's like that's you're my girl. What do you want? Ranch dressing? Don't give me butter as dipping sauce. No, it's fucking like, blue I am totally cheese, done. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> blue cheese and okay, wings. Sidebar. Sidebar. Just so everyone knows on the podcast, we support blue. Cheese over ranch <laughs> all day, day. every on day, everything, <laughs> fucking anything I, and any support, food, any all food. I support burnt hot wings and blue nope, cheese. Not gonna That's say my shit. Uh, that is, no, you, can go, you can go to hell. I like burnt. <laughs> I like burnt. I like burnt. I like burnt. I like burnt. Like, I'm a like, every time he orders pizza, I'll, when those wings, can you put them through the oven three times? <laughs> and then he'll get them and he'll have the oven already preheated and put them in again because he's a they sad never, fuck. They never fucking, they never burn them savage. No, it's chard is chard is not okay. The idea of burnt, it's it's a it's flavor. Chard is no, not it's, burnt. It's, it's well a done flavor. too, bro. No, I don't like I them fucking. Well done. Who likes burnt popcorn too? What the fuck's the Listen, matter with you? Listen, it's dude? a flavor. Seriously, some people are used to this certain flavor. Some people are not. <laughs> it's yeah, a yours flavor, is burnt dude. Flavored. <laughs> to you, it's burnt. Shit to me, flavored. it's delicious. No, they're not burnt <laughs> because I like them that way. <laughs> Exactly. It's fucking oh, great. I love the burnt popcorn. I love the burnt hot links. My hot links, I can't have boiled meat, homeboy. I want fucking that straight. straight. Chard. I want it chard on the grill. It's creme brulee. Fuck around. I'll burn my sugar all day long. <laughs> Anyways, uh, coming back around. The same can be said for the opposite spectrum. So you have these feminists and these feminazis, but you also have these male... The men's rights activists who yeah. go way far. Yeah. You think they That's think that they're gonna they're gonna make ridiculous. us slaves and like they they're overreacting to an overreaction. It's like that's not helping anything. You need no. to be fucking stopping such a douchebag. It's always this those mother those stupid motherfuckers with their stupid backwards hats and their <laughs> polo shirts and their cargo shorts and their upside down fucking visors. <laughs> it's like Adney said. It's it's the, it's the pendulum boys. swing swinging the opposite way at such a high velocity, like such a high motion that it's going all the way to the left or all the way to the right. It's not meeting up in the middle. Of course, when something becomes and anti-this, certain guys can't handle yeah. it. Certain guys can't handle the fact like a lot of like most guys are like, all right, it's really far. It's like it's going this way. They're they're saying crazy things, but I know it's going to calm down. I know that there are reasonable people out there. But then there's a smaller group of guys who are like, oh, these women are fucking insane, stupid bitches. All women are whores, fucking cunts, and all that. And they just go crazy and they say dumb shit on message boards all day, like <sighs> that bitch should be raped and fucking like they say stupid shit like that so all stupid. day, but, and it makes us all look bad. Yeah, yeah but it <laughs> kind of brings it back even to the drug uh, thing, even the drug, the alcohol thing. It's the extremists on one side that makes everybody else a like small bad. but vocal group. Exactly, because I, I, they're like the most vocal, and yet yeah. they're the the smallest. Because yeah. I will support. 
I will. I, I know I have plenty of religious friends, plenty of people that I love. But it's the extremists on one side or the one side of the fence or another side of the fence that makes everybody look bad. Oh, it's funny because you say that. You were, just literally had to like block someone from your Facebook because he was going off yeah. about how you hate Christians. Oh, I no, he <laughs> actually deleted me. Oh, really? Because <laughs> um, his argument didn't hold I, any I didn't, water. <laughs> I didn't, didn't want I didn't say cram my fucking water. I didn't say I hate Christians. I was just posting. No, you about didn't. Brussels. You didn't. But no. you're like you were saying. I was the posting extreme. about Brussels, and I posted a meme that also said it was a it's Brussels sprouts, and it said finally ISIS destroys something I hate. <laughs> and it was, it was basically it was your average American because they don't know where Brussels at. They just think Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> The muscles from Brussels. It kind of brings it back to the dating corner and why I am so infatuated with Rachel right now. The first time uh, that we even started fucking around, she was like, I don't think you're going to like me. And I was like, why? And she was like, because I already listened to your podcast and whatnot, and I'm just not your type. She did not think I was, she was my type. And when I first met up with her, she wasn't, body-wise. Like, I guess, like, I if I'm being honest with myself, she's not the typical girl body-wise that I go for. She's not fat. She's not skinny. She doesn't have a big butt. She doesn't have big boobs, you know. But everything else about her has made me completely head over heels for this fucking girl. Her fucking sex drive. The, how strong she is. She's fucking independent. She's raising a kid on her fucking own. There's all these Does fucking Does she scare your penis at all? No, she fucking loves dick. Because uh, sometimes, she sometimes can fucking you got, choke some, me out if sometimes you want Sometimes you, you well, need I mean, not really. You have I really your penis need a little scared. I can completely... I, I completely understand where you're coming from because the last girl that I tried talking to was a model. Like oh, she fucking, right. Yeah, she was uh, a model. She would constantly post pictures like she was in L.A. She lived in L.A. She was a model. She was extremely so beautiful, but yeah. she sucked. Anything I post on Facebook, she was like, you need to delete that. She was you a really insecure that. person. She Very, wouldn't, she, She's the kind of person that she wouldn't believe you if you said she was beautiful, and she posted so many pictures of the Molly things like she was looking for attention. It goes back to that. That was the kind of girl that we know for sure was like that who wanted the attention so fucking bad who's right now probably posting nudes yeah anyway. guaranteed and <laughs> that was or the issue and you were, as men were always like we already the hottest chick men have to know when I'm dating like they need to know like I'm getting the I'm getting the goods like I'm dating the main the reason why I haven't introduced Rachel to you guys is because I don't feel not you two but the entire group is because I know you guys are going to talk shit. Not you two, but I know the rest of them are going to because like I was saying, she is not like you were just saying your typical, you know, bottle shape fucking drop dead. Everyone like has every this fucking idea, girl yeah. Joel fucking dates is fucking drop dead fucking gorgeous, but they suck. Yeah, they they're fucking all horrible people. Suck. Exactly. Uh, horrible people, Ashlyn. No, I had to explain this to Dakota because I'm like, you're... Like she's fucking uh, to me, she's fucking beautiful. I love redheads. I'm looking at but her I'm right like, now. She's, she's everything. everything so is Rachel. Everything oh, about her. Rachel's beautiful. No, there you go. Whatever. There I got a go. puppy right now kissing <laughs> but, me. But I mean, the, I looked, I I was looking for like the hottest scrolls ever. Yeah, exactly. And then this exactly. one rolls up, and she was an ugly duckling, and she like she got she was a Pretty gymnast. Cool. Didn't have anything. She grew into herself, become became more comfortable, and she's she had just, the body of a ten year old boy for a very such, long time. She has <laughs> that such a, She has such a cool mentality, and like I don't care what you say on your podcast. I don't care what you post that's on your Facebook because that doesn't bother me. I don't. You could do whatever you want as long as you're happy. I'm happy, Aww. kind of thing. And that to me is so cool because I don't have to hear flack. I don't get flack for anything I say. When I was telling bitches, oh, that we need to get a pussy so I can do a tutorial, she didn't bat a fucking eyelash. Not because at all. it was going to be doesn't her pussy. Care. That's because yeah. <laughs> she's getting double teamed by Helen, dude. <laughs> 
whenever she's not here. Exactly. In Texas, she didn't go visit her parents. Her parents lived in fucking Omaha. Or whatever. She was a Really? Because your parents live in Omaha. But that's the thing. It's like, who who's to say that you have to get like the hottest of the hot? All these, most, most of those fucking superficial women... They are the hottest just, of the hot are the so, girls that we're talking about so, right now. Such girls low self-esteem, everything Majority. like that. Yeah, and like my chick is fucking beautiful, and yet she wasn't beautiful prior, so she had to build a personality. <laughs> and that to me is so awesome because <laughs> it's like, you're cool, you're funny. Her dad, she was raised on the same movies I was because of her dad. Yeah. So it's like Blazing Saddles, all those. And so I can relate with her. She was no, quoting Brooks. Quentin Tarantino. Brooks. She was quoting Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, you talk about all the time. The point is like both men and women, when they become really attractive early on in their life and they live their whole life being a very attractive person – they just did never really develop a personality. They end up really either really boring. They're not funny. They're not interesting. They have no hobbies or interests or passions or nothing. They're like because they're good looking. You owe like, them something. And they really, general people and that's people love to give to beautiful true. people. Like, people love to give to beautiful people. That's just how it is. Like you want to like oh put elevate this person because how attractive they are. It's just a natural human reaction. And so it's not their fault. It's just like it's just, like, it's just that that's how it happens. You're beautiful, but Dis- you got anything else for me? Look at Disney. Thing. Look at Disney. They represent that in young women from the time of birth. You see all these movies. Snow White. Uh, fucking what's Snow it? White Beauty. has no faculty. Snow White, the only power she has, the only th- the only time she's useful is when she's asleep looking pretty. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout the whole story, every- she's about to die multiple times. But it's like, oh, no, wait. She's nice to look at. So yeah. Let's keep her around. <laughs> she's <laughs> a dead body. Let's put her in a glass Which case and not even bury her. Cinderella, the opposite of Cinderella. I feel like she was working. You know, she was great. Cinderella had to put But work she had no value until she got dolled up and went to a ball. Hmm. And it also shows But she had that- other skills. That's what I was saying. At least you know. Yeah, but even then, she she showed fucking... no. She didn't win anything by showing any skills. That's true. Her only skill was cleaning. Was do you see that? that? Like cleaning her skill, and yeah. cooking. Bitch, you're all right. you can right. do is either clean or look pretty. That's the only way you're gonna have value in this world. That's what Cinderella teaches. Moral of the story: Walt was a chauvinistic prick. No, 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 no. This goes back to real moral of the story: is Mulan is the only good Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> Because the bitch saves the day, saves the dude's life, just like Wonder Woman. But Frozen, <laughs> Frozen, foreshadow, but Frozen, same thing. All day. Frozen, same thing. But these are not Frozen just Disney. Frozen can suck it. Disney, Disney took these. These are all like stories, like the Brothers the brothers Grimm, you get uh, Mermaid, uh, what's it called, fucking Mermaid, what is, what is it? Little Mermaid? The little, little Mermaid. mermaid. But all these <laughs> the Mermaid these... one? What's the Mermaid one called? <laughs> What's the one with the, the, the little one? The little one. What's that one called? <laughs> but you, get, you get all these stories. These are past stories. These aren't just like something made up by yeah, Walt Disney. Yeah, they're legends that Disney these are all put a spin on. Mostly German legends by the, the Brothers Grimm. You should check out their books. But um, no, I, I know yeah, about the that, Brothers And so the, it teaches these fucking ideas to women. Like, oh, listen, just be pretty. And if you're pretty, you're the, you're the beautiful, most beautiful girl in the village. You can get a prince and you should marry at 18. And you should be happily ever after. It, it gives you the idea like marry the first guy you fall in love with. The first guy you see. If he's as pretty as you, if you find him so attractive, marry him. That, that's such a fucked up way to live your life. It's pretty crazy. Or telling women, as long as you're beautiful... You'll have everything you could ever want. You'll get a kingdom. You'll get a prince. Kind that is true. so fucked Gold digging up. Whores. And that brings, <laughs> brings us back to when you don't have that growing up and you grow into that, you build into this. Yeah, if you life. grow up as Mulan, as just 
you're not accepted, you're not good enough, none of these guys are ever going to want you. Like how she grows up, she goes to the matchmaker, doesn't work out because she's this clumsy, awkward girl. She says, fuck it, I'm going to be my own person. She had to pose as a guy, but she turns out she's a badass, and she does badass things, and she does. she's the hero, so be Mulan. Be Mulan. That's my point. Be Mulan. Yeah. Shout, you're out, gonna to our, be a, shout out to our fucking Japanese listeners. She's, oh, she Chinese? She, no, yeah, she was Chinese. She's Chinese? She's Chinese. Whatever. <laughs> uh, just lost 10 listeners, oh Adney. Oh my gosh, that's fucking funny. <clears throat> All right, anyway. Adney, why'd you say shout out to Japanese listeners, Adney? We sound the same, right? <laughs> Speaking of amazing Asian women, um, Mercy, Lex Luthor's henchwoman, is played by an Asian actor who was really hot in the movie. Oh, yeah, she was. What movie are you talking about? Oh, which movie am I talking about? getting into it Batman v Superman Donna Justice we saw that movie and real quick uh, when we did when we watched Deadpool we gave you a non-spoiler review we just talked about cool like we just basically said the movie was cool we are gonna give you some spoilers now but I'm gonna give you a quick uh, non-spoiler review just say a couple of things about the movie when that's over we're gonna dive in fucking head on to this movie so right now non-spoilers you wanna know the truth this movie has a lot of problems, but there's a f- some good things in it that make it worth the price of admission. I liked it. As a fan of comic book movies, it's your fucking duty to go watch it, so go see it. So, uh, for that's his perspective as a fan of comic book movies. Mine is coming from just a fan of uh, it's action movies, and I would also recommend you to go see it, even though he's right. There are it does major drag fucking on. flaws. There are stupid things that fucking yes. happen that I'm sitting here yep. as we're watching the movie, and I'm like, Adney, what the fuck is this? And he's like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Um, but, but overall, it actually was very entertaining, and I did enjoy my experience, so I would recommend it. I mean, if you're not a comic book person like Adney you're, and whatnot, you're, There's going to be some things you don't get. There's going to be things, a lot of things. Not I fucking get. Problems, like, I am around Adney all the time, so I get the feedback with comics and whatnot. Comic books, comic book characters, but... I missed some shit. Let's and I was like, say, what the fuck is this? And he was like, oh, it's this, this, and this. And I was like, I'm an idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, and, that's what, and that's so it's not fully accessible to everyone. There's things, like, I feel like... Um, Whereas the reason, was. The reason, why, the reason why these critics are giving it this, or, this certain low score and fans are giving it a high score is because the fans voting are comic book nerds who just said, I'm just really happy that I got to see something I've waited my whole life to see on the big screen. There's things in this movie that we've been dreaming about seeing forever. We we found just the fact that we got to see it is like, well, I'm going to love this movie for the rest of my life. Okay, so that's basically our non-spoiler review. Okay, so if you don't want spoilers. We suggest it. It's not a, it's not a perfect movie. Maybe not even – not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. It's it was movie, it was yeah. definitely a fun movie, so I definitely suggest it. All right. Now I want to say – hold on. I want to say Zack Snyder hit us up if you want a real movie to be, uh, <laughs> to be made because Adney's explanation – of Batman versus Superman, his I was just copying Frank Miller. Shut the fuck up, Adney. Okay, listen, you're the best. Okay, I do you're have a good, I do have a good idea for a Superman no, movie. But, but no, listen. remember my idea for that Superman movie? That was pretty good. Yeah, but I'm saying <laughs> your explanation of your worst adaptation in my eyes was so beautiful. I had re I re listened to it like three times because it is so amazing the the way that you showed Batman and Superman and they're like. They're the going to the justice, the, the relationship, the Justice League being made first, okay? Them gaining such good friendship. It gives more. Like in this movie, I'm like, what? what what's like. Hold on. I, no. Okay, I won't say. Okay, so we listen. Gotta, we got to get to the non spoiler thing. Say that, no, okay, non spoiler. Your explanation of Batman versus Superman, the comic book, 
and the way that they should have adapted it was fucking beautiful. I loved it. It was so interesting. And when people were asking me about the movie before I saw it, I just quoted you all day long. I'm like, yeah, they were friends prior. And uh, they, they like, how else does Batman not, uh, or, you know, Batman is the greatest detective in the world, okay? You, you Batman has to know Superman before he can pull out the fucking, uh, you know, uh, kryptonite yeah, there's and a, all there's this like stuff. The only way that Batman can beat him is by knowing him. But, okay, so. I gave that whole spiel prior. Do you suggest the movie or not? I would, I would kind of suggest it because huh. of because of Ben Affleck. I will say because of Ben Affleck, you should see it in theaters. Okay, uh, so just oh, because of Ben. Goes off. Uh, well, no, and Wonder Woman. Sorry, Gal, what I is just, it? Gal, what is her name? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I just want to say, if it was Scorsese who directed it and not Snyder, well, uh, it would have been a hundred times better. I don't now know if you can work. go. <laughs> I don't know if that would work because of his style. I wouldn't nah, work. Shut up. Because... Anyways, we're now everyone. We're gonna do spoilers. We're gonna go in depth on this film. So like, if you don't want view. if you don't want spoilers of us fucking discussing every little part of this movie, either you need to turn off the podcast now or fast forward to where there's only like five minutes left. <laughs> you want to hear his bullshit and you want to hear the book suggestion and all that because this 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 Chuck is gonna be just crazy. All right, three, two, one, fuck off. <laughs> That's what Kevin Smith does. He does three, two, one whenever he does spoilers. Okay, so um, let's get into it, man. Um. Like I said, dude, I do have a lot of problems. I want to start with the things that we thought were bad about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, okay, it opens up with the sequence that we've all seen about three hundred thousand. Fucking hated it. <laughs> it's the and death. Of, it's enjoyed it. Death of Batman's parents. The reason why I dug it was because it was a way. It's one they didn't show yet. Something it was. It was, it was new. Way it of was showing the same story. It was um, Thomas Wayne, of course. You know, like. Scared, blocking his family, and then swinging at the mugger. Like so, it's showing you know Thomas didn't die being scared. He died trying to save his family. He died basically a hero. So that's like that affects Bruce. Of Bruce saying like, "Oh, my lasting moment of my father is him trying to save me and my mom." That can have a profound effect. Completely changes the way a person that Bruce can turn out. And I, and then of course like just the sequence of like uh, Martha's pearls getting caught on the uh, a hammer of the gun. I'm not gonna lie, that shot was beautiful. Because we dude. always they had like yeah. the gun right underneath the necklace, and you can tell it's pointing up at her fucking jaw, and just, boom, it shoots, and the back of the fucking gun retracts, it breaks the fucking pearls. That was a beautiful shot. Yeah, and like we've seen like pearls, like so many they've shown it so many times the pearls just breaking inexplicably or for some like not as artistic of a reason and we got so to cool, see a pretty dude. cool I was like I, I was like dude I kind of dug it yeah and I understand why you like it because scene. you're so into the Batman and all that good stuff and it's a different approach to the, the storyline of the Bat that you love so much so I can see why you loved it the reason why I fucking hated it was because You've seen As it a casual t- audience <laughs> member, you don't need to see that. That's not adding to the story at all. That's not adding to the depth of I this agree. character for me because we already know all of this. If he could, but he, I, I mean, I have to agree with you as well. He did do it in a interesting way that the others didn't. So I agree with you on that. But I also don't think that it was necessary, and I think that he yeah. could have came up with something way better for the first opening fucking scene. Like, and th- another thing about the beginning, <laughs> real quick, is what I really didn't like. Remember, I was like, "What the fuck?" When the bats somehow raise him and oh, levitate yeah. him up—that's why I was a dream, right? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking he, and Ben Affleck does the voiceover, and that what that trains you as a viewer is to be like, "Look, we're gonna blur some lines right now. We're gonna go in and out of a dream sequence." And to quote uh, Seven Psychopaths, 
Dream sequences are for facts. <laughs> <laughs> Dream sequences are for nah. when you didn't Not, write it well enough. Yeah, just like a lot of narration is like that too. Of we didn't, per, uh, like we couldn't show you what you should see, so we have to tell you and hold your hand through it, which is a direct hit on the director. That's, yeah, and that's another thing about Zack Snyder is this motherfucker loves dream sequences, and he, he's known for not having great. So if story. you don't know Zack Snyder, he did Three Hundred. What else did he do? Watchmen. Watchmen. Um, yeah, he did Man of Steel, Man of, of course, course, which led to this. Yeah. Oh my god! And the Man most of Steel is so booty. The it most sucks. egregious. Sucker Punch, oh. which is in that entire movie is a dream sequence within a dream sequence. You have like those movie. crazy accents, action sequences, which are basically just the imagination of the main character while she's in a brothel hoeing herself out. But that is actually all in her imagination because she's actually in a psych ward being raped by the orderlies. Yeah. So, so what the fuck, Zack Snyder, you dude. weirdo? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, dude. The Emily the Browning. Girl, oh, my God. Emily Browning from Series of Unfortunate Events. She That's a weird her. reference to when she was 12. Yeah. Don't do what? that. What? Don't do that, dude. <laughs> hey, Chris, I look 12, okay? Oh my God. <laughs> if I look 12, then it's fine if I reference 12 years. But in Sucker Punch, she looked amazing. She looks so, amazing. I fucking hated that movie, by the Me way. Me too. The movie right. I, it was a horrible movie. But that's what they do. And this movie has a lot of dream sequences in it and there's and there's one where I was so fucking confused that I'm talking to Kenny oh wait sorry go ahead sorry keep going I'm sorry no like you can bring bring that up say that no say that okay so one of the dream sequences is Ben as the bat but he's not even the bat he's just playing Bruce Wayne and he's in his bat chambers or whatever and he's like uh, doing research and whatnot and then he has a vision. What I couldn't tell if it was like if a he dream was or a vision. A dream or a vision. So if he was awake or if he was like asleep on the desk. And the vision is of the Flash coming out and telling him that there's this stone of kryptonite or some shit that there's something. What he was that saying he was he needs to do. He was warning him and saying, "You were right, Bruce. You were right about him. Right it's about Lois. Superman. It's Lois. You were right." And then it's and a- okay, I didn't even know that that was the fucking Flash. Until Adney told me. Yep. So this scene to a regular fucking viewer, someone who doesn't follow the Flash, someone who isn't into the comic book scene, comes out of left fucking field. We're sitting there, you're looking at Bruce Wayne doing his research he thing, out, and right? then or boom! Yeah. I don't know. Does well, he pass working. out? That's I didn't why get we're that either. I w- I'm right there with you. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, you don't was see him passing dream? out. All you do is see it, and you then he wakes it. up. And then he, yeah, and then he's so like, you don't. So yeah, you don't know if it's a dream sequence or if it's a vision or anything like that. Or if it's, and that was it just the first vision. Wasn't there another one? There was another one within that same sequence well, there was on. another yeah. one or if wonder woman gave him because he got that disc right from wonder woman like was that the whole thing that was no like he saw that was a different part that's oh, a different though. part we're talking oh, yeah. that was no, no I this... remember, like, he's doing his research and then the dream thing starts happening the guy's like in the camera like pov your point of view but what was good they Bruce, didn't they don't Bruce's really show you the red suit they don't show they you do, even the weird. fucking symbol of the flash to let you know that this is the flash it was they did show it was just really like bad like he was wearing metal armor it was metal armor which is really dumb for the flash because the flash's whole thing <laughs> is speed <laughs> and you don't need him a weighing you down oh and two you need flexibility like even batman isn't wearing metal armor he's running like a Kevlar material so he can manipulate his movement and be stealthy the Flash definitely needs that because he moves fast that's his whole thing yeah. and you're gonna fuck that up with armor that doesn't make any goddamn I, I, I sense I didn't get that either and I didn't get the like him waking up like whoa what's going on what happened man? yeah like what you weren't even asleep I was just looking at you do research what's, bro what's, what's, what's the, what's the, what's the, the play, uh, Superman 
Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. I fed him in the restaurant, and next time he comes in, I'm like, kiss me, bro, because you got to kiss Amy Adams. <laughs> kiss me, bro. Don't be gay about this, I'm dude. I'm glad you brought Don't that up. Don't be gay about this, dude. That was the most boring part of the movie, was all the scenes with fucking Clark and I wrote Lois. that down. I'm like, why is the Batman... It was insufferable. I literally wrote this down. I said, why the fuck is Batman's story so much more interesting? <laughs> was, I mean, he's a better character. I put that down. I and, but it's because of Zack Snyder. It's because of Zack Snyder that the reason why Superman is this little bitch because Zack Snyder directed the fucking first one with No, I would say this. My problem with his Superman is that he's trying too hard to make him cool because he knows that Batman is just cool. Everyone knows Batman is cool. He's the Iron so Man he's like, DC Comics. He's like, I want him to be cool like Batman, so I'm going to make him dark and make him more like that loose cannon, but that's not what makes Superman endearing, and if you have two loose cannons, well then, you don't have a buddy cop movie now, dude. You have fucking bad cop, bad cop. That doesn't yeah. work. Jeez, you need Superman fucking, You need Superman to be the lighthearted guy, to be the fucking, oh yeah, joking around, and be like, oh, Bruce, and like, that kind of thing where like, he's so like he's because because he's supposed to be like you even say in the stupid first movie he's a symbol of hope. The sign on your chest is that's nasty. S, S doesn't but, start with hope doesn't start with an S. You fucking retard. <laughs> but like he said, like like he's supposed to be the symbol of hope, and then he's so dark and brooding and mean all the time, and he only seems to care about Lois. He just lets people like in the one of the opening sequences. Lois is a shitty journalist. Can we agree on that? If it was. <laughs> If that was Shane Smith or anyone else from Vice who went over to the fucking desert, fucking uh, little Jimmy Olsen wouldn't have got killed. I'm pretty nope. sure it's Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, they wanted to. She would have got. It wouldn't way. have been a big deal. But yeah. she's so like, oh, what's going on? I'm a babe in the woods. I need my boyfriend to come help me. You know who she is? She's that drunk idiot girl at every bar who starts fights so her boyfriend can beat somebody up. And it gets her boyfriend jumped or fucking murdered, possibly. Uh, She's that dumb broad. I want to say shout out to our sponsor, Vice. Uh, Vice Magazine. <laughs> um, Smith. Definitely That's gotta give a shout out to Vice. But yeah, I had the same... Fu- I, this, I thought that same fucking problem. The whole time I was watching Ben Affleck, I was way more interested in his storyline. Ben, I'm can like, we just... Hold dude, on. Did Ben Affleck not... Knock it out just, of the fucking park? Did he just completely <laughs> rape that role? Like, I gotta say, I think that he fucking played it better than we're, Bale, better than Keith. We're not even on good parts yet. Like, we're, we're still talking Christ. shit. What, what we're not getting to the good parts okay. yet. What bothered me the most about Superman, out of the whole story, what bothered me the most, he was cooking eggs without a shirt off. <laughs> I was so bothered, but I'm like, you know you've got grease popped on your uh, popped on your skin, homeboy. It just reflects off. It's fucking He's Superman. The man of I don't give a steel. fuck. Okay? <laughs> man of steel. Bullets don't hurt him, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Greasing grease shit. is not nothing. <laughs> okay, okay, whatever, whatever. But he's giving false hope to men who are normal. <laughs> if you really he's want, if you're looking up to Superman as I could be like that, most, then most guys are gonna looking be like, at the wrong character. Yeah, you're gonna Deadpool. Listen, most guys are gonna go home. They're watching the movie and be like, I'm gonna go home. Make make eggs for my girl without my shirt on, and they're gonna be like, ah! Ah! <laughs> I want to be sexy ah! like Cavill. Oh my god, bro- Chris! I think you got chicken popped on you, didn't you not? Chris, <laughs> oh, a, I did. Chris has a huge scar. He was cooking chicken without his shirt off, and when you no, 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 shirt on, that's false. That's false. I had a shirt on. That's false. What Didn't happened help. is, this is my first time cooking fried chicken. I've never done it fucking before, and I plopped the chicken in there. <laughs> oh, and I'm not supposed to. Moron. I'm just supposed to set it no, on. No, I, I showed him. I was like, listen, Chris, when you lay it down, you have to hold it by the yeah, tail. You can't. You, you cannonball it, right? Yeah. Lay, that's exactly. I just like toss. You it. lay it oh. away from you. You lay the ass down first, and then you, when you drop it, it flips away right, from you. Which and you the didn't tell me until 
after this I has had the nothing scar. to do I mean, with the movie. Good. I saw your stomach. Absolutely okay, nothing. Listen, no, I'm saying, no, we're talking about eggs. That's why I don't like the movie is because <laughs> Superman has a shirt off. you fried chicken? <laughs> <laughs> because Superman okay, so, has his shirt off. He's cooking eggs. So that's, that's my problem. So I have a problem. I think Lois Lane. Talk. I ended up perfectly well. Okay, the movie sucked because he was cooking eggs with his shirt. So Lois Lane is a horrible journalist, a horrible character. All she is is the damsel in distress over and over again. Superman drops everything to save her. Every that's all he cares time. about. Dude, you're a shitty Superman, dude. Yeah, seriously. You're a shitty, 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 shitty Superman. You're supposed <laughs> to be in the, the climax of the movie. He's like in the fucking shit. Like he, he was he, hiding out after the bomb went off, and then as soon as Lois gets pushed off a building, oh no, I'm Superman again. Oh, Superman, let me go save Lois. Which brings me to another thing, Lex Luthor, dude. I hated him. I hated this character. I'm what? sorry. Wait, okay. Did I you hate the character or did you hate Jesse playing Lex? I that's hated what I because he wasn't Lex Luthor. No, he wasn't. I hated. He was playing. <laughs> he was the Joker. That's what I was playing. Lex Luthor. It pissed me off. Even the ending when he's like, but that's but yeah. That's the big thing. That. I was what? like, dude, fuck you. You're not the Joker, homeboy. You are 12 <laughs> years old. You're trying to act with 30 year olds, my nigga. You are not. My problem is the that fucking Joker. I, what I think. What I think happened is Zack Snyder knew doesn't really know about Lex Luthor. Like, he doesn't care le- about Lex Luthor. But he knows how popular the Joker is as a character. He knows what the Joker brings and how fun it would be to have Joker in this movie. But he already, like, I guess he couldn't for whatever reason in the back scene. So he's like, well, Jesse, you can't... Re- I-, I want Joker. We can't have him. So can you channel him as hard as you fucking can? And, like, everyone keeps comparing him to, like, Jim Carrey's Riddler from Batman Forever. Oh. And it's like, yeah, he looks like him and he is, like, really weird, but it, you can tell he's trying to be the Joker yeah, he's not as hard as he can because Lex, Lex Luthor, like, when I first... I remember seeing this. I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but what I thought was... I think I know what's going on. He's playing Lex Luthor as the regular Lex Luthor, but he wants to catch people off guard by pretending to be this weird and manic crazy weird guy so people don't really see him coming and while he can manipulate from behind the scenes underestimate none of that happened it's good to be no he really was crazy he really was manic he really was weird he didn't make any fucking sense as, as like that doesn't make sense like there was he like there's so many things that were joker about him uh the most egregious one being the fact that he he killing joked martha kent okay for those of you who don't know about the killing joke it's the definitive uh joker story and in that story he goes up to Barbara Gordon. He, Barbara Gordon. I mean, he doesn't know that she's Batgirl. All he knows is this is the daughter of the police commissioner. He knocks on the door. She opens it, shoots her, and like fucks up her spine. She ends up being paralyzed. But then he takes these really insane pictures of her with a Polaroid, and that's what the iconic cover is him holding a fucking camera. And it's like rape is very heavily implied. Doesn't in, say it. Doesn't show it. Yeah, joke. it's very implied that he just raped Barbara Gordon, and then he forces um, Commissioner Gordon. He like fucking like locks it. He he fucking strips him naked, locks him to like this little roller coaster ride at a carnival he bought, and makes him look at these pictures and laughs at him and like just taunts him and all this stuff. That's what the Joker did. In the Killing Joke, and they have fucking Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor do the basically the same thing to Superman, but with Martha Kent, his oh, mom, shit, with those yeah. pictures and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh yeah, <laughs> and he's like laughing and shit. And, and then, it's like, and then Superman is all weak and like like oh I can't handle this. Oh my and god, like, he's dude, losing it. You can like, fucking murder him right now. Like you could you can fuck him up. Just fucking they try to cover that up by him saying, if you kill me, she's I, dead. I noticed, <laughs> that. I noticed that. Shut up. And I hate that because <laughs> I don't like the fact that you need to. 
I'm not even sure if it's Jesse Eisenberg. Like, I'm going to channel the Joker or if it's Zack Snyder. I think Zack Snyder directed it. I think it was Zack Snyder. I definitely I actually, I didn't. The guys who wrote it wrote it a certain enjoy, way. I didn't enjoy the Lex Luthor character because of what you're saying. And I could tell that that wasn't who he was supposed to be playing. But I did enjoy watching Jesse. Rather, he might not have been playing the character he was supposed to or anything like that, but I thought that he did an entertaining job for at least me. He didn't make it believable at like, times as a character, but he I thought he played it well at times. Because right. he was forced to play it that certain exactly. way. Exactly. So and that it, shows me that he can take direction. There you go. An actor that can take direction is a good actor. And you are head. that you are our guy for when we look at it in a different perspective. Right. You are the guy that looks at it as a background perspective our perspective. You know what goes on behind the scenes. So if Jesse Eisenberg is being told you need to play it in a Joker esque way, he did as best as he could. Yeah. Right. I think, think he's portraying what the director wants. So you gotta give it to him. You have to give it to him. But that's I'm not, not I'm, I'm saying, I, I do that's I think at times, at, I'm not just I'm, I'm not just like upset. Like, he wasn't the comic book version that I'm used to. I'm not saying that. I am saying like that's a little annoying. But he was so over the top at times, and it just didn't it didn't Which fit into see, the movie. The overall storyline is like you're supposed to be this this calm, cool, collected genius who outsmarts Superman and who rubs in his face. I'm smarter than you. I'm a regular guy, but I'm smarter than you. I'm gonna outdo you that way. And at times, it was really interesting what he was doing, being that crazy Kai, it was like, oh, wow, he's doing, this is really interesting what he's doing. I like what he's doing. But then other times, he was just so over the top that you were like, this is taking me out of the movie. It's too much. It's it's all Snyder because then you can flip the script and look at Amy Adams and I bet she was just like, oh, you know, you know, play the fucking damsel in distress. Be you know, a block of wood. Be a block camera. of wood. Can you yeah. do that? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Whereas he didn't give, like, she wasn't like, hmm, I wonder if I should take a different approach to this. She was like, fuck it. If that's what he wants, we're in a fucking major movie. It's Batman vs. Superman. We're going to make millions of dollars. Doesn't matter what I do. Exactly. What, what pissed me off, too, is I didn't get to see the bat in the bat suit as much as I wanted to. The first, like, I thought there the should first, have been way more fights. Yeah, scenes. me too. The first 45 minutes of the movie, I'm like, Where's the bat suit at? What's what's going on? Like, like I didn't mind. Like, I didn't explain this on plenty of. I, mean, I think all the podcasts. <laughs> every podcast that, that Bruce Wayne is not Bruce Wayne. That's his persona. That's his alias. Okay, Batman is who he is. And in that's head, what Ben Affleck fucking head, did. That Christian Bale didn't. In his do. head, he is Batman. That's just who he. That that's the guy that he is. Bruce Wayne, that's his persona. Yeah, that Bruce Wayne is, is his, the mask. Yeah, Bruce Wayne Bruce is the person Wayne is, he has to dress up to be. I find in his natural state, he's the Batman. And I think fucking and I think Bruce, uh, uh, fucking Ben Affleck Boy? did such a good job at being the psychotic guy that Batman Ooh. really is. But we're not. We gotta get into. Oh, we gotta okay. get into that second line. We gotta finish right. the shit we don't like. Okay, yeah, sorry, because I'm gonna dive in. But <laughs> I will say with Jesse Eisenberg. In the beginning, he seemed okay at that party when he was like, uh, I'm messing around. Like, continue to have your drinks. And he, that was him being weird. That was the party scene. Like when scene. he gave the speech that and he kind of broke scene. down. That, that was, was interesting. The, that, okay, that was the party scene in The Dark Knight when he was like, when he would like try to he like try to like play down last and then get last and he's like I'm I'm different like just continue to have your fun it's it was so weird to me like it that's my perspective that's my personal perspective the way that he said that the way that he was like uh, when, the way he approached uh, uh, Clark and Bruce I it irritated me well, yeah, it irritated I'm, me in the in the trailer and I still didn't like it in the movie of him oh I look bringing people together I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna like, say this okay <laughs> okay. 
uh, Superman, okay? He's been on the planet. When you first get a glimpse of Superman, which says from the beginning. He's 33, the same age as Jesus. Okay, no. You <laughs> you, you get the first glimpse of Heavy handed imagery. You get the first glimpse of Superman, okay? And then it says 18 months later, and then that's when they all start. That's when the movie starts, basically. Right. Now, yeah. Batman, greatest detective in the world, with all our videotapes, everything like that. How does he not know that Clark Kent, or that Clark Kent is Superman? He does figure it out when he starts actually detecting, but that's, I did, like, they showed Bruce doing some detective work. I yeah, was like, of course. I was like, of finally, the, flying I'm in like, the hold air. on, let me finish. I'm sorry. He is, they do show it some, they're like, all right, all right, we'll start, we're, finally, we're finally getting the detective side of Batman. That's who he is, the great, world's greatest detective. But what made me mad is that it seems like Lex Luthor is the greatest detective in this universe. He figured everything out. They only find out about the other uh, metahumans because they hack his computer. Lex Luthor is the one who figured out everyone's identity. Exactly. He found out the Aquaman. He found out uh, Flash. He found out Cyborg. He found out that fucking um, Diana Prince was actually fucking Wonder Woman. He figured that out. He figured out. He knew that Batman was Bruce Wayne. He knew that Superman was Clark Kent and he pinned them together. This was his whole plan. The whole yeah, movie exactly. is based off him planning. It's like, are you telling me Lex Luthor is the world's greatest detective and he orchestrated this whole thing. He's pulling all the strings like Emperor, like Emperor Palpatine in the Star Wars trilogy. No, this motherfucker is, the, the plan was just so flimsy and ridiculous and there were so many holes in it. It was dumb. That annoyed me. It's like, he shouldn't be able to know everyone's identity. He controls they the marionette puppets. He controls the marionette puppets. That's why he was like, listen, I have these pictures, okay? I want you to defeat the bat. I I want you to bring me back the bat's head. How the fuck is this young guy in control when Bruce Wayne, at his age, I don't give a fuck what people say about oh age or wisdom comes from experience. I I always quote that, but he's been fighting like, crime for twenty years. They say it plenty of times. Louis C.K. always says, "Listen, this guy's been here a lot longer than you. He knows way more than you. If you're forty years old, and you're he's way more old, interesting. Guess what? <laughs> I know way more than fucking you because you 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 just see more." And there's no fucking way that Bruce Wayne, the greatest detective, that is his character, greatest detective in the world. It's a reason that he could bring down any member of the Justice League, which Adney explained before. Any member, he just has a backup plan. He has a backup plan for that backup plan. Yeah, because he really he's so good at research. No, it, it pisses me off that 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 character, at least from Zack Snyder's perspective, is confused at on occasion. She was and he's a puppet. He's revealed. used as a puppet, and he's played, and, and he doesn't he figure it out. Exactly. Batman can never be played. He's psychotic. Chris, that's well, what we were saying. talking about Jesse. What I was going to say is the first problem is that role was cast wrong. There's no way you I use agree. Jesse Eisenberg to play Lex Luthor. First of all, Lex Luthor's too fucking young, bald, I think. I and he's like 40. Young, man. At least that's the impression that I have. Yeah. He's an older man. He is not fucking 26 with the fucking locks. And yeah, he's not as Joker-esque either. But we've nailed Jesse. Let's move on. I want to talk about the scene where... I already brought it up. It's like in the climax of the film and Superman finally like can fight or whatever and he's in the air and like the fight's happening to the left and then he senses that uh, Lois Lane's about to die and he, he goes and he it. saves Lois Lane or whatever. It's yeah. like a vision. So he hears, no, he hears her. He hears her. He hears her. He what so I want to know is you didn't hear your fucking mother when she's fucking screaming, getting fucking tortured? So where is your fucking priorities at? Really? And that's the other thing is like they established that Good Gotham point. that Good Gotham point, is just across the bay, which I don't like because it's supposed to be Metropolis is more Chicago, like chi- right? in Chicago right. and like uh, Gotham is in like Jersey. It's a New York City analog, but it's more in like Jersey. So they're very, very far apart yeah. across the bay. That's like that seems silly to me. Like at the beginning of the movie, they show Bruce getting to Metropolis super late after all this destruction has already happened. Yeah. He gets there late on a helicopter. No, 
real fucking Batman, like as soon as aliens announced themselves, he probably would have already been where the world engine is. Getting his people out. Getting his people out of his building, not letting them continue to work. going down with all those people. Exactly. If it's across the bay, if it's across the bay, Bruce is already on fucking top of it. But the fact that I hate that they had to feed that into each other because, yes, the Superman story is Chicago. It's not New York. And uh, New York, like like Adney said, it's New Jersey. But they Gotham is supposed to be this New York esque town because of like the high rises and the apartments and the the crime, the criminalization of it. That is New York. Like these are the point is that they're supposed cities. to be they're supposed to be really really far apart, not connect. Those seem like the same city. Like they're just across the bay. That would be the exact same city. Yeah. It wouldn't be two different cities. Like New York City has a bay where you can go from, and you, you go across it. You're still in fucking New York. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Where are we at now? You're still in New York, you dumbass. That put, and like that, and fucking stupid, get a pizza. Because it's connected to Man of Steel. Like, it puts so much fucking holes in it. Because all that Man of Steel, like the aliens came and it was days and days later before the final fight happened. How, where was, what was Batman doing through those days? Just sitting on his couch jerking off until it was too late and the fight started. Then he showed up in fucking Metropolis to help his friends and help his people out. Which his fucking guy is like saying, like talking like he's talking to a priest. Which right there, I, I forgot to bring that up earlier. But there's way too much religious fucking bullshit in this movie. It was so annoying. It was so heavy handed in Man of Steel. And they do it even harder. Oh, so the whole God, 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 God. It's like, are you, dude, this it's guy, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder has no idea what subtlety is is he doesn't have fucking occur him he's like no no man the viewers are fucking idiots you gotta hold their hand he gives the viewers no fucking credit for anything that's my biggest fucking problem you know what makes me very happy is i assumed i was going to come into this conversation with adney completely supporting the movie like saying everything was great everything was right (laughs) fuck you fuck this and i i came in it like when i when i wrote down notes i'm like damn i see this wrong i see that wrong I was like afraid to write down notes. I was afraid to write down things that I saw wrong with the movie, because I was like assuming like Addy's a comic book guy. Of course, I'm gonna give him shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell. <laughs> Man, you tell already him. went in there watching it with the wrong perspective. I'm just what, saying. No, no, no. no. What, I mean, I'm, like, I you went in there. No, I went in there happy. I went in there like I'm excited about to see this. I even posted, I'm ready to see the bat fuck shit up because Addy told me the bat was the one in this movie. So I was excited. But when I started watching, I'm like, oh, damn, I, I don't like that they did that. I don't like that they did that. I started looking at it as a viewer's perspective, as Adney's perspective. Well, no, like with no, you were looking at it as a re-viewer's perspective, okay. not a I, viewer's I perspective. I know, okay, since Adney explained, like I said earlier, exactly. Adney explained what, or at the last podcast, the idea of the Superman-Batman fighting scene. The, what What is canon? What, what most comic book fans look at as canon um, of the friendship growing prior for him to know what the fuck kryptonite is to all this. I was looking at it through that perspective. Yeah. Like, I was trying to compare it to that, which yeah. is fine, yes, and which is bad at the same time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just a normal viewer, a somewhat of a yeah. bias. I come but in with fine. the of, it's, I come in like, with an that, arrogance. So what you had to do is that's my movie watching experience now that's every single fucking movie for me because i know <laughs> oh well really that's on a green screen or no really that's fucking this or that you know so it kind of taints it so it's best to go in like uh with no that's why i don't fucking watch trailers that and i adney fucking I hates me you. for it and i w- i refuse to watch trailers because i want to go into the movie i already know how the technical side of things work i don't want to know anything about the story because the story is what's going to either keep me there and keep me interested or i'm going to start thinking of all the technical aspects, and that's why I'm gonna like the movie yeah. or something. There's so. a there's a Daniel O'Brien and uh, there's a, a cracked what is it topic of the day or something like that. 
Is that what it is? To where Daniel Bryan... Today's topic. Today's topic. To where Daniel Bryan's talking to somebody, and at the end of the episode, he goes, do you actually enjoy movies anymore? And she goes, no, because, yeah, n- neither do I. <laughs> and it's the <laughs> idea same of, like... same cannot be said no, for me. No, I, it's, I it's, love movies. It's a joke. Oh. It's a joke, oh. but he really still loves movies. Mm. He still loves movies. But it's like you look at it yeah. through these different eyes. It's a different lens. We all look at it through different lenses now because we know so much about movies that we look at it like, okay, where are they fucking up? That's not like, why I couldn't is even imagine watching a comic bo- book movie through Adney's perspective of comics. From like, him knowing fuck. the beginning. And, uh, it's, like, I'm, so, I'm no, actually no, no, no. glad that we I don't s- have that perspective. <laughs> no, we still appreciate like Even Adney's like, dude, I like the movie. I think Ben right. Affleck did, did an amazing I job. We need to get back to the actual well, fucking wait. talking about the movie. We're talking about each other right now, and that's stupid. We're stroking. We're Anyways, not stroking. Okay, we're stroking fine. a little bit. L- light touching. Okay. We're stroking <laughs> you and you're mad about We're that. nibbling. <laughs> so, so um, being the I want to say, okay, guy. so I complained about before, my biggest complaint when we talked about the thing before was the reason they're fighting. Why would, you're super best friends. What are you fighting for? <laughs> you're uh, super best friends. Like, you're supposed to meet, and there's, they're like, there's a meet, and there's like a little, like, uneasiness. There's a little, maybe a little animosity. It's, I'm not sure about you, but that grows into, that stuff, but there's still a respect there, and that grows into a friendship, grows into a love. And in a certain story, that love gets broken apart by certain actions. This movie starts off with, like, just hate. Yeah, and animosity. Like, because Superman is super dark, and he's, like, I'm mad at the, the, this Batman urban legend for being a thing. And Bruce Wayne is just, like, they, like, I, like, I was like, I didn't like it. They made It made a little bit more sense watching it, the fact that it was his building, and you see that he's close with these people, and he goes to Gotham, he sees his building being torn down, he sees the guys responsible above, and he sees, like, the... That was one of my favorite parts of yeah, the movie the was when, no no when he's run when he sees the building collapsing and he's running into that cloud of debris while everyone else is running away for their lives he's oh, the one man oh, running towards it was it. so funny no, because yeah, that's then, a fucking hero and he got a chub okay. in the movie theater I literally <laughs> heard a fucking ooh like a giggle or it something it was not a giggle it wasn't a giggle but it was it was there were I was noises like, yeah, made do it. I was like that's how you Batman so you go. Bruce is running into the fog, right? And then he saves the girl. It's not a fog, okay. it's a debris. Whatever, Adam. It's asbestos. Shut the it's fuck up. Deb- he got <laughs> cancer, dude. No, okay. It, so, but then he looks That's up. That's a hard scene He's talking to the girl, he looks up, or I'm not sure if it's Yeah, he fire. saves the guy's, he fucking lifts Helps up a beam because he's yeah. super strong Batman, and then he saves that guy's life, and the guy recognizes him, and then he sees a little girl, and he goes and saves a little girl's life, and then he's like, where's your mom? And she's like, oh, basically that she's dead. Upstairs. And he hugs, he, and he's like, oh my god, I know... And you can see he in his eyes. He's like, I know what this feeling. I know what it's like to be this little girl to lose, your to, to lose my fucking Which, mother. Of course, they foreshadowed at the beginning of the movie. And he hugs her and he sees he's like. Wait, are we good things now? He sees what? Are we on good things now? This no, is no, 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 no. Hold no, on, I'm not, good I'm just, But then he looks to up top and he sees just Superman fighting the the evil. He sees villain. no. He sees who's responsible. Yeah. It's not oh Superman's fighting the evil guy. No, it was that's who's responsible. This is the one that caused that. And that made it a little bit more sense, but it's still so fucking flimsy of why oh. I'm going to do all these things to like, oh, if there's even a 1% chance. And like, and of course he Which has he to. say that in the movie. If there's even a 1% yeah. chance he's evil, then fucking. Then we him. have to fucking take him out. Like, it's like, you no, you would, no, you've, you're the world's greatest detective. You would detect and find out what kind of man he is and really try and figure this guy out as a person first. And the fact that he had to like break in to, uh. Like Lex's Lex thing, yeah. Lex is the one who found the kryptonite, and of course, like that story's a little bit like because of the crashing of the ships, the debris got found. It's like, oh, this rock, and then they made a little more sense of, oh, I want to study what I want to study the debris. 
Okay, I studied this. Wait, I have a question I studied this before piece. you even. What? I have a question. Why? So it's not just Superman. It's um, that whole race that yeah, the Kryptonians is affected by kryptonite, correct? No, but yeah. they they use that as their weapons Shh. to build their. Let weapons. him finish. Sorry. I'm okay. Well, I didn't fucking know that. Okay, they use they use because I was like, why the fuck would they bring it on their ship? No, if it, no, if no, it no. hurts them. It's part of their world, but it's now radioactive, doing because entering the atmosphere. And what they do is they don't know this at first in the movie. They don't know that kryptonite is even a thing. They don't have a name for it. All they know is that it's part of their ship, and it's weird. And like Lex finds a piece of it, and it's like it's green and glowing. He's like, what we can tell is that it has no weird effect on the Kryptonians. What I would love to is to study it more. If I can get access to the body of Zod, I could find this out. He gets access to the body and finds out that the Kryptonite doesn't have the name, but this glowing green rock deteriorates Kryptonian cells. Mm. And he's like, oh, this could be used as a weapon. And that's why he's after the bigger rock. So that made a little bit more sense. But it's only because it's in the Earth's atmosphere. So like on their planet, it doesn't yeah. hurt them? No, because they use it for every weapon. Okay. They use it for everything on their atmosphere. It, it is basically... In their, on their well, planet, they use it as isn't it weaponry? Like they no, use it's it, not. Like, it's not uh, a weapon. It's not weaponry that they're that that. Is it just now, a rock? It's not. Yeah, it's just it's just oh, planet. Okay. It's just planetary it was, debris oh, was, that's radioactive. That's it's not a weapon that the oh, Kryptonians okay. made. And then it's like now this. It's just that like they my show bad. in the Man of Steel like Kryptonian atmosphere will change like Superman or one of them to a regular Krypton regular person. They have no powers. They have no nothing. But when they're in our atmosphere, they are the super things. Or or it's gravity, everything like that. They it's did. the sun's rays. It's different colored sun. It's a whole fucking bullshit. Okay. But <laughs> anyways, I thought, I thought the no. Kryptonian rock was actually like they're using it norm like normal on their planet, and they come here, and it's like okay, this thing is fucking. That's a valid question. Using. If me and Stevie don't know, then I guarantee you half the people fucking listen, unless they're comic book <laughs> people don't true. know as well. So. Uh, uh, anyways, continue. But I one of those like they made, but it, like even though they tried as hard as they could to put detail and reason of why these guys are fighting, this fucking movie is two and a half hours because they were trying so hard to shoehorn in reasons for these guys to fight and to try and no, we swear it makes sense. We swear it makes sense. Like please just listen to us for two and a half hours before we get to anything. Like that's a fucking ridiculous amount of time. When I feel like they were just like jump the gun. It's like we need to hurry up and get to a certain level with these movies, and we're gonna rush ourselves instead of and slowly setting up the pieces so that it makes sense from a story perspective. It's just we need to get the smashy smash. Do you think uh-huh. that just this story alone, Batman versus Superman, could have been a trilogy? Like three movies? Yep. Because that's what I think, and I think they each could have been ninety minutes instead of two hours. It could have. And like if you show them get the relationship with Superman and Batman, and it completely changes the whole movie more so to the comic and it's staying true to the characters. Whereas you make a two and a half hour movie and you try to cram all this fucking shit in there. Even then, I still think it'd be best to do like with the Dark Knight Returns is you have decades upon decades of friendship and like all this stuff that there's so much history and like it makes more sense that they fight in that storyline. And you can tell that like. Okay, Zack Snyder took so many things from The Dark Knight Returns. There's so many nods and direct fucking takings from The Dark Knight Returns, but it's mostly like, oh, he saw all the cool shit that was cool about that story without any of the actual depth. He took the cool scenes, the cool visuals, like he does with all of his movies. It's all about the visuals and not yeah. about the, the actual meat of it, not the uh, uh, the story or anything like that. So he like ignored that part. Oh, we'll fill that part in later to sacrifice for this. And I don't think like a trilogy like one after another would have done it. I do think you need a lot more history in order for that fight to really make sense. Yeah, I guess they didn't. They wouldn't. Ha- I guess it wouldn't have to be a trilogy, but at least two movies. I feel like one movie with I, everything that you've told me just isn't enough to really get the full spectrum 
of I think you do that. I think you do Batman versus Superman years down the road after the Justice League, after you've beaten your big bads, mm. after you've after Darkseid, after all this stuff, you have to have all that stuff of them working together and then the brothership then it turning sour and then them then after all then it's like oh Batman knows this guy he knows how to beat him he knows wait is that how it originally sense. went no. yeah well that's how originally yeah. that's why and I the what we're getting set up for is the complete opposite, opposite. yeah yeah that's before why it was this fight happened after everything else it so, was all this stuff happened and now because of this history then it turns sour but this they try to reverse it oh the end because the Dark Knight Returns is the perfect last chapter to a story it's the perfect last story for the Batman so and they try to make it the first they try to make it number one yeah. and this is Chris you were in the bathroom at this moment and I explained even prior before we even got onto this subject that Adney's explanation of the Justice League how it got started why Batman and Superman are best friends and how it fell off the wayside of him working for Reagan Superman and Batman saying we could have done great together we could have we could have done something I remember you a little change the world you could have changed the world and he, and he was a stronger binding agent uh, you know uh, <laughs> yeah, the whole he, thing. Gave, he gives all that dialogue when we talk worst adaptations it was so beautiful it's like man that is the greatest ending to a build up Ever. It's the I it's the Marvel Universe system of building up all these characters, introducing you to all these characters, and then putting them them together in this yeah, movie. The fight the fight in Civil War makes more sense because of all the history that Tony and Steve have together. It makes yeah. a lot more sense because that animosity is built up and there's a reason for them to be mad and to disagree over a certain thing because of all the things that happen in other movies. That all builds up. That's how you make stories happen. And we know it's the character it's the arcs of both of those characters. It's it's fucking Steve and it is fucking Iron Man or we're not Tony trying Stark. to jerk off Marvel but, just but, so you guys know but I'm saying no, <laughs> but Adney exp- he, he suggested this he said I think DC is trying to do because they are struggling with a lot of their movies that they did they're trying so hard to catch up yeah they're, they're trying so hard to catch up that they basically they want to force their best on the population because they're like no you, I know you're like Marvel but check this out because the bat is the most interesting we've most people love Batman more than any other comic book, they will say, and it's the most well known. Okay, you Superman, yes, sort of, but the Bat is the most interesting. I will say that more than Superman, the Bat I think, is very. And also, interesting. one other thing that was like, oh, so Batman somehow knew that Lex Luthor was searching for a way to beat him, and that's how he knew to hack into Lex Luthor's thing, and that's how he knew to rob Lex Luthor. That doesn't make that was so flimsy. That wasn't really connected. It doesn't make sense that Batman would know that Lex knows how to beat Superman. And I think it would have. Like I'm not saying this would have been the way way better. It was been the movie. I think would have made a slightly more sense if maybe. Because Superman's obviously against the way Batman fights crime. In this idea, also, Superman has to be the lighthearted one, not this fucking brooding guy who's, like, all dark. No, the lighthearted Superman who's complete... This guy kills people. He doesn't give a shit about it. He kills people like crazy. And... But if you have one who's against killing and he finds out that Batman is torturing people and branding them, he goes after Batman. But what he doesn't know is that for months and months, Batman has been studying him. Endlessly. He found some kryptonite. He found he's he went to the he like fucking went to these uh, crash sites as a spy because he's also really good at disguises. They never show that in any movies, but he can sneak his way in all these places and steal shit from these government places or from the Indian Sea, like they show. He could have found this out. He could have found this rock. He could have been studying whatever he could about the Kryptonians. Figured out that kryptonite does a certain thing to him. Figured that out himself, and then when Superman finally goes after him to stop his little reign of terror. 
then we got a fight. But that would have made a little bit more sense. Fucking crutch of Lex Luthor. It's like his that Lex Luthor is Zack Snyder's crutch on him being a shoe. He's shoehorning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because Dude. and when they also give the animosity with the building blowing up, it's because like I know these people. They fucking you know. That's why I loved Adney's perspective on this is how it should have been. You should have given the buildup of and it would have made more sense of why Justice League. It would have made more sense of how yeah. how Batman knows because Batman or not, and not just that, but why friends. he showed up late. To Metropolis because they were that 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 ship was above Metropolis for a while before they started attacking it. They give a broadcast warning to the planet, give us Superman, fucking blah blah blah. Not they give us they say give us Kal El, but still, it would have made more sense why Batman showed up there so late if he was spending that time actually trying to figure out a way, like studying them, trying to learn them, and like like spy on him, do something. Like he's like looking at the ship. Maybe he fucking went aboard one of the ships or something. It would have made more sense if he was studying these aliens this whole time and figure, or maybe just trying to find out who Superman is. Maybe he, in that time, he something, found out Superman's identity. Yeah, he's Clark Kent. But they just use Luther as a fucking crutch. Well, they, they, yeah, they force in, they force in okay, the Okay, we've been bashing it a lot. Let's go. I still, do you have another? You one have more, more thing. It makes, why we just recommended this movie to Human people. blood, human blood turns a Kryptonian into Doomsday. That makes all the no sense. No sense. No sense at all. He's in a thing of water and he goes, blood of my blood. Fucking like Game of Thrones and shit. And he goes, I invoke Sumai. And he fucking turns Zod into Doomsday. But he's powerful. Like, that made no override fucking sense. the computer or whatever. And Doomsday did not look like shit. He looked like the cave troll from Lord of the Rings. That's not what... Uh, oh, wait. That was so supposed dumb. to... I, f- I figured it was just like a mutant or something. It's supposed it to be, supposed a, to be, like supposed like to be a specific character. This is the last thing I'm going to say, I swear, about the bad stuff, is that... Doomsday is the one who kills Superman. That's a huge start of the death of Superman. It's Doomsday who does kill Superman in the comics. And it's this huge emotional moment for the whole Justice League. It's a very huge, gigantic Holy event. Shit, Superman really does die in the yeah, comics? Yeah, it's a huge, huge event. And they shoehorned that into this movie. They shoved it in to the very end of this movie. Oh, by the way, oh, have him kill him. Have him. He kills Superman. He kills Superman. And it, it's and remember, remember we were in the theater and I was like, no, they didn't. He's not dead. He's not we gonna both die. Did that. We both knew. because it was so shoehorned in. It was so loud. Like you're gonna this. You're 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 busting your entire nut before anything started. You've had Batman for Superman you, you to begin with. You have one build up with one fucking movie, and Why you're gonna bust you your nut. You're gonna bu- bust your nut on the second movie. What is Civil Civil War? How many movies? It's like twelve. Okay, that's when you bust your nut, homeboy. You don't want to pre come. You don't yeah. want to fucking pre come it up. I will say this though: they did represent Adney in the movie because in the movie there was a song that goes "Night and Day." Oh, <laughs> you are the one. <laughs> <laughs> that song was in the movie. I'm like, damn! Shout out to Adney on that's, the fucking movie, dude. Fuck around. That's the last dumb thing I think they did was that they killed off Superman. They did the death of Superman, but that should have been built up to because he was even a hero. It was a premature ejaculation. In this the movie, dude. in this movie universe, How Superman's not a hero. He's a controversial figure. A lot of people do not like him. He's not the hero in the comics he's beloved and that's why i had such an impact because he's beloved by everyone not just the justice league but every human being loves superman because he's that hope and yet they and that's why his death was such a big deal and they took that away so his death meant nothing that's why it didn't affect me that's why it took me out of the movie and i was all bullshit we ought as soon as he got stabbed me and annie both like we kind of looked at each other and was just like you we both knew that he wasn't dead and of course the very fucking last scene of the movie last typical fucking seconds of the movie but okay a scene can be seconds and a scene can also be minutes it is the last scene like the last (laughs) little bit before the credit and of course the last thing we saw yeah yeah of course (laughs) okay it's just so fucking typical I do want to say this though. 
Shout out to Neil deGrasse Tyson for being on the movie. Oh, oh special and DG fucking team, <laughs> motherfucker, representing Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> fucking around the movie, like, the bat, or what is it, Superman is like, the, he's God. Like, he, he's representing. And of course, he talked the way he always talks when he's super and he ta- It was so Neil deGrasse It got me Tyson. so into it, dude. I was so excited it to was see not Neil him playing a role. I will have sex with Neil. And that's all they and, I and, will fucking go have these on a bastard child with Neil. I'm just and that's right the only good thing we have to say, so that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Okay, so I'll see you guys. Fuck uh, you. Dude, no, I feel like they uh, a bunch of shit. Like, like they said on the movie, or in the movie, there was a joke. This, is, this isn't 1938. And that was a shout-out to the to, original comic yeah, book. And that was shoehorning to me. I was, okay. But that's I on the nose. Down. No, I wrote, I wanted, there's just some things that, that I wrote down. Whenever we say okay. on the nose, um, it means yeah, that yeah, on the it's nose, hitting, it, it's telling the viewers what they need to be told because you can't show it. And without them knowing this, then they're not going to be able to connect. There's everything. nothing artistic exactly. about so it. I it's love just that. Like, I love these of it. It is it's on the shitty. Nose. It's too on the nose. It's like, dude, it we didn't need it. We already, like, we're we not know. that fucking stupid. Exactly. And he just food speeds you everything. That's what he does. He holds your hand yeah. through everything. Like a fucking Holding kindergarten. your fucking hand. But, and like you said, on the nose and holding your hand, that's the perfect thing. You're, you're, you're feeding into these people who are not coming, but it's like, Listen, like if you don't, it's almost like they think, oh, we're gonna connect with the comp with the comic book guys by representing this. But even the comic book is like, it wasn't a clever Easter egg. It wasn't a clever that. one. Yeah, it's not a clever Easter egg. We so, know that. So moral of the story Nick. is Zack Snyder is horrible at character development. <laughs> he's horrible at directing actors, and I also think he's horrible at adapt ad- adapting screenplays. I think Stevie's got a few more points he wants to make, but then we're gonna switch everything up and tell you why we liked it. Yeah, and. Which is shitty because yeah, we're gonna give you the reasons we hated it prior and then why we liked it. Because I did like it, I did enjoy the movie. It was escapism, I did enjoy it. But I will give you some things that I did not like. Uh, I hated the fact that the uh, the what is it? The guy in the newspaper. What was the newspaper company that they were? The Daily, the Daily, Daily Planet. The, oh, da- the Daily Planet. The Daily Bugle. The Daily Bugle is uh, Spider-Man. The, the, yeah. Daily, the Daily Google, Chris. Really? Okay. <laughs> no, the Daily Bugle. Yeah. Um, but I hated that he came out to look for Clark Kent and he said. Uh, Clicks his heels uh, three times and goes back to Kansas, I suppose. I feel like that was joke. a little on the nose. Just a lame I feel joke. like that was a little on the nose. Like, oh, he's from Kansas. We get that. That's fucking stupid. I wouldn't say that's on the nose. I would just say that's a corny joke. What was on the nose is when he said, no one cares about Clark Kent fighting the Batman. That was on the nose. Okay, yeah. Bad. And also, just real quick, the da- like you're a failing newspaper. You even talk about how no one reads newspapers anymore, but you can still afford to give Lois Lane the helicopter whenever she just wants it. Make, take her to the Middle East. She no, but even after that, like that's actually a good reason. It's a story, but she has a like, I, well, it's for a story. She goes, no, it's like a personal reason. He goes, okay, fine, you can have it. Like, fuck, no, you don't. Um, I also had a problem with uh, nobody heard Batman shoot the tracking bullet. Like he shot the tracking bullet and it was loud as fuck in the yeah. movie, but nobody heard it. None of those and no one saw spies, it. It was huge. None <laughs> of those spies. No, nobody fucking heard his tracking bullet at all. And I the, had a fucking problem with that. I'm like, dude, nobody heard that tracking fucking bullet? That shit was loud as fuck. On top of that, the entire roof of the fucking truck gets torn off. And of course, where Batman happens to hit, it's on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just um, because he knew that it was going to be torn yeah. the top off. Because <laughs> he's the Batman. One last thing that, that pissed me off before okay. we get into the good things is, this is my world. You are my world. Gay. Gay. I'm just going to say, <laughs> gay as fuck. That was like, not gay in a sense of men fucking man. Because I'll suck dick all day. I'll so suck some dick all day long. But I'm talking gay like, that was gay. That was a little gay. That was super gay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. For people, wait, what are you even talking about? What part is that? 
That was the Superman Louis, uh, talking to Lois. Talking, Superman talking to Lois. This is my world. You are Which, my once world. again, like we said, the worst part of the movie. He, he did the Barley <laughs> Models thing, too. He's like, you are my world. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he didn't do that. Like, wrong character, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, calm down, bro. Okay, okay, not but, bells, okay, okay, so things that we liked. First thing I noticed right away it was during the credits, actually. Because they credited Bill Finger Who's as Bill, creating the Batman. Wait. Who's Bill and why is his finger important, Eddie? <laughs> the the original creators of the Batman in Detective Comics number twenty seven was Bob Kane and Bill Finger. No way, that's so cool. That I didn't but know for seventy five years, only Bob Kane has been getting credit. Why? Because he just fucking won the fucking thing. And like, he explained that to me. He explained no in the comic books like Bill Kane was the like Bill, that was what was that what, sorry. Bob Kane and Bill Bob, Finger. Sorry, Bob Kane was the person that was looked at with the creation of Bat. Adney explained this whole thing to me. The other guy was like down below. It was like the second producer or the second creator, but he was looked at like, no, I'm the guy. He like, like it, drew him and all this stuff and he made it more like, Seth like, Rogen, more, like he Seth made it more like his, what you think of now. Seth Rogen and his partner, who he creates with most of the Evan time. something. Yeah. Oh, Seth, McFor- Seth Rogen is the one that's like, that's the face. That's the portrayal of those movies, but nobody knows his all uh, like co-creator. He has yeah, a co-creator. Yeah, anyways, just like fucking uh, what's the name in his brother, um, uh, Christopher Nolan and his brother. Yeah, like, yeah, Jonathan Jonathan Nolan. Nolan doesn't get a lot of credit. Yeah, everyone knows Christopher Nolan, so that there you go. So because uh, he's the happy. director and Jonathan's only a writer, even though writing is just so not important, guys. That's like the biggest lesson of this movie is writing is more important than you think it is. I can do a whole <laughs> fucking podcast on why writing is more important than the fucking direction of the movie. I'm sorry. Oh, I think I can uh, disagree with you there because I have the seen poorly written podcast. podcast. <laughs> Directors versus writers. <laughs> <laughs> but no wait, directors V Riders, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> but I, I do want to say that um, the best always comes from the best of both worlds. You you do get okay. gems in each uh, spectrum, I, I but the best that. comes when I love that. It is I like that. Okay, so they, so um, I did. So they finally credited Bill. Like he won a lawsuit earlier this year, I think it was, of like he's him and his family are finally gonna get credit for co-creating the Batman, and they did that. They finally showed it. Of yes. Bob Kane wasn't alone. He had Bill Finger. Also, they credited the Canadian creators of Superman, too. I forget their names. Canadian? They were Canadian? Yeah, Canadians made up Superman. That's why no one likes Superman. (laughs) Oh, my God. We just discovered it. No one likes Superman because your flag is a leaf. Bro? Bro? (laughs) He is is the idea of justice. He is the idea of this. Truth of justice in the American way. Really, Canada? The American way? No, you added the American way later on in the 70s. The American (laughs) See, because it was it was at fucking Mountie, the North American A. (laughs) Oh my God, we know why no one likes Superman. Come on, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay, so what I liked, can we? I want first off, let's talk about the good casting decisions. Okay, okay? because right now, what I think is like no one's talking about. Well, they are, but no one I really know is talking about is Jeremy Irons as Alfred. The best oh, interpretation of Alfred I've seen, dude, it was fantastic. He had that smart mouth that Alfred should have. Back. He's giving it back to Bruce. Oh, I loved it. It was amazing. It showed him. So it was something that I wasn't used to, though, I must admit, because I'm not a comic book guy like you or anything. So the impression that I got of Alfred is from the original. Michael Caine? Yeah, Michael, Michael Caine. Michael Caine in uh, the Nolanverse. Exactly. And the other old guy in, like, the Keaton movies and, the Keaton and stuff. Keaton movies, right. So, yeah, that, like, that, like, those Alfreds were more just the butler. Before you go on, I do want to say 
basically, the, I loved this Alfred way more than the other. Yeah, absolutely. Alfred is not just a butler; he's a father figure to Bruce, and he's not just that. Figure. And not just that. Like in the in but the first doing, uh, in the first in the first four movies, he was just a butler who had smart aleck uh, comments, right? But then in Nolan verse, he was what Stevie said. He's that father figure as well. And Michael Caine, also, dude, this is like the perfect casting for Alfred because he's like, <laughs> he's like the father figure and like everything. And there's so much emotion. He's perfect. Michael Caine sets the bar. He's okay? so funny. But he's amazing. The and then Jeremy help. Irons comes in. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm your teammate. There's a rapport where Batman shows incredible respect to him of we're going to work this out together. I'm not the only strategic mind here. You're helping me out and you're helping me build these gadgets. That was one of the coolest things. It shows him fixing the voice modulator, oh, which was one of the best uh, like additions to it, the voice I'll modulator. Look, I'll say this. At the end, the voice modulation of him like cutting in and cutting out, I love that. I love that oh, yeah. so much. I was so excited about that. Like, it shows like... It okay, symbolizes gadget, him stopping being in the back. My gadget is fucking up, okay? My gadget is fucking up. This is me, but the voice modulator is cutting in and out. And this and is out. why... I thought it was so beautiful that they did that. I was completely... This exact point that we're talking about is why Jeremy Irons is a better actor, I'm gonna say it, than Michael fucking Caine. Because Michael Caine <laughs> did it on the direction of Christopher Nolan, whereas Jeremy Irons listened to him and was like, yeah, whatever, dude, but I guarantee you he read all the fucking comics and he knew exactly who the so. fuck that character was whereas when you're already Michael Caine and the repertoire that Michael Caine already had he doesn't need to look into that role he already can oh okay well what do you want I'm what do you want he didn't, he didn't go out of his comfort zone really there you go I, that's I what I'm that. saying I love that you oh, we gotta, that, we gotta say this I okay. love that you said that we gotta say it because most people don't know who Jeremy Irons is oh, okay everybody thinking who's this guy you guys listen to this podcast everybody you, knows him you know him best as a little voice work he did. He was the voice of Scar from Lion King. Woo! <laughs> possibly the best villain in Disney's and re- fucking. Which possibly look no, at him best. like a villain, but he's actually not a villain because think about it, okay? Let's let's, let's break. We're this gonna down. break down <laughs> Disney movies another time. <laughs> dude, we do this is not the podcast. For that. This is the podcast where we this suck his dick that, no. for being the best Alfred because he like he like and I love how they like they made it clear. No, Batman doesn't do a raspy voice when he's there. I'm not trying to hide who I am with this. <laughs> no, I'm going to use this voice modulator like in Scream, and I'm going to have a robot voice. So that was just so much cooler. And the fact that Alfred's making all these gadgets. He was making everything. Was and so he's tight. making decisions. He's helping him. He's like. He's not just a butler. He's intelligent. He's, he's helping the situation. It's a person. It's he a takes over the drone head. control of the Batwing, and he's like, I'm going to drop you off on the second floor. I feel like them feeding into Christopher Nolan. With, with them doing With them doing the Morgan Freeman thing, it's like, okay, Alfred. Alfred doesn't do shit. Morgan Freeman does shit. Then, then, uh, then Bruce Wayne. He's just like feeding off the middle ground of them, them both. And it but the fact the that director. it's not it supposed really to be like does. that. And it's, I think it's, it's Alfred was different. And it was Bruce. Nolan was trying to do the grounded in reality. He toned down the Batman and all the mythos a lot in order to make it realistic. But that groundwork let us have someone who's gonna be like, no, I'm gonna do a little more fantastical, a little more brutal, a little more Batman that you saw in the comics. Which brings us to Ben Affleck. As the closest thing to the comic book version of the Batman, I've I will ever give seen. him that. I fucking love it, and I love that he was more of a detective in this movie than I've ever seen in any Batman movie ever fucking made. I got to see the Bat in every other movie. Don't get me wrong, I got to see the Batman, okay? But I got to see an actual fucking detective in this movie, and well, that made me excited. And as much as I was like. Oh, I don't get to see the bat. I, I took a relapse and I thought about it. No, I get to see 
Ben Affleck as he's playing this. He's playing the character of Bruce Wayne. But he's that's the this mask character. that he has. Smooth, exactly. He's playing the mask. He's smooth. He's 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 enjoying himself. He's doing this thing. But in all actuality, he's doing Batman work in his head. He's the Batman. He's going and doing these things with his fucking butler, with fucking uh, Alfred. Alfred. So it's beautiful. It's so much more beautiful because you don't get to see that. You always get to see the fucking mask. That's why I loved Ben as the Bat instead of uh, Christian Bale because Christian Bale, you felt that he was Bruce Wayne and then he put on the mask I agree. and he was yeah, Batman. hundred percent. Ben Affleck is the complete opposite. But I feel that that's also my perspective because American Psycho. Because that character in American Psycho and Bruce Wayne are super close. So I feel like Christian Bale kind of channeled what he already knew into something and then created something new, whereas Ben completely took it from an outsider's perspective. I, I love I love that you said that, but I'm going to have to disagree with you on this because the Batman character is is a hero sort of character. And, man, okay, Brady Snellis is one of my favorite fucking writers, and that fucking book... American Psycho, uh, the movie maybe ha- ha- did make it assume, uh, make it seem like to you that these two characters are similar, but I'm telling you, man, the original character, how oh, it's and, supposed to be portrayed, how it uh, how it should be portrayed, how this character is in the book by Bradley Snellis, American Psycho, is way different than. than how I, I think I know. I think I know. Shut up. I think I know what Chris is trying to connect to in the fact that in the movie, because I haven't read the book, I saw the movie with Christian Bale. He is someone who's unstable. He's in cra- he's crazy, right? But he's pretending to be a normal human being. That whole oh, movie that. is okay, him okay. trying to like he puts that. on the facade of this is what a normal human being does, right? right. Like they care about these things, right? Well, I, they color? care about they talk about the music, font? they do this. My is my font right? Is my color of my car right? All that stuff. That's him. He's a psycho trying to be a normal human being. I love that. Okay, and okay. the Batman is like I said, a fucking... Way let me, let me actually... Guys, <laughs> don't interrupt me for five fucking seconds. Stop talking. You're talking. <laughs> it's fucking like it. so exciting because I just realized... I just, but listen, so he is the Batman. He's a psychopath who's pretending to be this normal person, Bruce Wayne. And I want to bring that up now of we got to finally see how insane... Batman is as a person. This interpretation of the Batman, which, like I said before, this is basically an adaptation of Dark Knight Returns, who that comic book finally shows you, no, this is not the hero. This isn't a good guy. This is a bad person. He does some things that turn out to be good, but he has his own moral code and his own way of doing things that's the bad thing, the wrong thing most of the time. This Batman, he ain't your grandpa's Batman. This Batman will kill you. Yeah. He will use guns. If you want to use guns on him, guns. he will take that gun. He will take the gun from you, shove it up your ass, and pull the trigger until it goes click. But I, I do apologize. Adney put it in a way better perspective than I did. I was looking at it at a viewer's perspective. I wasn't looking at like an inept mind perspective of a symbolic you right. perspective. You That's right. what you have to look at. Yeah, he was. He's pretending to be something he's not. At the same time, the real guy is fucking completely psychotic and insane. And violent. And violent. (laughs) So, Chris, your fucking... Your comparison is completely relevant. It completely. I think makes it makes sense. a lot of sense. So I apologize. It's that makes. But I wish you would have done even more of that. I wish you would have done more closer to that Psycho. That is such a good fucking comparison. Because <laughs> like, no, I apologize. Because dude, that. Yeah. Like he was, like you were saying, Chris, is that? But in the Nolan verse, 
uh, Bale played Bruce Wayne, and he did a great job as Bruce, but he was Bruce Wayne who had to put on this gear and this mask. He had to become the Batman. Become they act, They say in a fucking line, like a one line, they say, no, this is your mask. The Batman is who you really are. They say that, but they don't really show it. Right. They don't exactly. show they him. Don't show it. They don't show that he is the Batman. And he doesn't play the role. He, he doesn't. doesn't yeah, he, he doesn't. Yeah. And yeah. I also think that goes to Christopher Nolan a little bit. Like he, it's, it's, no, it I, is I a little that. bit on Bale, but it's also. That's how it should have been. It should have been closer to Psycho, and that's what uh, this version the, of Batman. And I know that I know we all. I've heard in like the rumors in the background is that Ben Affleck was fighting with Zack Snyder a lot because. No way. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of of, like article stuff about that. Like they were arguing. It's like, and everyone's like, well, yeah, because Ben Affleck's a better director. (laughs) Let's let's make sure that it's fucking true. Let's make sure that as much as we give Ben Affleck shit, the dude knows the craft. Let's let's make sure the listeners know that. Ben Affleck is best friends with Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith not best is, friends. Oh, yeah. good friends. They go They're way back. Friends. They've done a lot of work together. Back. And Kevin Smith was supporting him from day one. He's like the first supporter I ever heard anyone support. Like Ben Affleck as Batman was Kevin Smith, and he was so out about it. Like, no, he's going. This guy has wanted to be Batman since he was twelve years old. This guy knows the character like a motherfucker. Daredevil was bad, yeah, but he had bad writing and bad directing that was forcing him to do that. This is going to be a good movie. I trust Ben. He's going to be great, and he was great. He was. But that's what. That's what I give it to Ben because he has an inside perspective. It's like me being Batman, me being Batman, and, and listening to a director. But no, I got Adney. I'm telling the director, no, fuck you. I got my cousin Adney. Adney's going to tell me the real Batman, what Batman's supposed to be. So Ben Affleck, luckily, And not just that, but you ben, also have an in-depth yeah. like love. For, like Ben Affleck is a huge Batman fan. Okay, there you go. And he, he appreciates the character. He is more in-depth to the character. He's not in this for the movie. He's trying to dive into this character. And the fact that he has Kevin Smith, the fact that he has his own love for it, of course he's going to fight with fucking Zack Snyder. Of course he's going to say, listen, you don't see Batman Disney like I see Batman. I have, I, listen, okay? I know more people than you do about Batman. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, I know uh, Batman more. Bruce and I, we're best friends. He's a real character. I got to bring this up. is because since he used guns, people are going to be against it. Automatically. He kills, he uses guns. Right, because in the, uh, the, uh, the original. Yeah, yeah. No, not like in uh, the Nolan verse, which is the, the most Nolan popular version, version of Batman. He's like, no good. No good. No killing. No good. Where's the fun in that? Annoying <laughs> Anne Hathaway. But anyway, I fucking hated her as Catwoman. Anyways, um, but like I said, this is like a direct. We're trying to take Batman from The Dark Knight Returns and put him in real life. And that Batman will use a gun. He doesn't like it, he doesn't go after guns. He calls them, he's all clumsy. Loud, fucking weapons of cowards. That's how he uses it. But he does use them in that comic, and he does. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna use them because they're useful in this time, and because I have to." He doesn't like it, but he will. And there is a scene. I remember. I think I said to y'all, all, "That's right on the fucking comic." Yeah, you- was when <laughs> was when uh he looks over. Is when um he's going to save Martha, and he grabs the fucking the bad guy, and he holds an M60 in one hand, and he's pointing at the bad guy, and he's all like, "I'll kill her," and he goes. I believe you. Boom and shoots Boom. him. That's directly out of the fucking no <laughs> out of the Dark Knight way. Returns. A baby gets kidnapped by this gang, the mutant gang, and uh, he actually fucking. Which I've he, seen the. I've seen one that. of them is holding. I'll kill it. I'll kill it. And he knocks out the biggest mutant and takes in one hand an M60 machine gun exactly, and he just looks at him, shoots him, and after he the guy's down, he goes, "I believe you." Uh. Which That's that was right out of the comic, out and of I was the comic like, book and out of the uh, adaptation I ain't of, mad at right? it. 
<laughs> out of the adaptation of the uh, the animated series, right? The animated no, no. series of that movie or of the comic book, right? The Dark Knight comic book. I watched it with you. Yeah, the Dark Knight Returns the comic Knight book Return, was adapted into an animated film. Animated film. That's it, what I meant. That scene is in both, and they do it in this. That's what I meant. I got to watch that. I got to see that fucking scene, which is Batman at an old age coming out of retirement. And this which was really who, upsets that's who ben me. Is. He's old in this. Exactly, which really upsets me because they gave him the, the the salt and pepper. They gave him the salt and pepper, dude. Okay, he is George Clooney, <laughs> even though George Clooney played uh, Batman. That's natural salt and pepper. Okay, you're trying to tell me that they went in there and digitally salt and peppered him? No. Maybe makeup? I doubt it, though. How hey, ben old is Ben? I think, I think Ben has ben a little bit of I think he's age, homeboy. Ben doesn't age. Ask Matt. Matt's like, Did I know Did you see those guy. abs? Did you see those abs? <laughs> His right, whole fucking... Body-wise, yes. But hair, you I'm ain't got no control anyways, over. Some members are beautiful. But I will say, like, yes, I have seen the adaptation uh, through, from Adney of the um, animated series from the from the Dark Knight. It wasn't the animated time. series. It was the animated movie. That's oh, the difference. I, the I, animated I series is completely different. My bad. The animated movie of the Dark Knight Returns. Adney's like, listen, you have to see these two. They're fucking amazing. He watched them, and I sat down with them. I was so fucking... De- like, like, what, what in- the fuck? Involved with these movies, I was so excited. I'm like, dude, this is these are fucking amazing. Like and I said, no, this is when this so is when excited. hold on, this is when it becomes a double edged sword. Of in that comic, he does kill. He in that comic, spoilers, he kills the Joker. He so he he finally says no more, and he does kill him. And you establish that he's he'll use a gun, he'll kill people. He's older, and they took all that stuff, but without like wait, so bat the beginning of the Justice League, Batman's old. That's why I was complaining earlier of, so he's old now. Oh. Justice League, everyone else is in their prime and super powered. Like that puts him at such an even bigger disadvantage, and it's like he's already at this level of crazy. Uh, it should have taken longer. Of being with, like it just that just didn't make sense that way you would have Batman, old Batman, in the beginning of the Justice League. Okay, he's before we finish, uh, do you think the Justice League is going to be a train wreck just due to that point? Because it's not like they're, they're not going to cast a different Batman. Listen, I will say, I will say, it, w- it would have made more sense if the, if Zach fucking Schneider would just hit us up and Schneider. on the podcast, if you would just listen to the podcast and listen to Adney's explanation of <laughs> the reason that it should start out from the beginning. Okay, so, which is it, he's more of a builder and he's a director and he did three hundred. Do you think that he would listen to any of us? He of already. I bet you he had Kevin Smith hitting him. Hey, dude, you should probably listen to Ben because he knows the fucking character, unlike you. And Snyder said. Okay, bro. And hung up the phone. Whatever. I had Watchmen. Yeah, Whatever. no one liked it. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's pulling a Canon Films moment right now. He's pulling Canon Films. He's pulling the, the Mario Brothers film. It's like, okay, listen, I don't give a fuck. I've never read the comic I'm going to do my vision. I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. Fuck I'm going to do history. my vision. I'm, I'm the director know, for a reason. I'm going to know what's going I know what's going on because I just know. And yeah. you don't fucking know. I'm going to say, back to the good stuff. We were okay. doing good stuff. Okay. So, Batman, he does do a great version of the Batman. He's brutal. He's savage. I did like the fact that they, like that, we talk shit about that Flash thing where he gets a vision. We don't know if it's a vision or if it's a whatever. But that opens up the fact that Flash travels back in time to warn Batman but what's he, what's he saying? It he says you were right about him. It was Lois. You were right about right. him. Something to that effect. Yeah. What he's saying, he's hinting at the injustice storyline in which the Joker uh, tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane, and Superman goes crazy and kills the Joker, and then it starts everything gets set the fuck Whoa, off, and Superman becomes what? the bad guy, and he tries to like he starts oh. killing, he starts taking control of the planet. 
And that's when we got that other vision of Batman in that fucking, like, the nightmare Batman in his trench coat, his dust dirt, he's in the desert. And yeah, Superman is, like, an overruler, and he has, like, Superman cops. That yeah, whole... there was, like, a symbol Whoa, or something. There's a point behind that? That's... There, there was, like, there was... A couple things I'm weird about it. The first See, thing that's like, what's gonna hurt a lot what, of people yeah, who are just casual fucking. Okay, go ahead. When it first happened, well. but but you you're saying when it first happened, you liked you liked this part. I liked uh, an a- two aspects of that dream sequence. Okay. The whole like it was like oh, fucking dream sequence again. What the fuck's going on? You but liked it was, that it, connected it was two, with the flash. It was two conflicting things because you had when he first goes in the dream, you saw the Omega symbol. I remember like looking over and hitting Dave in the arm. Hello, that's that's the Omega symbol. That's the Omega symbol. And then you have, at the end of it, parademons who come in on the wings yeah, yeah, and they fucking the fuck take Batman out. Those two things are connected. Okay. The, the, um, the really big bad of the DC universe, the, uh, like Marvel has Thanos, the guy that keeps getting hinted at. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. The, big the fucking, fucking basically, guy. the fucking, like the exact same thing of that, but in the DC universe is Darkseid. Okay. He's basically a god and he's fucking invincible. Is like, he purple too? No. <laughs> he, looks, he looks, actually does way, look, looks way cooler. Okay. And he's dangerous and he fucking beats up Superman and stuff. He's that powerful. Or like Superman can just basically slow him down full strength. But uh, yeah, there's a huge buildup. He's Thanos from a, in the Marvel universe. He controls a planet called Apocalypse, and that's his symbol, the Omega the symbol. Omega they show it. it's like an upside down uh, horseshoe, and the Parademons are like his army. So okay. it's hinting like Dark Side is coming, huh. but at the same time they're showing like these people are working with Superman's police and Superman himself, in because we don't know if this is a dream or a fucking vision, what it, whatever it is. It's confusing, and it's like my theory is that. At some like, cause Superman died at the end of the movie, but he's yeah. gonna be brought back. Dark Side might be the one who bring him back and brainwash him because he's done that in the comics. He's brainwashed mm. Superman, so he might have Superman work for him and have Superman take over the planet along with his parademons. I guess that's what they're trying to do. But you think Batman would really like that's really gonna happen with the? You don't think that Batman would have something on the Superman grave? Like it's Superman. Did he really die? Wouldn't Batman always have that little question in his brain, like, is he really dead? You know what? Yeah. If he's not dead, let me put a tracker in him, he would just ha- in case. He would have that question. Exactly. And they didn't Batman, hint at that at all. Because Batman doesn't trust the anyone. Movie, <laughs> the next movie's going to come out, and all of a sudden, there's going to be a tracker in his blood that Batman was able to... And they're not going to connect it when they could have connected everything by Batman, a simple scene. Or by not having Superman die at all, because that didn't make yeah, any fucking dude, sense what, in this movie. What, what made, what's made it so much more beautiful with Adney's explanation of... Is that fucking Bruce Wayne faked a heart attack? And that is beautiful because Superman's like, nobody touch him, nobody come around him. Bruce Wayne was able to, as at his old age, be able to fake a heart attack, be able to fake the idea like he's dead. And, and when he's in his grave, Superman these... was able to hear his heartbeat, yeah. so it made sense. He's like, I know you're not dead. Okay, I can hear your heartbeat. Okay, and he was able to, he was able to run all these other Batman esque type characters that will protect the city. While he was able in his old age to sit sit around and play almost Planet. like the uh, Alfred character, sort of he's he's representing you know well, what he was Batman more than should that. be a lot more than that. Well, but he was representing what Batman should be. It's it's like you know the reason he does because he, he is so he could no longer have to pretend to be Bruce Wayne. He could just be Batman to be himself. Okay, this is all story. This is all story. This, is, this is, all is like this story, is this story, is derailing. We, but that's, this is all no, that's this what I'm This is what I'm upset about. I'm saying is because they instantly killed off Superman. They had Batman be this guy. It was wasn't the same storyline. Yeah, but we're talking about bad stuff. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, I understand what you're trying to say, but like that, what we're we're just that kind of not in the same vein of what we're going at. Okay. 
And we still we haven't like we haven't finished why we like Ben Affleck as Batman because the fight scenes were the best fight scenes in any Batman movies ever shown. Batman, Batman he was Batman. actually mobile and he used strategy that Batman would actually use. He didn't do those like in Christian Bale's Batman. He did those weird like he had his hands up and he flicked at you with his backhand and that knocked a guy out. No, yeah. it wouldn't. Shut up. That Yo, is something. Ben I have got to give some Snyder. fucking torque on those shots. Snyder nailed it, dude. And, and he's the so way, good at fight scenes. He's <laughs> so good at fight scenes. That's something you, you have to dude, give him. He Batman nails was fight scenes. fucking as well, destroying ben motherfuckers in this movie. Ben watched a bunch of UFC fights, and not only were they UFC fights, but he said that he sat there and watched research of Conor McGregor. Yeah, I, heard, I read that. Too. And I fucking saw the left. I fucking saw it in that fucking scene. Uh, it's like the very last scene where he's taking like the one that's in the yeah. When he's saving Martha and he's, he's just Martha. taking on all yeah, those guys. And you taking, see the yeah. left clear as day. I was like, holy shit, he was not lying. That's the left from the Irish man. The team. That was a reggae fucking Jamaican. That was definitely you were too pappy. That was Pappy Smith. That was Pappy Smith. You channeled your grandpa. Dude, you channeled Pappy Smith. It's because that's natural. Okay, so that was Ben Affleck. We thought was like like I remember we left the theater. He's all, who do you think was better, him or Bale? Also, are you kidding me? I will fight Christian Bale's Batman in the streets. I will meet that motherfucker. I ain't talking shit. I ain't saying a bad word of Ben Affleck's Batman. I love that scene. I love that scene where he was like, which Alfred was talking to him. It's like, ah, you might, you might want to come from above. Right? Did you say you want to come from above? He's like, I'm gonna chop you on the second. second floor yeah, and they came story. from the bottom he attacked from the bottom he oh, used his okay. fucking grappling hook my bad fucking so butt. but the way that he was fucking them up he was actually hitting them it wasn't like i'm gonna hit him and knock him out no he was okay yeah. fucking shit up as a way like i will fucking and train, i thought about that before though ben affleck is also 6 4 220 christian bale is Six five eleven. Two, I don't know, like small compared. Six foot, maybe one hundred and eighty five. You know, Ben Affleck like, is a true blue heavyweight, and that's why I compared him to Mike Tyson last time when I watched the trailer. Of that's what it would look like if Mike Tyson fought a bunch of regular guys. That's exactly what it would look like. That brutal of a shot would destroy you. Um, but that's enough about him, because on to the next. What I thought was fucking. I didn't think it would be great. I really didn't. I would talk shit, but Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot, oh. whatever you want to say. As Wonder Woman, can we all just fucking can we just get a boner right it? now? Wait, wait, hold on. I'm gonna, I gotta preface this with saying that Annie did preface. not like how she. Okay, wait. For people who don't even know who she is, what's her first? Is that her first name? Is Gal? Gal? Or Gal? Gal. It's Gal. Uh, it's G A L. Okay. So she's got a rough name, but she was in. Uh, <laughs> Got a rough name. Right. She Fast was in the, the Fast and the Furious, and she was Forget Han's girlfriend. Six or five, it was the third one. Five. It was Tokyo Drift. No, she was, was in, it? Yes, she was in. She Tokyo was not Drift. in Tokyo Drift. But you hundred million dollars. She was in okay. one of the later ones. Okay, the ones that when, they, that when they got. Anyways, she was in one of them. Okay, quote unquote. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. She was in one of them, and I thought. She looked sexy as fuck in that one. And Annie was like, gross! I didn't say gross. On me. <laughs> I was like, I'm not digging it. I think she's mediocre. And I thought she was yeah, fine. Annie will fuck But then when, when, she, <laughs> when she first comes on screen, I swear to God, every single dick in that theater got hard. Every single one. And even she wasn't Davey, even in armor yet. Sitting right next to his girlfriend, I could feel his dick getting hard from across the I way. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> she killed it. Killed it. She, she was, was not only hot, not only hot, but she when she put when Patel. she was in when she was in yeah yeah she did that really well of when she was Dan Diana Patel, Prince yeah, I, when she was her alter ego her. Diana Prince and pretending to be just a, a, a an antique stealer she was so smooth and cool she was that like in any spy movie of the so fifth Fatality he said of no like there's something about her and Bruce is like trying to figure out and he's trying to like 
you fucking stole from me. She's like, actually, it's in your glove box. You need to calm yeah. down. Yeah, 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 you need to calm yeah. down, oh, little right. boy. She was so much smoother than I the will, detective. Than the detective. Yeah, I will so destroy awesome. you. I will flax on you, is what Wonder Woman was saying. <laughs> Dude, she, she, she did not fuck around. She was like, She was actually. so smart. She, she was, she, was she, Dave fucking Lee when she was like, actually, it's <laughs> in your fucking... Your love compartment. <laughs> uh, she was so cool and so calm and collected. Of like, I've been here before. Before she was Wonder Woman. Before she, when she was Dang, just Diana you Prince. Calm boy, I was there. I was. She I was just there like with fucking Bill the Butcher. I was fucking around. She and was in my like uniform. So she cool. Did so that smart, year. and she was calm, and she didn't like start a fight with him. She wasn't like, oh, we're all gonna fight. She was like, I know what's gonna happen. I know what's coming. I see it coming. I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna be there for it. I recognize a threat. Okay, and then when we finally, she doesn't, we don't get enough of her, of course, I think they should have gotten a lot more, but when she finally shows up as Wonder Woman, and she rescues Batman, Batman's about to die, Doomsday's gonna kill him with his stupid laser vision, and Wonder Woman shows up in the nick of time, and saves the damsel in distress Batman, with her fucking magic goddamn bracelets, and the look on her face is just like, I'm so fucking badass. And I was like, she's super hot right now. And then like, she takes damsel, him on. The damsel in distress is Bruce Wayne. Or in that Batman. moment, Batman's the damsel so in distress. Cool. And she keeps saving him. And she's the one that does, like, Superman tries to fight Doomsday, but it's not as good as fucking Princess Diana taking him on. Her fighting Doomsday was a way better fight scene than Superman fighting him. And... It was just fucking awesome about like, okay, so, and there's like this part where a lot of, uh, I already, I read a lot of women's groups were upset because there's a part where she gets hit and she gets knocked down and she smiles and she wipes it and looks like she's like really like excited and loves the fact that this thing knocked her down and they're all, you're just, you know what you're doing right now? No. You're making it okay domestic abuse. You're making it seem like girls like domestic abuse. It's like, well, you're looking, actually, actually, you're looking at it from wrong. You're looking at this as a woman fighting a male-esque, even though Doomsday doesn't have any sex, you're looking at this as a, a woman fighting a male. You should be looking at it as this is a warrior, the baddest warrior on the planet, taking on the scariest monster on the planet. It's a, it's a fight between sex two... Sex has nothing to do with it. Sex That's has not nothing she, to do with it. Wonder Woman isn't... Yeah, woman's in her name, whatever. But she, at the... At the end, who she really is, is a fighter. She's a great warrior. She's the person who is going to fight you until she has a heart attack and dies that's it that's part of her character in the comic book is that's one of the ways that batman figures out a way to beat wonder woman is by make her fight until she fucking has a heart attack because that's her fighting spirit she has a better fighting spirit than fucking almost anyone else better than superman she's a hell of a this warrior and so she's like ecstatic because she's been out of the game for decades so she's like oh now I get a challenge. Yes. Ooh, as a Spartan, ooh, not as a fucking girl who's like, ooh, you hit me. Let's I'm about do this. to Not like Dakota over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not a fucking, no, she pulled a Rachel. She's, she's not a rear naked choke. She's not a fucking masochist. Or she doesn't want to get hit and then be like, ooh, yeah, hit me. No, it's, a, it's someone who actually fucking is trying to fight back. It's like, fuck it. Okay. It's like looking at the blood and going, okay, I'm, I'm going to fuck you up. That's just such a bummer that Bruce there can be... Female groups out there that would attack her for th- it's just that doesn't like, make any sense. You're looking, man. So you're trying to why? find something to no, bitch about. Why? why are you trying to do that? Just that like, doesn't like, make any sense to me. Why that movie has anything to do with anti? How are you going to bring up social issues in this fucking movie? Exactly. She was basically the hero of the movie because yeah, Batman she is stole the show. Batman, she did. dude. Batman's kind of a bully and he wants to fight for no reason. Superman's a fucking idiot and doesn't know what he's doing. Wonder Woman comes in. Wonder Woman comes in and goes, 
Settle down, lads. So let me boys. show you. Let me Here. show you how it's done. Let me show you what happens without balls. And that's it's symbolized by the fact that she's standing there ready to fight, and Batman and Superman are behind her on either side, like I'm following her into battle now. Yeah. And even Batman's like, uh, or Superman's like, is she with you? And Batman's like, uh, which is one of the worst stupidest fucking. That is so fucking stupid. But it also shows like. This girl's in front. Even the picture of her being in front is the idea of, okay, she knows what she's doing. She's here to fucking fight. We're here confused, obviously. And it just goes back to fucking Snyder. Do you know what Scorsese does when he writes a script? Or he doesn't write script. I apologize. When he directs a movie, he goes through the script and he makes director notes. I do not think Snyder does that. I think he takes the script, takes it at face value, and he tries to manipulate Well, he co-wrote co the, the screenplay for this one. He, he, sorry, he, he co-wrote. He co-wrote. Oh, he co-wrote. Of course yeah. he did. Of course. Meaning, it's because no that's why it's so fucking said. bad. Like, it's like the fact that he wants the direction to be a certain way. It's like, no, I'm gonna write it with you. You're the writer. I'm the director. I'm gonna. Did co- he co-write three hundred? I'm gonna co-write it with you. No. That you know that's also an adaptation of a comic book. <laughs> that's all he does. <laughs> he adapts graphic novels. Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. Sucker Punch was also a graphic novel. Yeah, yeah. Sucker Punch. But how can he? Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. How can he nail certain characters? Is it because of the casting? Like Alfred nailed, Batman nailed, Wonder Woman, kind of nailed. I think. I think what happened is the characters that aren't supposed to be front and center. Who are just like he basically goes? You have this little bit of direction. Do what else you can with it, and that's letting the actor create why it's good. So Jeremy Irons was able to kill it. He only had a few lines. One woman killed it. Only a few lines. Batman killed it because he fought Ben Affleck. Follow him. No, we're gonna do it this way. And there were still mistakes with the Batman character. Right. But it was mostly fucking great. And because and Snyder was so focused on Superman and Lois Lane and Lex Luthor. Those are the worst parts. Thank you. I completely fucking agree with that. I feel as as if he was more focused on that storyline because that's kind of what the storyline was supposed to be. You get the Lex Luthor character. You get the Superman character. You get the fucking Lois Lane character. I feel like that was supposed to be the movie arc. The movie arc was Batman as second strain. You get Woman, Wonder Woman as second strain. These guys were all second strain to the Super Bowl, okay? You get all these fucking quarterback going the out super there. The Super <laughs> you get the quarterback going out there, okay? there. You get you're a Superman going out there. You get the quarterback. <laughs> you get a Superman going out there. Like this is your fucking quarterback. Okay, he's fucking leading the game. He and that's where DC fucked up, right exactly. there. Exactly. By that's, having that's, Snyder. Do I just I think Superman. I think Snyder fucked up by saying I'm gonna focus His on this storyline. It just doesn't match Superman. I'm gonna focus on the storyline, and that's why I said in the beginning. Kevin Smith should have done. Kevin Smith should do. Every single comic book movie. <laughs> that's, that's why I said... I can't like, wait to see his episode of The Flash. <laughs> that's why I said, I, I think with the Superman thing, Zack Snyder did the Superman did the Superman story because when I watch the Batman story, it's way more interesting. It's way more in-depth. I'm way more excited seeing Batman, seeing fucking Bruce Wayne, seeing fucking got, Ben Affleck than I was, was ever was. No, uh, seeing uh, fucking... We can't wrap it up because we have to talk about two things really fast. Okay, go. First off, what did you guys think of... When Bruce Wayne breaks Lex Luthor's code and we get those three videos, we get a video of The Flash, we get a video of Cyborg, and we get a video of Aquaman. That reveals who they are, that reveals that these metahumans exist. What were your guys' feelings on that little sequence? Well, you said Cyborg. Okay, now that's his father, right? That's... That's doing the, uh... Yeah, that's his dad experimenting on trying to save his life, yeah. What 
comic book. Oh, that's another comic book, right? It's like this. Yeah, he's a member of the Justice League. No, but it's something else prior to the Justice League. It's or after the Justice okay, League. Okay, he was a Teen Titan. Titan. Oh, Titan. Oh, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Teen Titan. What's up? What's the deal with the Teen Titan thing? What? What is that's that? That's not even part of. No, this. but I thought that was maybe what he was leading into. Is like Teen Titan. They were trying to do a split off. No, because he no, like he said, he is a member of the Justice League. There's a lot of iteration of the Justice League where the seven numbers are changed. Cyborg is one of them sometimes. So they they th- they threw him in there. Oh, okay, I I so I, we can have a black character. I hate the idea that they that's how they introduce the characters. If it if would have done each movie, if it would have done each movie like they did the Marvel universe of this is this character's arc, this is this character's backstory, that's fine. But I feel like you're pushing so much on the the viewers, pushing so much on the comic book. They're trying fans. they're trying to they're catch trying, up and they're, 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 they're tripping over much. themselves. Yeah, they're trying to do too much at one time. And it's like, hey, Batman, check this out. You get to see Aquaman. You get to see fucking Which, Cyborg. You get to see the Flash. No, fuck that. I don't want to see that. I want this character buildup to be proper. I don't want it to be forced. Being forced is way fucking different because you don't appreciate the character arc. You can give a fuck You can feel it. It if, takes if, you out of the movie. A, pro- a viewer will be like, what? Yeah, because if they don't know, like me, for instance, I don't know who fucking Cyborg is. If Cyborg dies, if the Flash dies, okay? If Aquaman dies... I can give a fuck less. If Batman dies, Superman dies, I can care a little more. But if they give a build-up with each character... Because at least you know the characters. Yeah, if they give a build-up with each character, if they brought a character arc with that fucking story of them, I would definitely love the movies way more. I'd be way more excited when, when Batman and Superman fight, and I'm like, oh my god, Aquaman, like they did a movie about well, like, so I think good. I think so I, I, I was excited is different. Um, I... I, I was excited just to see how they would show. I knew they were going to show those characters. I yeah. was excited to see it. I liked the like that they had Flash going back in time using the Speed Force to do that. But the video of him like, oh, he's at a liquor store, and he goes, getting like, I thought that was that was a that was all lame. Like that's how we figure out the Flash, not him like fighting crime or anything. Like I thought that was kind of lame. The Aquaman one I really didn't like because he like slowly kind of drifts out. Like he's swimming super slowly at the camera, and he lets you get a really good look at him. Who's and then he takes him? off. Who's recording? Some by stupid the way? submarine. I don't know, but that was hella dumb. That. They could have done a million different things better to show who Aquaman is. I thought they were gonna end it like the end of the fucking movie. He comes out of the ocean like, you motherfuckers up here on the land, <laughs> fucking shit up. I'm tired of it. I'm Shut coming the up. Fuck up. <laughs> I, was, I was just as confused, dude. I was just. But, uh, let me I was like, why the fuck is he just coming up to the camera like swimming to the game? Like, whoa, what is this yeah. thing? What is even this a, thing? Even giant up? squids are smart enough not to do that. Like, that didn't make any sense to me. Anyways, he's trying to be elusive. That's his whole thing. Is he's an intelligent thing. He doesn't want the people to know he exists, and he's going to do that. Give him a money shot. Stupid. But I will say I like the cyborg sequence because it was like so they hacked into a computer to see like this guy trying to experience to save his son. We got to see his son transform into cyborg thanks to the mother box. And I know that most people don't know what the fuck that is. Cause that's another one of those things where you need to have a friend going, oh, you know what the mother box is? That's also from Apocalypse. It helps you create fucking wormholes so you can travel through space. That's how Dark Side gets to Earth. That's a very Big point that they do not address. That is okay. So I, I didn't think, know about at all. I, I have think, no fucking idea what that is. I think if it was anybody but Zack Snyder, they would have been able to put these scenes in there and made them believable. But because Zack Snyder is who he is, those scenes were shot well. Even though you didn't like how the character of Aquaman was, and he was like a scare at first, and then he comes out into the light and he goes after the camera. It looked and was shot beautiful. 
It was. It was. It was. He looked amazing. And the idea of the but idea of him underwater, like the beauty, it didn't make any sense. Beauty, any sense. Well, no, You're completely right. The beauty of him being underwater and flowing the way he did, and it this looked like okay, that's what I'm saying. That's his character. That's his character. But what was the point behind it? I did not get it. That's not why. Get it. And that's and, not and, his and character, though, because Aquaman wouldn't just show himself like that. Everything that we're saying, it all comes back to Zack Snyder. I, I hate being that guy that's like, oh, is this one guy's... It is. It really is this one guy's fucking fault. Because he had the power to do whatever the fuck he wanted. And what he did is he said, no... I'm going to stay in my lane, and I'm going to do it how I know is going to make money. They did tell him, you have control. Of, they're calling and it the guess Snyderverse. what happens? Like, they're, they call it's the making money, but it's yeah. making money. It's making money, and that's what Zack Snyder It is, is the biggest. He is a money maker. The that's biggest opening does. weekend for a comic book movie. It's, and that's why, it's that's number what, three all time after Star Wars and Jurassic World. And that's my Seriously, biggest. Digger? That's my biggest, biggest opening weekend. No way. Well, beat and, out Deadpool. And, Deadpool. and also it Deadpool. Beat out no. Deadpool. No, no, is it Deadpool too? Did it beat Deadpool? Yeah, it beat Deadpool. <sighs> and no the opening way. weekend. Opening weekend. Right now, over time, stands, Deadpool might make more money. No, wait, hold on, hold on. I just read this stat. As it stands right now, Deadpool is the number one ever R-rated comic book movie. No, R-rated movie. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. R-rated right movie, R-rated period. Movie, just in Not general. Not just comic book movie. No, just, yeah, just R-rated. in general. R-rated yeah. movie. Yeah. Almost, a, almost mo- a billion. Oh, oh, hold on. It's international sales. Not domestic. I think something else might be yeah, it's, domestic. It's an added. It's, it's international added. sales, though. Yeah. Okay, but... Uh, Going back to Batman versus Superman. What, the la- okay, so we that's those are like the two most really like important for what's coming ha- next or whatever. Like That was that. But the biggest selling point for this movie, the most important part of this movie... Is the fight between Batman and Superman? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get to that. Now, like, this is our last bit. We're gonna talk about. Then we're done. Pause it. Pause it right there. Did you pause it? <laughs> we need to pause it. Okay. Why so why do we need to pause it? I don't know, cause he's fucking bitching. Anyways. <laughs> The actual, no, not. the actual fight scene did look really good at times. Like, you have Batman. He's trying. It shows him trying all these things. Like, trying, like, like I'm going to use these guns. I'm going to use these explosions. And none of it working. And Superman is not going full strength. Like, in the comic I talked about, is like, the reason why Batman was able to hang in there is because he knew Superman wasn't go full strength. This Batman didn't know that. But he did. Superman was holding back. And he was like, come on. Yeah, if if I wanted it, you'd be dead or whatever. And then and then we finally get Batman pull out what he should have pulled out from the beginning, or at least like the but smartest. It was was Batman-esque. the was the weaponized kryptonite. But it was Batman esque. Yeah, it okay. completely made sense. Like I didn't feel that he was letting him beat him up. I did feel like he was trying and he was just getting beat up. But I also felt that he knew he was going to be getting beat up the entire time. And I'm sure. That's always in your mind because you know the Batman. But as a regular viewer, I was like, huh, Batman's letting him get beat up. Because I know that this motherfucker has kryptonite. So what's taking so long? That's what got me. Like, why Why was it taking so long? And then finally, he comes out with the weaponized stuff. Bam! And it fucking destroys and it was great. Superman. And it was just, and like, that was another thing they took straight out of the Dark Knight Returns comic was... Uh, this thing being shot at Superman and him catching it and then exploding it in his face. Right in his face. And it's fucking kryptonite in a breathable f- 
a form. It's a grenade. So he starts breathing like it in. Grenade, yeah, it's a, yeah. A... He, he has a grenade launcher and he shoots it. That's what. That's that gun thing that he's holding in the trailers. But shoots it and he breathes it in and it makes him weak. And Superman doesn't really get it at first, so he tries to hit Batman. Batman blocks it, and that's how he has that look on his face of. What? Oh shit, bitch! Wrong. Equal playing. And I will say that part. That was like, that Nate Diaz right hook <laughs> to Conan. <Conor Gray. laughs> well, yeah. When when it shot out, the, like when Adney said it was like an aerosol can, they actually showed that in the movie, and I was super excited about that, considering Adney mentioned it on the last podcast. I love that he with caught worst, it though too. Yeah, the, yeah. Because oh, that's what Superman wouldn't, it wouldn't hit him. Yeah, it would never hit him. He would catch <laughs> so it. So he's yeah. just like with bitch, the worst adaptation, and Adney's like, oh no, it was an aerosol can, and we were both you and I, Chris, were like, oh no way. The aerosol exploded in his face yeah. and he breathed in the kryptonite and then we seen that in the fucking movie and so saw... I was stoked that's instantly what I thought about I'm like sweet the whole fucking green gas it was the green gas around Superman and you were like oh and they just, this he just starts awesome. beating the shit and one of the things I love like he starts beating the shit of Superman and he's like and I was getting so fun yeah get up Batman! <laughs> and then he falls like, yes, finally, we're getting to see this shit live action. And then he, what I loved was that it started to wear off. It worked its way out of his lungs. And he had he's holding them by his fucking throat and he's hitting them. And all of a sudden it's having less and less. That makes sense. That makes sense. It, it really does. does. Like it's so that was, was so fucking was good. Great. It made sense it, that you have to hit him multiple times because it's not that like, oh, the kryptonite is piercing his skin or anything, and like, oh, he's completely done. No, it's just he brought uh, he breathed it in. Is that right? Breathe. Yeah, breathe it in and breathe it out. Yeah, and then breathe it out. But at, through time, he worked it out of his system because that's what Superman would do. If it's not like a constant pressure onto him, then his cells aren't separating, and that's really what the Kryptonite is doing. I don't know what it is with the comic books, but how Zack Snyder makes the viewer look at it as what it does is it pretty much cuts off the circulation, so the bloods aren't well, able, the well, cells aren't it able basically to flow turns anymore. him into mortal. a regular turns human him into being. a regular mortal, fucking yeah, person. Um, prolonged exposure to like uh, the mineral form of kryptonite, like pure kryptonite, will eventually kill him. But uh, like like the getting stabbed with it, like that, like it can pierce his skin and make him bleed out, and he can die. But like the aerosol form, he's breathing it in and he's also breathing it out at the same time. Right, exactly, but it's yeah. turning him into a regular person, so Batman can do damage. And he did do some. Oh, damage. He, he also had a mech suit, which it, I don't it think made I me need fucking mad. For the yeah. you, so you the wait, which part made you mad? What made me mad is that Superman doesn't show any ill effects from the beating. Oh. He has a cut on his face eventually, but like, no, you got turned regular. You're no longer super strong, and you're getting punched by a mech suit Batman. You, mech suit. Like in the fucking comic and in the uh, animated adaptation, he's his face gets fucked up. He's all kinds of fucked up, like a regular person would in a fight. They should have done that. Re- the, the, but we can't have pretty Henry Cavill with bruises on his face. Well, that makes more sense what you said because Stupid. the fact that he he becomes normal. And when you're normal, you get fucked up. Batman's in Swelling, a fucking cuts, metal suit. Broken noses. You're getting fucked up. But <laughs> just because, You're getting hit with metal, just bro. Because, <laughs> just because he's going back to normal and he's taking more hits and more hits and just sitting there like, okay, continue to hit me up because I fucking... Breathed all this fucking uh, kryptonite. He should no, have at least got, got banged this, up the and then it regenerated. Yeah. Oh, yes, that, that would have made a more lot sense. of sense. I would have loved makes that if more he did sense. that. But the fact that he doesn't show any wounds, that's fucking oh, It's Zack Snyder, man. It's but not real. Because he's also, not focusing on I, costume design or anything like that. To, it's all about action scenes. I don't add no to like climb it up to this point. And he's already said it. 
But the fact that Martha gets brought up and Batman just stops hitting on Bruce. Oh. I'm hitting on uh, uh, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce stops Clark hitting Clark. Bruce like, starts like it makes that, no sense. The stepbrothers-esque the stepbrothers reason for them to stop yes. fighting. Was, that scene. I don't think you said that scene in particular in relation to this movie. Say the scene first. So the people... Okay, so after he's just beating the shit out of him, Superman comes back, he comes normal, and he starts fucking up the Batman a little bit. He fucks up his mask, like Steve said before, he breaks his fucking mask, the light's no longer lit up, and the he's voice getting is over on him. Up, voice, it, like, it's yeah. like coming and in and out. You yeah. actually see panic in Batman. Like when he first hitting him and it doesn't do any work, you see him panic. And then when he gets fucked up and he's panicking trying to get the next kryptonite grenade into his launcher, you see him fidgeting and he's panicking. He's like, oh, fuck. Like, you don't see Batman that scared and you see him scared. I thought it was actually interesting. Like, this is the fucking thing. I gotta get it. I'm and boom to die. And it's he, me versus this god. It's and yeah, exactly. this god. he fucking that's and he fucking nails him with it. And then he does something awesome. It's so Batman of fucking hooking his fucking uh fucking uh, like little hook shot thing to him and dragging him and fucking swinging him swinging into the fucking ground. Like oh, and then so he gives him a swing into the pillars, dude. And he's all like, I'm the Batman. <laughs> and, like, and he puts his fucking foot on his, his neck. His speech wasn't oh. as good as in the comic, no, but, but the, it wasn't. But you should have used the dude, that, no, no. That. You already had <laughs> the, the script written. Bro. You already took so many lines out of You had the source material. You had yeah. the source material. Dude, that. Dude, you copied I, so much stuff already. How is it? Source material on making blockbuster movies. How is it that Adney's dialogue of the fucking worst adaptation had my dick completely hard? <laughs> I was rock hard. I was rock solid. I was ready to go. And then you see this movie and it's like, wait, he didn't say the same thing. He didn't say, like, a stronger binding agent. Uh, stronger, this what was stronger. what was cool was like, okay so beautiful what Adney said what he said in the context of the rest of the movie was kind of annoying because all they do is talk about God the whole way through and then at the end he goes he's like you're not brave men are brave like you're basically you're invincible you're a god doing this isn't bravery to you me what I'm doing to you right now that's bravery this is courage this is what a man is because he I know that. I could be defeated because I know I could be defeated like, you, no, hold you on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. calm down sorry I get excited. That's not like that's not the point. The yeah, point was the fact that like, if they would have left out all the other fucking God talk, they fucking hit us over the head with God all night long. If they would have left all that out, and at the end you make the point, not reiterate the point all fucking night, dude. That's annoying. If you waited until the end and you said this is what it was all about, this was the point. Is you are not the hero you think you are, Superman, because. This is easy for you. You're basically stomping on ants. You're a bully to the human race. You're a piece of shit. I'm standing up to you. And that's what his point was. And I was so into it and I was stoked even though they fucking hit it over the head with that yeah. message. But then that fucking stepbrother... Like, people keep making the meme of like comparing the stepbrothers of... On count of three, say your mom's name. One, <laughs> two, three. Martha! Oh my god! Did we just become best friends? Yep. And then Wonder Woman pops in and goes, You guys want to do karate in the garage? And they're all, Yep. I did not see that meme. Oh, I didn't and see it either. I did not see that meme. You didn't see it? No, no. You just broke it. But dude. that is awesome. Funny, I'm yeah. posting it on our Instagram page. Dude, just broke the internet, guys. Oh, that's god, fucking no, I didn't make okay, so, that up, though. I, I saw it. Summary <laughs> What is your final two cents? Okay, my final two cents is there is so much bad and wrong with this movie, and it it's too long. It shouldn't be this long. There shouldn't be this much stuff shoehorned into it. But if you're a fan of comics, if you're a fan of these characters, you need to see this movie because there's enough in it. There is enough fucking jump out of your seat excited just to the fact that it exists. Just the fact that it exists is enough to go see this movie. But the fact that so much of it is done in such a cool way... I absolutely would say go see this movie. 
Nice. What's your two cents on a CB? My two cents is I don't I don't even know, Chris. Okay. Um, no, no. My two cents is I I I didn't necessarily enjoy the movies that as much as Adney because Adney is a comic book fan. Like he said earlier, uh, he he even said as a normal fan you won't probably understand. Yeah, as a normal movie goer, I wouldn't suggest. Yeah, it. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't understand the character development. You wouldn't understand Batman and Superman how they how they are supposed to be. Um, as well as a comic book fan will get them as because even with me seeing an old movie, I'm like, ah, oh, the book did it so much different. This going back to the source material and appreciating the source material, you get upset because you're like, okay, this isn't for me. This the, the source material was for me. So I feel like Adney appreciating the movie as a comic book fucking viewer is so much more than a normal viewer appreciating the movie. With me, I was like, ah, this is kind of boring. I had all these arguments against it i was like oh this is gay that's gay that's this i appreciated the batman story a lot more so i will say that i definitely appreciate adney's opinion on it 100 percent. but i didn't like the movie as much as i like most marvel movies i wasn't excited i wasn't as excited i, I actually that. left the theaters unexcited I a casual like, viewer isn't gonna get excited can't. about seeing just the omega symbol yeah that's something they don't notice Okay, like you have to know the characters just to be excited that, it, like I said, excited that it exists. And the yeah, reason so why, I, well, sorry, I left the movie disappointed. I was kind of disappointed. I'm gonna be honest. With All you, right, I we got one for as one much, right now. As much as I want to tell my cousin, I love the Walking Bad, everything like that. I was disappointed <laughs> in the movie. I was, I was. I'm not gonna lie. My two cents is I do recommend this movie to, for theater watching because Snyder's fight scenes they are. They're money. They're, they're top notch. They really are. We talked a lot of shit about him because he does fuck up in a lot of other aspects. But dialogue. He's not Quentin Tarantino when it comes to dialogue. Exactly. But this, he's really good at shooting fight scenes, and I want to recommend it more to you see it in theaters because when you're sitting at home and your fucking kids running a fucking round and all that, you're not. It's hey! not. It's not. Hey, exactly. get in there. No cookies. No cookies. It's okay. not going to be there. You're not going to be in it. And so when the fight scenes do come up, you're not going to appreciate them as much. You're just going to look at them and be like, yeah, about fucking time. Why hasn't Batman been fighting the whole fucking time? This is what I wanted to see. So it's going to be a different experience. And that's why, from a filmmaker's point of view, I recommend it. Writing is horrible, man. And, 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 there, <laughs> and there's a lot of dead time. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I did hate about there's it. There's so much you could have cut out. Exactly. You could have so made much it. You could have added You could have made it a 90. You. That's also true. You could have made it a 90 You could have made a different movie. It just reflects back on Snyder. And <laughs> well, I understand it reflects on Snyder. And, you, of course, we already talked about this. It can reflect on Snyder, yes, with his perspective of what the Bat and what Superman should be when it comes to the animosity between them. But, man, I'm telling you, dude, Adney's explanation of his worst adaptation, is, oh, no. it's got me. Yeah. Like, that's my, when people ask, what's canon, I'm going to say, listen, my cousin pulled me up to a chair. <laughs> my cousin explained listen to me. Listen to fucking what, no, episode, but, but, but blah, blah, blah. But the only reason Adney explained it so well is because he's read the comics, the the canon comics. The Because com- there is multiple Batman versus Superman. There's not just one. Yeah, there's there's plenty there's of Batman plenty of versus of them fighting Superman. Each other. But the one that Adney explained is so beautiful, which is why I have such a huge problem with comics. There's like you think it's over, and then it's like, oh no, there's this version and this version. It's different writers. It's not like I know. I know. I know. But it's the same thing that can be said for movies as to like, oh, why do they keep remaking movies? But to be fair, like the Dark Knight Returns isn't 
actually canon. It's sort of it's like an alternative. It goes off the history, but it goes off on like a separate path than the rest of the comics. It's like, oh, this is kind of in its own separate place. It takes place in the 80s, whereas a lot of other comics take place after that, you know? And they're not when he's old. But yeah, but with... We're done with Batman versus Superman talk. God damn. We did a solid hour 50 Three hours. Minutes. We did three okay. hours on Batman. No, Go to your it. book suggestions. Let's wrap this Chris. up. Suggest The Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> You're wasted. Open the door, it. take you by the Shut hand, the fuck up, Addy. let you, you right know. in to the library. No, no, alright. Just get to oh, the thing. Sh- get to the thing. Enough of the music. Just do your fucking suggestions. I'm gonna suggest this whole book. This whole book. It's all about. It's super bad, macabre. Where uh, <laughs> they cut off nipples and then fuck the hole with the chest in the chest. Kill me, do you got an air gun? Open the door, you walk right into the library. To the library. Kill me, do you got an air gun? Open the door, walk right into the library. Can you read part of the header where it's all like these guys kidnap a girl? They force her to suck their gross dicks. These gross dicks. They're all suck my dicks. And she goes. Five hours of the Batman. At the end of the page. Hours of the Batman. Poor girl. Cool, you want to go back? The girl feels I bad about her blowjobs being bad. This might be your house, the but girl's, guess what? Like, the girl you're, is being, you're like, exact, you're, raped, you're, you're, you're but leaving. her concern okay, is that my blowjobs are really that bad? Shh. Fuck off, Edward Lee. <laughs> that was ridiculous. That's my favorite, <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite director. Oh, that's my favorite writer, Adney. That was a dumb page, dude. Oh, my God. I showed Adney one page of one writer, and he said, fuck off to that writer. <laughs> For that, for fuck that off. one thing, fuck, fuck off for off that thing. Ken Conroy, all right. You nah. Shit. <laughs> fuck off, Mark Hamill. Get yeah, up. right. Go. Okay, you need to. Hey, Batman's gonna say fuck off to my favorites. I have a reason. I will fucking penetrate him with my words. Okay. Stop. Is that incest? Right, if you I'm penetrate done. your I'm cousin done. with your words, I'm done. Um, I'm gonna finish. Say I'm not sure you're gonna do. Gonna <laughs> Before I stop fucking recording. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are ridiculous right now. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Come on. Um, I'm gonna fucking uh, suggest... Uh, Clive... Wait, so you really don't got one? No, I do got one. Oh. I'm gonna suggest Clive Barker's uh, fucking... God damn it, what is it called? Books Books of Blood. Okay, This is a book... Or there's there's more than there's more than one. There's It's Books of Blood, number one through three, and number four through six. They are a huge collection of short stories that... um kind of put him on the map a little bit he he did create uh hellbound heart which is the hellraiser uh series everyone knows about that everyone's heard of the hellraiser series you get um you get all the cenobites everyone knows hellraiser you you always see the guy with the fucking pins on his head pinhead of course but him becoming famous uh that kind of book that book sort of put him on the map but Candyman, if you've ever heard of Candyman, I believe I brought him up on prior podcasts. Um, Candyman was 
from a, a short story called The Forgotten or The Forgiven. I cannot remember if it was either or. Uh, Danny just texted me and said he found my crush on Tinder, so I'm just going to go ahead and go on Tinder real quick and try to find her. Uh, Adney, wait, wait, he should send you the crush, right? Like, it's not like you're going to... Because you're not in the same area as him, so it's not like you're going to bring up that same person. I'll Hold put on! The, I'll put the 100-mile fucking <laughs> radius on this motherfucker. I'll find her. I don't think... I, I honestly don't think... The, listeners know how drunk we get like how drunk <laughs> we are if they don't know by now they haven't been paying very much well it's attention. called the alcohol cast that was his book suggestion i'm pretty sure you listen, already suggested that hey guy. calm down no i've never suggested I, clyde barker he's my favorite fucking bet, writer bet no, we're gonna get an email never. hey listeners if he's done it let me know chris adney and i have listened adney have you ever heard me suggest clyde barker i've heard you talk about hellraiser before yes of course but no have i ever suggested clyde barker adney because you, you obviously talk- you guys don't listen to the podcast as much as I do. Because I know one hundred percent. Because I, never- I remember what he's talking about. I think that's what I'm remembering is yes, just you see? talking about Clyde Barker, yes. not suggesting it though. I don't think he suggested. I can it. agree I've with never- that. I just, I just remember I him talking that. about him a lot. I can agree with I've that. I've never suggested Clyde Barker ever. Okay. No, but I'm Clyde Barker. I fucking love him. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to him. He created some of the best storytelling of all time. Uh, the short stories. They're called. Books of Blood 1 through 3 and 4 through 6. They're the best fucking short storytelling ever in the history of horror. And we're going to end it by saying, uh, I am Stevie Borghese. You can find me on Instagram at The Last Bibliophile. You can find me on Facebook at Stevie August Borghese and Instagram with all of us at um, The Alcoholic Ass. No hyphen. The alcoholic ass. Uh, Adney, go ahead. Well, I'm Adney Bruno. You can spell that by saying add uh, with a D. Any Barino on I'm Instagram. I'm glad that you things. specified that. But because yeah, you before... corrected me last time. I thought it was a good point. I should do it now. <laughs> and you can hit me up at thealcoholicast at gmail.com. Again, thealcoholicast at gmail.com. No hyphens. And rate us on iTunes, please. That was so fucking fast. Please rate us. Listen, rate us on iTunes a little bit slower. So you don't have to write a review. Please rate us. If you want to write a review, we will love that. See, Chris, I feel like the listeners listen and they get drunk while we're getting drunk. I hope so. We should come up with a game. Okay, that's fine. But when you every time we say mediocre, take a shot. Or Batman, Chris. When you say like. Fucking miss on you. Every time Stevie fucks up. So tell me fucking who's getting the fucking this. Oh, sorry, I'm trying to get out of the way because we only fucking pounded into their brain to rate us on iTunes and to hit us up with emails. So sorry that I try to rush through. Ah, no, I love you, but but when you scream at when you scream at them, it sounds like you're 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 pitching out a. I didn't scream. I was just talking fast. There's a difference. I'm like a carnival. Go through once. Go through twice. Go through so to the guy. It's funny that you're commenting on how fast I talk. When you were the one that was the fast talker at, uh, at the first, beginning, and partner. now I they just be having shitty eyebrows, man. Addy's <laughs> on Tinder while Chris and I are sitting here trying to play us out. Oh, get us out of here! I want hey, Addy. Hey, Chris, man. I fucked this song three times. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't this know. Fuck, what I just saw a bitch. She opened her bio by saying she's a social justice warrior. Oh, and a vegan. Next. That's don't that's swipe gone. right on that one. That's Why would one. I? I don't hate myself. <laughs> <laughs>
hosts us this morning. What a cunt. <laughs> I'm going to fight all our family. Anyone who, like, announces them. I'm going to fight Dolorosa. I'm going to fight like, Dolorosa. The anyone, guy that in her mind is Anyone the who announces themselves like that, like, oh, God, you're such a douche. I'm a self-proclaimed thing. Chris. Pop us out. Let's do the unrecording thing. Pop us out. <laughs> pop the, us out, Chris. Do the one that's not recording Chris, live. Just, uh, pop us out. Just do the thing. Just do okay, the we're thing. done. I'm we're just going to pull a stick. We're not. No, we're done. We're done. We're who, fucking done. Things are done. Who puts a picture of their kids on their Tinder? Shut up. No, no one's